It's going to be interesting because this is completely out of nowhere. I don't think anybody's actually been told this is even happening. This is EFAP 4 in Dog Years. That's your opinion. Yes, it is. Old into. But yeah, I was really annoyed because um, I was actually coming along with the Captain Marvel video. I was like, yeah, I'm trucking. I can get this done in a couple of days now. And then I talked to Fringy for like a couple of hours and the entire thing is, needs to be re reworked to fit in a whole bunch of new fucking criticisms. Though I will say, watching a lot of um, reviews of it, a lot of people are getting shit wrong. That it, like just isn't a thing. Like uh, the the Tesseract is in the movie. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to specify how and why, but... Uh, People are like, that ruins the continuity, the Tesseract is supposed to be with Howard Stark, and it's like, go back to him by the end, there's no, it doesn't, I mean, there's, how many years between Captain America 1 and Avengers? It's like, that's how long the Tesseract has to get back to a field, and they show it happen in the movie, so, fine, calm down. Yeah. Um, but there are continuity, like, if someone complained about the eye thing, I'm like, yeah, you, you complain about that, go. Everyone should complain about that. Complain about the eye. The eye. Bags knows what's up. He knows. The eye. Um. <sighs> what? Hey, Mahler, loved your Aquaman video. I didn't even get bored my third time. Almost as good as your Fallout <laughs> 76 video. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. I'm fucking... By the way. Yeah. Sorry, I uh, I forgot. Um, Rags, I remember that when uh, when Wolf mentioned that I had seen fallout six times in the theater you yelled out was he ever bored and the the answer is no <laughs> i was double never bored actually double never bored. bored yeah just do the double math you know board. well six times let's never bored. It, like if you were to write a review of something saying that you'd seen it three times and you were never bored is there anything more glowing than that i i, I honestly can't think like that, that could be that better phrase is awesome could be, maybe um i i never fell asleep but that's that's kind of the same thing, I guess. <laughs> Just like if a movie is still not boring for that one guy on the third watch, like Jesus, everybody should be seeing it. It was a movie, four out of five. That that actually reminds me of like the the atmosphere surrounding the Last Jedi when it first came out. Every, there was there was this thing of like shouldn't really be reviewing it if you haven't seen it at least twice. <laughs> Because it, it, it was like, you need to understand that the movie does change on your second watch through. And I'd be like, yeah, I guess they're right. Because, you know, Luke throwing the lightsaber, stuff like that doesn't make any sense until you've seen the entire film. So that scene's broken mm. until you watch it for a second time. It's like, okay, cool. I think Now it all makes sense. And therefore is good. How that works. Someone in chat said, why is Chris Stuckman here? Oh, we're live? <laughs> is Chris Stuckman here? <laughs> Wait, are they referring to me? I think so. Ah, shit. Okay. I doubt they're referring to the dog, the plated wolf picture, the gas mask, or, and, or and baby KFC. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, someone apparently watched your video as well recently. Yes, a couple of them uh, are either watching it now or just watched it. And I, uh, I, I didn't want to give away the, the surprise that I was coming on here. Well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> those, uh, it does kind of look like Chris Duckman. It does, it does kinda, yeah. Which isn't Let's a bad thing, up. by the way, you know? 
Yeah, just as long as you're more interesting than Chris Duckman, which isn't a very difficult thing to achieve. As long as you yeah, don't create a review of Hill House that's four fucking minutes long, I will respect you. Oh, just... Jesus, no way. Ah, uh, uh, tell that to Zod Snapnack. Oh my god, no <laughs> fucking way. That's just, it's so low fucking effort. I want to talk about this series for four minutes. Uh, Jesus Christ. It's so low effort. It doesn't you know, like even signal surprise. boost the show because he he doesn't argue why you should really see it other than it's really good. Just trust it's really good. Just watch it. It's like uh huh. <sighs> yeah, and he called it a review. I was just like, come on, Chris, you make it I hard you? to like you. <laughs> <laughs> we may as well I may as well ask this as well before we get started. Uh, we've got a running thing of who will be the most inconsistent character of episode 9. I don't know, well actually yeah, Ren, how do you feel about uh, episode 8? I I don't care. Okay. I just, <laughs> like Star Wars is fine. The Last Jedi was uh not not good. I mean, you know. I I didn't grow <laughs> like grew up with Star Wars, but Star Wars isn't a big part of my life like I think it is for you guys. You know, I've been a passive watcher of it and that's basically it so well you, you know seem to, you, you seem to have some care for plot and stuff like how did you find the uh the movies um would you call it plot i think you could um it was a bit wonky mm -hmm, i think mm -hmm. well i mean you've you've covered last jedi to death i don't know if you know i'll be retreading old ground here oh well you know it's always interesting to see what uh, someone else thinks in different words here and there but yeah we probably have i mean i only saw it the one time in the theater and i've only seen reviews of it after mm -hmm. and I, I have no emotional attachment to any of the characters or anything like that so well, the mostly forgettable any emotional attachment to the film so I, yeah i remember the little asian girl kissing uh, what's his name? Finn. Finn. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was that was a good time. Um, People harass him. <laughs> that was we didn't even ask his hashtag R two me too. Me too. Please. I thought I thought she was a lesbian the whole time. I thought her sister in the beginning was her uh, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, because wow. I because you know there's that whole push that people talk about where Kathleen Kennedy wants more. What's the word? Lesbians. Uh, Lesbians. Sure. <laughs> Lesbians. You know, so I Queers. thought they were gonna make her lesbian because they hadn't had any Asians oh. yet in uh, Star Wars, and there's that clip of J.J. Abrams saying we love Asians or something at a convention. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, like some Asian kid said, is there going to be more Asian representation going forward in Star Wars? And JJ said something like, all I know is we love the Asian community or something. Asians oh, right, are yeah. 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 Well, and what represents them better than lesbians? Like, I feel like that would be <laughs> top tier China representation. Um, well, either way, you, you guests, and whenever I remember to do this, I actually do it, so... Wait, what was? Didn't Fringy choose? Did we ask him? I forget. Uh, I think he did mention it. I don't remember I what his choice was. Oh, it was Finn, I think. I remember. Um, so I guess uh, whether or not you care, it'll just be interesting to sort of throw on a bet. Uh, we're we're guessing who's going to be the the character that gets fucked over the most in terms of inconsistent writing. So, Ilo is is out because he's the obvious choice, and so is Lando because. They can't seem to actually take an original trilogy character without destroying them in every way, shape, and form. 
So your choices <laughs> are basically everyone else. Um, who do you think is probably going to get the worst right? Basically the question. Well, the joke answer is Princess Leia, but I don't know. <laughs> She'll be alive when dead? Like, they'll be pretty yes. inconsistent. <laughs> like, her death happens off camera. I don't, um, think, I don't think they're going to kill her. I think that uh, she'll probably survive yeah. the movie and then we never see her. Oh, she'll just drive off in a spaceship like in uh, Fast and Furious. Drive off? Paul Dude, she'll Walker. fly off. No, you remember uh, Paul Walker driving away? Oh, right. That, that beautiful scene. It'll be just like that. But, but she'll shoot him in a car, though. She'll float away. CGI Leia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flying away into the sunset. Um... Does that mean you're voting for Leia? We haven't actually had anyone vote for Leia. No, I'm gonna go for a little, a little twist and say Luke Skywalker. I, I think, think they're gonna bring twist? him back. To... We got two other people what? voting for that. You're not special. No. Yeah. But no, that's fair enough. And, I think uh... JJ's gonna try and salvage what Orion did to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which will make him inconsistent. That... <laughs> it will. But I think people would like to see Luke not done the way he was done. Uh, yeah, that's a bad way to send him off. Yeah. Um. And oh yeah, I mean, may as well. So you are Ren's reviews. You're gonna go by Ren, I assume. And uh, Southpaw, do you yeah. want to do you want to go by something specifically, or? Uh, you can call me Southpaw. You can call me South. I I don't really care. It it's All fine. Right uh, I I I prefer Southpaw. I guess. In that case, it's, it's only two syllables, so we'll probably manage. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's one whole extra syllable than. Oh wait, Mauler. Fuck. Uh, it's Mauler. still more than Mauler. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. What? What? Uh, what? What would you like to throw your vote in on? Um, honestly, BB-8 is actually a pretty viable choice. He goes from being like a like a MacGuffin slash like little sidekick character in the Force Awakens to, uh, insanely overpowered warrior in the last jedi who can like hijack an atst and kill people shoot them with coins shoot, shoot 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 coins out of his yeah he's spec um, in combat yeah <laughs> yeah so and then if, if he goes back to being just a regular sidekick and gets nerfed in uh in episode nine then i would say that that's uh that's an inconsistency right there um but I, that, I guess that's more of a joke answer i think that the uh my my answer would probably go to um to poe Oh, all right. Yeah. Poe and Finn are locked right now for four votes each. Yeah. He doesn't have much of a character in The Force Awakens, um, but like, what little character he has is kind of uh, inconsistent with The Last Jedi as it is already. Mm -hmm. So it's just, uh, I just don't think there's really anything that they can do with, with the character. Enough. Um, uh, go ahead. I mean, I don't know how long people want to hear Star Wars be talked about, but um, I just always thought it was so odd. Right from the get-go, years ago when they announced they were doing the trilogy, that they were going to have each movie be done by a different director. And is there any case well, of another trilogy that was done by three different people and writ also written by three different people? I mean, the OT is probably what they were working with for three different directors, but George Lucas was involved with all three of them, which people would argue is... Uh... Yeah, okay. But I mean, element. The, the reason they said they did that is so that they could get the movies out faster, if I remember oh. correctly. Well, and to me, that was the first red flag. And uh, I just think it's interesting where we are now. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty much everybody now just looks back and like, why the fuck did you decide to do this? And then they're like, this made sense at the time. Shut up. <laughs> like, I don't know why they wanted to rush a franchise that basically just 
you know, leaks money wherever it goes. Well, in a good way, I mean. <laughs> um, may as well make them good, but no, that was a window for, you know, preferences. Um, anyway, yeah, so I should probably say, like, the previous EFAP was all about Mission Impossible Fallout, and um, today's guests are both related to that. First, being uh, Ren's Reviews, who is the guy we actually covered, for anybody in chat who doesn't realize. He's um, happily come on, and we're probably just going to talk about the bit of the coverage on this, the movie itself. Um, so, hello there, how do you do? Hello. And uh, Southpaw, who was very helpful in chat in the previous stream with uh, basically just fact-checking the, the movie where we were uh, stumbling. And so... It'll make for plenty of conversation between the two of them. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a nice little, I'd say, precedent now, or at least pattern that we actually managed to get the people on who uh, we're covering so that there's, I don't know, not an element of, wow, you guys are bullies sort of thing, which does happen every once in a while. But I mean, not intended. We're supposed to just trying to have fun and have discussions. And obviously, when you're riffing with friends, uh, yeah. it can, it can we, come we across. We just prioritize as well. our fun. Yeah, we don't care about anyone else's fun. Is that so wrong? I'm glad everyone's silent. So, the sort of angle I'm going to uh, start with will probably be related to that, but I'm just going to get a few things out of the way. Um, I figure Wolf's going to want to address this because uh, he, he recently saw the movie again, but um, there was a few top comments in the previous video. One of them was, Wolf didn't like Alita because he wasn't paying attention. Wolf, do you have anything to say about this? <laughs> Yeah, well, I responded to that because after I saw it, it kind of irritated me. So I went and watched it again because I was going to watch it again anyway. I may as well since it's probably not going to be in theaters too much so longer. Much? Oh, yeah, I really dubbed this fucking terrible movie. Yeah, um, <laughs> okay, so since apparently I need to make this clear because I guess I didn't beforehand, I don't despise Alita like people seem to think I do, even though I've outright said that I don't. Uh, I find it disappointing, and I said that it could have benefited from like an extra hour or so because there was definitely something there that they could have worked with. But I watched the movie, and of all the criticisms that I got, I got one thing wrong because I hadn't seen it a month pr well i had seen it a month prior and i just forgot the one line in the two-hour movie that explained it and i was like okay so that explains it but all the other things i didn't get explained and so i asked the person who commented that like all the questions i had that still were not answered by the movie and the answers i got were either admissions that the answers are not in the film uh yeah. one question question one answer was well why do you care about the bad guy's motivations and it's like i don't know i just kind of want to know why the bad guy's the bad guy is all and then i got like a patrick willems style refutation i can't remember off the top of my head terrible one. what it was <laughs> oh, yeah no. well we'll just summarize it as i didn't get a single good response with anything of substance but i want to i i would still want to make a video on it but i really want to read the alita manga before i do that so i don't despise the movie I think it could have been good. There's definitely a lot of potential for it to be good. But for the most part, it's just the world building is the biggest downfall of that film. And I want to make a video about how the world building could have been done better. It's not going to be like an Aquaman style shitting on the whole movie because I don't hate it that much. It's only I'm mild. Axing you, Wolf. Are so you give Oh my god, I watched Alita that today. For being you did? a fanatical I did. I went back and I watched anime the anime movie. Oh god. Okay, the best 
factually the best hollywood anime adaptation well it's not really an anime we'll go with manga because that's what it was is edge of tomorrow still has some issues but it's objectively the best uh that's true also um i have actually talked to jack saint we are possibly going to have a debate jack wants to talk with me first which i think is perfectly reasonable so uh we might be doing that sunday in private it's not going to be like a thing but yeah so but there is a good chance that we will be having a debate together fucking beautiful about what objectivity objectivity objectivity. Yeah, he asked me to watch his video on objectivity, and I did, and I thought it would just be best after watching it to just cover that video instead. Just go point by point what problems I have with it and all that. But yeah, he said he wants to talk with me first, so I guess we're going to do that, and then hopefully we can get a debate going between us. Yeah, just obviously a word of advice, record everything in case anything's used against you sort of thing. I mean, yeah, I mean, I you know I don't expect I, I, a lot from Jack I don't, I don't think it's going to because he just made it seem like he just wants to get like a kind of feel for like who I am, kind of like you know how when we first talked, Mauler. Yeah, we didn't stream that, so I I don't have a problem with it. I don't think there's going to be much, if anything, of like super substance that comes out of it. I don't have a problem with talking to him beforehand. Fair enough. Then. So. But yeah, in regards to the Alita shit, I don't hate the movie. I don't think it's good, but I don't despise it like it's some horrible piece of shit. I was gonna, it's more just... I... <clears throat> I'm going to read out one more comment in relation to this. Uh, okay. th- this. This is on the video as well. Wolf's argument about Alita feels very shallow. They had already announced that there was going to be another movie, so they obviously saved some stuff. Oh God. It's like, if I ever watched The Fellowship of the Ring and they started complaining <sighs> about things they didn't explain, there's more content. Plus, they explain quite a few things they mentioned, so that's just ignorance on his part. No. <laughs> no. No, that is a fucking horrible. I no. he's not the only one I saw say that it's shallow, that I apparently care about yeah. the world building. I don't think people understand what surface level means if they think that me saying I want to know what the main character's motivations are or I want to know what the villain's motivations are. That's not surface level. And if you think it is, then you need to read up on what surface level actually means. Well, you don't like it when characters just do things. I don't like it when I don't know why the bad guy is bad and why he seems to be a pretty stand-up guy otherwise and everyone else seems to be bad, but then the main character who says, you are a bad person, I want to kill you, and I I, I don't... There's literally nothing that he does in the movie that's even remotely villainous aside from, like, possessing people to talk to other people, which he doesn't do anything with. I mean, it's fucking weird. He doesn't even ask for consent? Jesus. Yeah, you, you, we, can, we can argue about how weird it is that he does that, <laughs> but that's because the fucking movie doesn't explain why he would do that rather than using like a hologram or something. Um, well, I, believe but I, I don't honestly have that big of a problem with it. If he wants to possess people, fine. I just want like some justification for it. More so just a justification of why the dude is evil because the movie gives no uh, examples for it. Yeah, but if people acted logically, there could be no movie. Oh, God. Right. oh, I hate that, Chris. <laughs> oh, God, I, I remember it now. It was um, something to the effect of it would be three hours long if they explained everything. And I was like, that is literally a Patrick Willems argument. Uh, yeah, I'm getting mad. flashbacks he, of that one. He, he got mad at me that I 
said that I compared him to Patrick Willems, and it's like, well, don't make a Patrick Willems yeah, argument. Don't say then. things that he says. I mean, it first off, it's retarded that anyone actually thinks that. No, it clearly does not take three hours to explain what can be covered in like three sentences. I'm actually going to once I read the manga because I'm sure it's going to have um, uh, an explanation for a lot of the things that I didn't understand. Um, I want to be able to show how the manga does it. And if it can't be done in the bounds of film, then I want to explain how it could be because it absolutely could have explained these things, but the movie didn't put any effort to do so. And that's what my problem is. It's not that it's some horrible piece of shit movie. It's that it could have been really, really good, but instead they put zero effort into the world building. If I could chime in, uh, I went and saw it. And I think I was like maybe five or 10 minutes late. So I, I gave it a lot of leeway for that. Uh, I'm assuming that you've seen the, the entire thing, though. Twi yeah, I recently I think I saw it like two, maybe three days ago. I'm, I'm supposed to see it again with my uh, with my oldest brother. He's he's uh, visiting at the end of the month and he, he really wants to see it. And so I'll uh, I'll try to keep that in mind. Yeah, I mean, it's I'll, I'll like, watch it so, when it comes out at some point. There's with so much there that you could have done so much with. That's the thing is like I when I came out of it, I had more of a hateful reaction to it but as i thought about it more i was like no there's a lot of cool stuff in there and my what? second time going through there was um you know the doctor character i think his name's dr ito my second time through i actually liked him a lot um whereas the first time i didn't care for him so hmm. there were some things my second time through that i appreciated a little bit more but it's just the world building was not good and i want to explain how it could have been done really well hmm. and what should have done but didn't yeah, there just we go. talk for four minutes about why it's something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I still got to wait for the manga to come in because I want to read that before I make the video. I will say this for the movie. It made me interested in checking out the manga. Like, and I'm not even an anime or manga person in general, but uh, the the world that it takes place in seems cool enough. It just, they didn't really build on it very well. I, I know my friend that I went to see it with, and he also really didn't like the movie. He's read some of the manga so far, and he says that the manga is really good. So mm -hmm. I'm going under the assumption that it's really good because I respect his opinion. So, sure. And that should probably do it for Alita, because like it's just, yeah, people getting flustered about it. And I think it's because Alita is commonly looked at as relatively good, from what I'm getting from most people, outside of Wolf, who takes a very different stance on it and people will be like why do you go see it and i'm like because i'm not talking about alita i don't know anything about alita I'm busy with captain marvel what what does never go see yeah a real woman a real yeah. hero <laughs> apparently if i say like two things that i had an issue with that must mean everything i have an issue with is a problem um, um even though i haven't made a video on it so people don't know most of my criticisms in the first place that's kind of like a like, uh, also, I guess I should say this by the Halo video I posted where I said that the only reason people liked ODST was because Nathan Fillion was in it. That was a joke, guys. <laughs> I, I, I know it's hard to to decipher this, but I didn't literally mean that Nathan Fillion is the only reason people liked ODST. I remember liking ODST. I, I like ODST. I, I like it, too. I mean, I have criticisms <laughs> yeah, of but it. It's just but because I, Nathan Fillion was yeah, in it. Yeah, it's only because of Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Well, he was in Halo 5, and Halo 5 is a piece of garbage, so...
Yeah, that's mm. just your I, I thought that should have been self-explanatory since I... Oh, wait, Nathan Fillion was in Destiny video. 2 as well, and that was garbage. Yeah, they yeah. killed him off. They killed him off. It's, it's fine, they killed him. It's good. Um, oh, that's a Yeah, that, that, that was a joke, guys. Fringy told me there were some people that were pissed off about it on Twitter. So, and it's a joke. It wasn't serious. There we go. Oh, Jay just said ODST is good, so is Reach. I like Reach, Reach is overrated, I think. There oh, we go. Reach was bad in a lot of ways. Fan, I can't like say anything other than yeah, I enjoyed him. <laughs> I'm a really I'm a really big Halo fan, so yeah. I really didn't like Reach because it really messed up the story. The mechanics with Bloom and the armor, well, the armor abilities in general really were really shit. The map yes. design was the only things I liked about it was the customization, theater mode, forge, and the campaign's level design and enemies were pretty good in the music. They're, it's not like the game is shit. What about the story? Well, the story is not very good. It makes a lot of retcons to the original Halo canon, which really pissed me off playing uh, it. What about, um, was it like diverse and representative and inclusive? You well, there was a Hungarian dude and some other chick with an accent that was really hard to understand, so I, they, I guess they, so. They did that on she purpose. She was disabled, wasn't she? Very progressive. Was she? Yeah. It yeah, doesn't make she, any she fucking sense either since they're kidnapped at birth and they should all not have fucking different accents and I'm not birth from six years old, but still it's like two decades later. They shouldn't have all those accents and well, speak maybe all those their different languages. Are, it's fucking stupid. Your accents are genetic. Yeah. You're programmed with Wolf, your Wolf, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you get it from it your parents. In they the talked about that actually in a Vidoc where they intentionally had the actors speak in an accent that sounded familiar but that you couldn't quite place because of how far in the future it was people would probably have different accents that was but like why did carter thing. not have an accent was that the big guy he did have an accent no that that was the that he was the commander an accent that we use i was gonna say so they probably accent. all have accents same with yeah, noble six he had an accent you bigot and emil was just a black guy that's racialist well that's his character um, what I will say though is I, I still remember, I kind of want to replay the game now once the collection comes out just to know if I, if it's just because I played it when it came out. But I still remember the, uh, is it the girl, like, getting shot at one point when you're just running away? And she oh, just gets yeah, sniped. the terrible driver. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, I just, I was just highlighting that it's like, I remember being like, shit, she's dead? Wow. Like, a shocking campaign moment, but then I realized that, like, all the characters were invented to be killed, so. Yeah. It's not exactly like, it's not like they killed someone we know, even though I don't fucking know the characters of Halo anyway, outside of Master Chef, uh, Chef, sorry. Mm -hmm. He's got a Michelin star. Oh yeah, several. Um, but yeah, so that's enough about Halo, Star Wars, Alita, and, well, I haven't really talked about Captain Marvel. Am I the only one here who's seen Captain Marvel, by the way? I saw it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, I was just going to say for everyone who's curious, yes, the video's on the way, but it's going to take me a while. Uh, I still need like another four or five days before I'd have a first draft of the actual I still game. haven't, I still haven't really like processed no, it. in front of your webcam much. for yeah, four I, minutes. I, I basically walked out of it and I was like, yeah, that, that was a movie, I guess. I mean, there were like, there were some parts that I enjoyed, but I don't know. I just... Felt kind of uh, honestly. What if it wasn't a movie it? and it's just tricked you? The greatest trick that movie's pulled is convincing people it was mediocre. <laughs> it's it's not. It's really bad. But uh, 
loads of people coming out with reviews were like, yeah, it's just okay, it was meh, it was fine. And maybe it's gonna be one of those things where it's like, you're thinking about it way too much to have pulled all these problems, and I'm just like, I don't know, man, I care about the MCU. Fuck me, right? So anyway. I heard all sorts of crazy stuff, though. I keep hearing this from a lot of different places about how there are tons and tons of ticket sales, like pre-sales of people that never showed up <laughs> on, a, on an unprecedented level that people have never seen before. Like entire theaters that are empty, hundreds and hundreds of tickets and theaters of pre-ordered tickets that people didn't ever show up for. I can't I can't really uh attest to that. Um the theater that I went to see it in at, at like on opening night was full, but then again that's op op it's op it's opening night. Well were so. they were they showing any other movie at the theater? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was it was the AMC that I go to all the time. They had Alita, they had uh fuck what uh, Our theater had... only had Captain Marvel. That's the only movie that it has. Oh yeah, no, this this theater and a plays lot of theaters like... are apparently the same. Well, well the theater that I the theater that I go to has like consistently about like twelve or so movies playing at any given time. Yeah, like being completely honest, uh, the best turnout I've seen for every movie I've seen up since Infinity War has been—it's just been really bad turnout. Uh, Infinity War had a good turnout, but everything else, like Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom, and Solo, and and all the rest mm -hmm. I've seen, they all just there was not many people there. But Captain Marvel, yeah, my cinema was mostly stacked with people, and I was kind of surprised. I was like, why do people care? But okay. Yeah. Um, but I would still believe that they've been selling tickets to empty seats or whatever. I don't know. That just sounds funny anyway. Well, uh, when you look at all the other stuff surrounding this movie with um, all the reviews and the, the algorithm changes on YouTube and all the shit that they pull to, make the, to, to build this thing up, it wouldn't surprise me at all that, um, you know, they, they, bought some, they bought some tickets in order to push uh, ticket sales numbers and then you know, maybe swept that into the marketing budget, you know. Disney's pretty scummy. How dare you? They made Star Wars. Yeah, they made it something. <laughs> they, they did something with it. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, happy to move on to... There's, there's no memes today, because uh, we're sort of... It's, it's almost like a part two to the other one, and we did, like, two hours of memes in the last one. You know what I mean. Uh... So we're probably going to kick into the point of today, which is going to be talking about in a sort of post-review from both sides way of uh, uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. So hopefully God, you guys in chat still remember and care about the movie, because <laughs> we still want to talk about it. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. It's really good. Yeah, we, we totally took care of that, but I feel like people still probably did, even though we told them to. Uh, almost like a part two when the title is literally part two. Yeah, so it's still almost like a part two because it's not really a part two because we're talking about other things too, Jason. What Jay's full <laughs> name is. Uh, either way, the <laughs> first thing you should probably ask then is, is, is Ren, did you check out our coverage and what was your reaction? Well, I mean, f five hours of coverage is an awful lot to ask. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I, I think I'm... I think I saw about two hours um, total. How did you? How did it go? It's it's fine. It's just it's really really tough to not be there. I just wish I was there to defend myself in the moment, you know, rather than come on later. But mm -hmm. I get that that's the format of the show. It was also the um, I don't know. It'd just be awkward, right? Kind of like a 
trying to you watch video make point counterpoint point counterpoint like we'd probably be there for much much longer when i would assume the idea for any video that's made is that it's supposed to stand without commentary yeah it shouldn't need a hand holding to go along with it sure but mm -hmm. you know just as a uh, moving on somebody who cares about my content and yeah. things like that it's it's not easy i mean i wasn't insulted or upset but it it was because you know any anytime something goes wrong i try to use it as a um an opportunity to improve and learn from your mistakes and get better so that's you, yeah I, I guess just just did, did you sort of uh feel there was anything Cry? you'd missed or you um uh there was something that you said that i thought i'd missed but i don't think i did like how are we just going to dive right in? Uh, well, we'll probably let um, Southport direct how, how they want to do this. So I'll, I'll just say, like, we're going to jump into a Mission Impossible Fallout discussion now, I guess. What I've got in the background is um, Ren's video. The idea is to just, if everybody leaves it on mute, and I'll let it run in the background so there's a relevant visual. And from there, uh, you guys can pretty much discuss uh, it however you want with uh, me, Wolf, and Rags will probably just chime in where and when we can, or if we're, we're, we're referenced for uh, some comment that was made or whatever, and, um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how you guys want to structure it, maybe chronologically for the movie, or the video, or big things I think first. chronologically from the video would be best, but, I mean, Southpaw's got, he came prepared. Well. <laughs> yeah, I have some general questions uh, to ask. We, we can go over the video chronologically uh, uh, later on, I guess, but, I mean, I think that there's just, uh, there's just a few general um points that i have uh, like points of contention that i have with your video that i, I kind of want to uh get straight to the point with okay. um so uh for starters I, I i'm not sure if you're aware um so these guys uh over at efap you know wolf mauler uh rags i, I was blowing up their chat at uh, several points in their stream um because I'd been looking forward to them covering your video and I had a script uh, for my own video prepared and I had tweeted Mahler um, like about a week before uh, asking him if, if he wanted to read my uh, my notes that I had taken and he said that they were going to go and uh, go in blind. So once they were streaming, <clears throat> I noticed that they were uh, they were missing a few things. Um, I, I wanted to go ahead and share some of my observations with them and eventually I, I uh, mentioned that I had seen the film in theaters six times. Oh my god! Um, so the reason the reason for that um, is I have something called an AMC A list subscription. Do you, do you guys know what that is? Say that again. It's like a a better movie pass, I assume. Yes, a much better movie pass. AMC A list uh, only works at AMC theaters, but you pay twenty bucks a month and you get three movie tickets every Friday, That's and that can cover IMAX. 3D, wow. uh, everything. And it's just $20 a month. And so um, I got A-List right around the time that Fallout came out. And uh, I went and saw it, like just a regular showing. And the the story was a little complicated. Like I, I can give you leeway on that, Ren. is uh, It is a more complicated movie than average. Um, but I still had a general gist of what was going on. And I, I wasn't like confused or anything. But the action was just so mind blowing to me that I wanted to see it again and that time in IMAX. And after I saw it, saw an IMAX for the first time, uh, the next four 
uh, showings that I saw it in were, were in IMAX. Okay. Well, um, uh, let me just make something clear real quick. Sure. This video, I, I could have made it twice the length because I cut so much out because I like to try to keep my videos as short as possible. And I realize, mm -hmm. you know, who, who the other people in here don't uh, <laughs> tend to do that, but that's just not my style. The idea of having a video that, that hits the one hour mark just gives me uh, panic. You know, I, I don't want to do that. So I, I trimmed out so much. And I think one of the bigger mistakes I made with this video was simply not explaining myself well enough, not like going back to a point I made and doubling down on it. I would, as we'll see, bring something up and just leave it there, kind of thinking people would know where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'll probably wind up repeating myself a couple times here, but um, yeah. Well, that that was one of my biggest problems with your video actually was uh, like bringing up what felt like uh, like not even nitpicks, like you were just kind of recapping the film in kind of a sarcastic tone, um, as if it's it's a like this this thing that I'm talking about here is inherently ridiculous. Like uh, you know something like uh, like the Leia Poppin scene in the Last Jedi. That's something that you know is just ridiculous on uh, on the surface, right? Like you don't really have to elaborate as to why. Uh, but something like it's um, like the final fight in Fallout is something where um, you, you literally all you were doing was um, kind of recapping it in a kind of sarcastic tone and then um, leaving it at that without actually elaborating. And so I think that if your video had been twice as long and that that extra length would have been to actually elaborate on your points, yeah, then it probably would have actually been better. And if you want, I mean, if you want to make a, if you want to like kind of uh, uh, re-edit things together and, and try to release a, a longer version of the video, I would check it out because no. if, if it, okay, yeah. Cause it's done. I'm, you know, it's over. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Better to be too, um, too verbose than mm -hmm. to be unclear. I yes. suppose. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I mean, obviously you're talking to people who make two-hour plus yeah. analysis of media. Yeah, we're just like, fuck it, keep it going. I mean, like, my Captain Marvel one was under an hour before I made edits to it, and now it's <gasps> going to be over, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Oh, good. Uh, funnily enough, I, I did actually, like, I was happy that all my rage and praises were under an hour. I was like, it's a neat little package-y thing, but this one can't be, so I was like, oh, well, you, you know, I have to make myself clear about all of it. Yeah, I, um, you know, the thing about Mahler is that he gets a lot of shit for, uh, for being too long. Um, but the thing is that I like that he is willing to really like dig in to the details and, and elaborate on his points. And he will mm -hmm. uh, draw examples from other films to compare and contrast with what he is uh, talking about. Um, so even when he's like talking about, uh, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the middle of a Force Awakens review, I like it because he, he has a point that he is trying to get across to us um, in a way that... Uh, like if he hadn't elaborated, if he hadn't went on this little tangent, then uh, his his point wouldn't have been as um, thorough. And so I, it's not the length that matters; it's the the thoroughness. And if you're um, generally, if you're longer, uh, that gives you more time to be more thorough. Um, 
yeah, I, that's 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 all. Yeah, I know. I, it's just different styles, right? There's nothing wrong with the way Mahler does it. I just like to keep my videos as short as they can be because I, I like to try to keep them as entertaining as they can be. So I put in mm -hmm. fast music, a lot of edits and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when I am like rereading my script and I feel like this is, you know, it's a decent point or whatever, but people might lose interest. I just get rid of it because I want to keep it fun. I'd say that's a mistake. I would say that's a mistake too. I don't care In about In this length. case it was, but <laughs> I don't some, care about... a lot of people do care about length. I, I care about thoroughness. That's, I mean, that's it, all that matters. If you have to cut out something like that's credible, for um, over, over the fear that someone might not like it because it adds to runtime, I think but, you're definitely taking the worst of the two options. Because you know, obviously, this this applies to movies. Like, if your movie was five hours long, you have to shorten it. You have no choice. But with a YouTube video, like, you do you take the comments that say like, "I'm not watching this too long." Do you take them very seriously? Um, no. But it's it's just, just, just an idea. Like, if your video is, let's just say, 40 minutes on Mission Impossible Fallout, and then you make another one on Mission Impossible Fallout 2 that's 40 minutes, like, what if someone watches them back to back and says, oh, they were great? Like, maybe they would have watched an hour and 20 minutes of just about Fallout 1. You, you know what? My, uh, my friend, um, Aaron Roberts, he actually, uh, he, he did, like, sort of a private EFAP session with me going over your video. Uh, we went for, like, seven hours on just the, the first half. Um, he's asking what you, what you cut out. Oh God. Okay. It was, when did I write this? Like December, early January. So if I were to tell you what I cut out, what I remember cutting out, it, it's going to be such a disjointed conversation. All right. All right. All right. Go for I mean, it. I'm going to assume you wouldn't have cut out the better points, right? You would have cut out points that were as... been. Yeah. I wanted to keep it as. I suppose truncated as possible. Okay. Um, For example, like if it, let's just say you picked up that uh, Tom Cruise is wearing a watch in one scene that's black, and then the next scene it was white, and then the next scene it was black, and you cut that. That's something you would cut because it's just who cares. Yeah, continuity is a big deal. There's actually a a little continuity error I noticed in the bathroom scene. Those those four guys that walk in and I uh, think that uh, Ethan and Walker and the Lark decoy are having some sort of orgy in the bathroom stall yeah uh, as they're walking away um if you look closely uh there's like a cut uh during their walking away and they completely switch like like switch positions like there isn't a single person in the same position well, that's just a good orgy yeah it, but i mean like <laughs> i mean like no they're seriously totally changed marks uh mid-cut oh, and they, they missed it so there, there it was, was a part uh, oh go on oh no it's like it see that's an objective error in the film but yeah. at the same time, that's not that that isn't substantive. It doesn't like ruin the plot. No, I don't count. I don't count continuity against a movie if it's unless it's rampant, constantly happening, then it can become distracting. But I think yeah, continuity fair. should be an issue well, depending on the results of that continuity. Or like yeah. Ray's disappearing knife is serious. Four guys, four guys walking away, though, uh, singing some song. Uh, no, not, not yeah. a big deal. There is a part in that bathroom scene where the four guys are pounding on the door. They mm -hmm. think they're having gay sex in the stall. And one of the guys jumps up yeah, and looks that. over the stall. You can tell, he can clearly see that they're scanning this unconscious man's face, but uh, he doesn't seem to care. 
I thought that at that point they were actually uh, like Walker and Ethan were um, like kind of trying to keep the door shut. Uh, like, like they're kind of barricading the door with their hands. So it doesn't quite look like they're scanning their the guy's face. And even if they were, I mean, it was a pretty quick jump. You know, you would have seen something very vaguely. Probably wouldn't even have caught that there's just guys in there. If you saw yeah. anything. And even if he did, okay. what, what would you, how would you react to that? You're like, there's two guys with a laptop and another guy who looks like he's knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but you'd be alarmed, right? Sure. I just don't know what they would even do with that information. They'd just be like, that's fucking weird. I mean, there are, it's already three guys in one bathroom stall. So that's pretty weird to begin with, yeah. Yeah. Um, at your people's boring parties, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I, I, I seriously think that um, if you're if the points that you were making, like that that you cut out, were uh, a lot more pedantic, then sure. But if you if you would cut out like parts where you were actually elaborating on what you had. Uh, left in the video that that shit's important man it's very important okay like like uh, i think you guys took issue with the string scenes which what i call them which is essentially a almost two minute long establishing shot in the movie it's one of, minute um some of them are longer than others there's a few mm -hmm. okay yeah and well, that you only mentioned two of them though in your video there, there. I only mentioned two, but I think there's three. There's the one when he's going with White Widow from the club to her uh, crew, and then the one on the boat, and then what's the third one? Uh, oh, when he's follow Elsa's following Tom Cruise. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Um. um okay. Well, no, no, no. I. You go ahead. The string scenes. I didn't double down on why I thought they were bad. I kind of thought they spoke for themselves. Um, so it's just odd to me that a movie that won't go into detail about a lot of things, like how Tom Cruise knew this black market dealer had plutonium, uh, how they came in contact, like who this guy is, they, cl they clearly have a little bit of history together. Mm -hmm. The movie won't go into any detail on that, but they'll show us this scene of them riding on a boat with no dialogue, nothing going on. And it, it, it's like the only reason that boat scene is in the movie is to bridge these. And it's like this transparent attempt at bridging the previous scene to the next scene because the movie is just built around this action. So the movie wants to tell us why they've arrived in the locations and how. Yeah, can, can I, the there, there are can better I, ways I, of doing it. So no, I, I'll, I'll I, let you go. But okay. For for example, like when they're in the car, uh, Solomon Lane has the bag over his head. That could have been a string scene, but Simon Pegg, or no, somebody makes a joke. They said, was it you that picks the small car? Something like that. Just yeah, give he us. Yeah, says that to, to Walker. Yeah, let's at least, instead of just, you're sit, sitting there and then you're looking at your watch, like what? Do you hear our counter-argument for that? I uh, don't Where no. The idea that they do all of this without a word tells us a lot about their team. Also, can, can I just like quickly uh, mention a, just a few things? So um, so the the one where they're, they're traveling to the White Widow's mansion, which you, uh, in your video, by the way, you mention as they go somewhere, uh, which is odd because she mentions that she would like to go home. 
uh, in the very previous scene before they go there. Um, but that's that's beside the point, I guess. Um, that's not a very long uh, transition scene. Um, no. It goes on for like about like maybe 30 seconds or so. Uh, yeah. However, um, the two string scenes that you actually did mention in your video. Uh, so I actually watched the film again today. And there's something I would like to point out <clears throat> about the, uh, the the two that you you brought up. Okay. Okay. So Ilsa following Ethan goes on for basically an entire minute. Okay. Um, and there isn't any action that comes uh, before it or after it. It's two conversations. Um, uh, it, it was odd to hear you define a string scene as trying to string two action scenes together and then use it again in the context of stringing two pretty important conversations together. Um, but then uh, I actually like checked out the timestamps of the action scenes that these scenes were taking, that the first string scene that you mentioned was taking place in, in between. And uh, so the, the truck and motorcycle chase, um, it begins at the 53 minute, 50 second mark. Uh, that's when, that's immediately when uh, Ethan rams the uh, prisoner transport. And then he jumps into the, um, into the boat at the one hour mark. So that's uh, six hours, is it not, sorry, six, not six hours, fuck. Six minutes and 10 seconds of action, okay? Uh, okay. because it's, because that's a truck chase that immediately leads to a motorcycle chase. I count that as basically one action scene. You oddly counted it as two. Uh, I mean, I guess that you could try to break it up into two, but, um, like literally the transition between the truck and the motorcycle is they just, they walk out of the truck, like through, through its windshield and then yeah, it gets stuck in the alley. Yeah. It, like, it's literally like a 10 second transition, but it's like, it's basically the same scene. But uh, so then after that, you have uh, 65 seconds of them in the boat and then they arrive at the garage and then there's a there's a cop out there. Cop and then lady. that. Yeah. Cop lady. She she that she whole sequence, up. that whole sequence goes from uh, one hour, one minute and five seconds to one hour, three minutes, uh, 10 seconds. So it's like two minutes and five seconds of, of like, it's, I wouldn't call it an action scene per se, but it's like, a, it's just an intense I, moment. I kind of that as tension building and then a little bit character building as well when he tells mm -hmm. her she'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely not uh, a, like a string scene, uh, but it is. No, 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 no. It, the, the, a... I was purely talking about um, from the time he gets on the boat to yeah. as soon as that garage door opens and we see Cop Lady. That, yeah, well, then. That's... Then Cop Lady, uh, that follows, that's followed by 42 seconds. And then after that, we get uh, from hour, three minute, 52 seconds to hour, six minute, 45 seconds, a, a motorcycle chase. So to keep, to keep that in, in perspective here, you have a total of just under two minutes of string scenes, like, or transition scenes building up uh, tension. And then in that um, 13 minute window of time between the beginning of the truck chase to the end of the Ilsa chase, uh, that's 13 minutes. You have 11 minutes of action or tension. And then you have just two minutes, uh, just under two minutes of yes. like taking a break. When the movie comes to a screeching halt to show you almost uh, nothing. No. You, you could no. do more with that. Uh, so There's when so you're in the theater more. and you're watching an action movie and there is a like a ton of action, you need an occasional break. You need to process stuff. Yeah, and you could still use that as a break, but let's have some levity with the characters. Let's, you know, just that this was a perfect opportunity to have some banter, to to do anything, but just show us them going from A to B. Not what they usually well, do. 
Yeah. No, in what? In, in other Mission, Mission Impossible. Yeah, in in scenes between the action, there'll be banter and character growth. I thought it was quite an interesting change that they have silence. The characters know exactly what's going on. They move, and then we get the the you know the floor pulled out from us where everything is going normally. Everybody's acting normally, and then there's a cop. It's just like, oh shit, this fucks everything up. I I see there's a formula to Mission Impossible, which is that they make the plan and the plan always goes wrong. So I'm just, I'm never surprised when it goes wrong. It's just par for the course. So when he sees cop lady, I'm like, okay. Well, it's like they, they, uh, it's a different kind of get... going wrong. She's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, here's the thing. Ethan gets into the boat and you have like a minute to go. Okay. Thank God. They escaped from the cops. Right. And it's like building up and then, oh shit, there's a cop that just busted them. And then in that scene, you know, you've got, you've got Walker, uh, the, the camera cuts to Walker. He's, he's grabbing his pistol. It's very obvious that he is going to shoot this lady before, uh, like, like until the white widow's men get there. Um, very great scene. And so it's just having that little minute of like feeling relief with the characters because they just got away from the cops and they think that everything is, is going well. And then the, they see the cop lady, you're experiencing that with them. Whereas if you just smash cut from Ethan uh, jumping into the boat to the garage door opening, the lady cop is there, you don't get that feeling. I mean, yeah, it'd be more critical of that because I'd be like, wow, they just jumped right next to when something happens. Yeah. yeah. Not, I'm not it's, saying it's that was, I'm not asking for a smash cut. I'm just asking for depth, for some, some fun, some levity, or just for it, anything to happen during that scene apart so, from a to b so can i can i can i ask you something sure okay so um until uh ilsa shoots uh um fake lark no lane when ilsa oh. shoots lane in the car uh, -huh. uh they they still have a bag over lane's head yeah and ilsa, and ethan isn't really like talking that much okay um, Ethan is pretending to be John Lark, and he's supposed to be handing Lane off to the Apostles. And they mention uh, Walker even mentions this before Ethan rams the prisoner oh, transfer. Shit, I didn't like, think about that. Yeah, holy they need shit, to you're the guy that. Yeah. So why would Ethan be blabbing off and giving away that he's the guy that that you know? Lane knows all of them as well, doesn't he? Well, I know he knows yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah. I'm not saying he should be blabbing off. I'm just something with. They shouldn't be talking Simon at all. They, they shouldn't, they shouldn't be talking. That makes for, quiet. It makes for a boring scene and it brings the pacing to a I screeching halt. Well, see, okay, wait. That's two claims. One of them subjective, as you are probably aware, right? Whether or not the scene bores you is not boring. Yeah, work okay. with. But what are you suggesting it's doing to the pacing? Because if anything, I'd say it's a boon to the pacing. A boon? Okay. So we, uh, well, we the, have the fast, going... then slow, then fast again. Yeah. yeah. But it's. It's just awkward. It's awkwardly so, slow because there's, it's like I've said, nothing happens. We're going from a motorcycle chase, all of a sudden, nothing, like literally nothing. So it, it's, is it inherently bad? Is it inherently bad when a scene is quiet and doesn't have like any action or dialogue or character development? Like even if it's short? No, and every movie's okay. different. It's a case by case basis. So, so is the string scene too long? Um, yes, because there's not much going on in it. It's, it's 65 seconds in between of... 11 minutes of, of action. Okay. So is that, is that disproportionately long? Cause that's not disproportionately long to me. I feel like that's, that's fair. 
it gives me like time to like breathe and like I'm I'm feeling a sigh of relief because Ethan just escaped the cops successfully. And I'm getting to experience that with him and and the IMF. Okay, but sure. Like like I, I, I look, it's okay to not like it, but you can't say that it's an objective flaw because you're the like one of the only people that I have I think you're the you're the first person actually I've ever heard make this complaint. And so we need a larger consensus than um, one guy. I'm curious as well, well. How do you feel about like Lord of the Rings doing it? I like regularly? I like Well, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings since I was gosh, 13 or hey, something. Hey Wolf, like that. what's an estimation of the amount of string scenes in Lord of the Rings? They're called transition scenes by the way. String scenes. <laughs> well, uh, word. uh first off, you're a heretic for not watching it every day. Couple, couple days. <laughs> Um, second, should oh, be the hold on, how, how many, how many transition scenes? How many are scenes in... are there of instrumental music playing across a landscape being shown or characters moving from one place to another? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't kept track of this. I mean, um, all I can say is this is I, Lord of the guess, Rings we're talking about. So. I, I guess the first one that comes to mind is when the Fellowship leaves Rivendell and yeah, they're going across the mountains. Yeah, um, there's a couple others, like when Sam and Frodo are leaving the Shire just before they get to the cornfields, or I don't mm -hmm. know if they're cornfields, but when they... Um... Yeah, all I'm bringing up but... here is the, uh, how do you how do you quantify whether or not they, are they bad too? Well, it's well a I mean, it shows, it shows a progression of where they're going, because they're going from one end of Middle Earth to the other, so they gotta show how they're going from one place. Yeah, most... Without... <laughs> Most movies have some type of a transition scene. So, like, do most movies bother you when they do that, or is there just something special about Fallout? No. Okay. So, while watching Fallout in the theater, I knew the whole time I could practically see the script because I knew this whole movie was centered around its action scenes, and I could, you know, essentially, I guess, see the matrix of it. Right. I knew it's like this guy. They're just in the boat because he couldn't think of another reason to start the car chase. That's I mean, it. The, the, the boat was a pretty effective way at getting him away from the yeah, cops. I don't, I don't really see... Um, even if yeah, that was the right. origin of it, there's nothing in the actual movie that wouldn't suggest that was a great getaway. I mean, it's a fine getaway, sure, but I'm just asking for more. That's all. What do you because want more? <laughs> just any banter, any sort of development. But we just said they can't talk. They can't talk. Well, I mean, they could the punch, idea is knock them out you know oh whatever anything. when were they gonna have the opportunity to do that in the situation when they, they were in the boat for a minute lane is do with they him. have do they have like a needle or anything sure tom cruise has got that needle no but do Where? they have it there i don't know look we're getting into like we're going too deep here i'm all i'm asking for too deep that specific no. scene yeah we're like talking not about stuff that's enough. not in the movie well, you're you're trying to say that the movie's bad for what it does, but you're not giving us a substantive reason to think that it is bad. You got to give us an example of what it should have done if you're going to criticize it. Because I don't. did, yeah, I this... said give it banter, and you guys. But we're providing answers they, they for why they can't do that, or this, not this... even just why they can't do it, but why I don't even think it would be they good didn't. to do it. Okay, yeah, but then it's like, that doesn't and, make this. And I mean, is there not banter throughout the film anyway? There's a lot of banter. There's a little. And a lot. You just a said little, it, it, it doesn't make the scene interesting. Like, that's not. I could just yeah, say the reverse that's... back to you. It does make it interesting. Even if like, it did make it interesting, 
Yeah, they still can't do that next to Lar or next to Lane. Their plan A is to hand Lane off to the Apostles without blowing their cover, and then Ilsa shooting Lane in the ear uh, fucks that up royally because because Ethan has to take the bag off and see that Lane is is not dead. See, to me, I thought he took the bag off. Well, I know that's why in the story, but he took the bag off to show the audience that that actor is in the car with Tom Cruise as he drives. But we already know that. Well, that's he also has to be sure that the the bullet didn't end up in his. I was gonna yeah. say he needs to check he's not dead. That's a perfectly reasonable. Yeah. If they kept the bag on his head all the way up until that point, there was probably a reason why they didn't want him to know who had him at that point of time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, Walker Walker mentions, "Holy shit, you're the guy that brought him down, huh?" In, in the truck, and Ethan says, and he's like, "No, uh, wa- sorry." Walker is like, "I wonder how how that'll play out, you know? Yeah, how long will he keep that and, to himself?" And Ethan Ethan says, "We'll burn that bridge when we get there." So obviously, they are trying to prolong that for as long as possible. Okay. Like, there is there is stuff in the film that establishes that, and it, it I, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. How many times have you seen uh, Fallout? Just out of curiosity. Uh, beginning to end, I think three. Okay. While editing it and scrubbing through it, uh, a lot. This is this is a, a, a recurring point that I'm probably going to be making tonight. Um, so, a, a movie being complicated and having a lot of like details uh, is not a inherently a bad thing, um, because if like as long as it's providing the information that you need to understand the story and to justify what is happening in it, as long as it exists in there and it's clear, it, like it's not like there's stuff happening in the very very like far background that only like the nerds over at our movie details are going to catch. As long as it's there, um, then like it, it's really not the movie's fault if you aren't paying attention to it. No, I'm paying attention. There's just far no, too much. I don't think there's no, too I much at all. Well, I mean, were... so we can probably move on from string scenes now. Did you want to talk about plot then? Or Yeah, there's a... Um, well, <laughs> for one thing is... Um, you mentioned that there uh, there are several faces and names that you have to uh, to memorize. Um, so, just before we before we get on that, um, given that most movies expect you to remember multiple faces and names, do most movies bother you, or is no, there no, 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 please, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I said that because it's like you know they'll just show a photograph of White Widow, and it's like one or two seconds, and you're like, okay, this is the mission. We're getting the deets, and then. Then they go through this skydive and a bathroom fight and all that. And then by the time the White Widow rolls around, I'm like, wait, who's that? It's easy to forget. They mentioned her several times. I was going to say, don't they reestablish No, no, no. To forget her face. Like, I knew she was the White Widow, but I had completely forgotten that that she was on the... um, what is yeah, but it? like in the folder when they're in the it's bathroom, isn't it like her. he's like we're gonna I'm gonna go meet yeah. the White Widow as John Locke. So we know that's where they're going. And when she's oh yeah. He walks right up to her, so we can. It's safe to assume she's the White Widow, whether or not you remembered the screenshot from Alec Baldwin's file. Yeah, you don't. Sure. You don't have to memorize that. In fact, her so face could have not been in the file, and the film still works. I'm here's just saying. Other, here's the, the other. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. Uh, I interrupted you. You go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, here's the other thing. Is there a particularly excessive number of faces and names to remember? Like you, have, you have you have Lane Walker, uh, who's also John Lark. Um, so he's like kind of a twofer, I guess. You have Alan Hunley, um, that's Alec Baldwin. You have uh, Luther, Benji, 
You have Erica Sloan, who you refer to as Black Lady throughout the whole video, and that's kind of confusing. Um, Ilsa, you have uh, the White Widow, and then you have the White Widow's brother, uh, Zola. He's like probably the least important of the bunch here. And then there's Julia. So th- A lot of them are from previous lot. movies as well. Yeah, only four of these people were introduced in this film. So 11 characters... Is that excessive, like like an excessive number of characters to keep track of? No, but what I meant by what I said in the video is like the, um, who's the, the guy in the hospital? What's his name? Niels Delbrook? Yes. I had no idea who that guy was the first time I saw it. His uh, picture comes up for a second or two in the opening briefing for Ethan Hunt. And that opening briefing is like a, a massive dump of, exp- it's like, you are getting fed the whole movie, just all this stuff, like what happened in between MI5 and MI6 and this guy's face. And I'm like, wait, so when they're in the hospital, I'm like, who's that again? I, I might have agreed with you there if uh, he showed up like an hour or an hour and a half or two hours after he first shows up. But he's like literally in the film five minutes after There's his like picture shows up. There's like payoff between... 10 minutes at most i think it's even less than that actually yeah there's there's a world of difference between like uh he his face shows up on screen he's named and then like 10 minutes or so later he's uh we see him now if again if if he was a pivotal person to the climax and then he isn't in the film like like you, you have a mention at the same part of the movie and then he doesn't show up until the very end i would wholeheartedly agree with you that's a little unreasonable for a film to expect from the audience but the thing is, if if the it's like I said earlier, if the film is giving you the information that you need to understand what is going on, if the information exists and it is presented clearly, and then within a reasonable amount of time there is a a payoff to that setup, it is not the film's fault if you didn't pay attention or if you can't it's, remember that character. It's not that I wasn't paying attention; like I was still able to understand the, like you said, the general gist of the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just I didn't know the uh, the smaller details that I started to get fixated on as the movie went along, like who that guy was. Well, I, I'll, I will say this: like, I mean, when I uh, saw the film a second time, I I mean, each time I saw the film, I picked up on more and more details that I had missed the first time around because there is a lot. There is a lot. However, that doesn't mean that that's objectively bad. If a film has uh, if it's constructed in a way that you keep on picking up on more and more details, the more that you watch it, that's actually a sign of its quality, not that it's bad. But important plot details, like it's one thing for Easter eggs and maybe uh, like in a movie like Hereditary, if you watch it again, you pick up like, oh, that's why she, that's the pamphlet that slid through the well, mailbox in the door again he appears five say, let's or be specific. Like five so, and ten minutes yeah. they say niels delbrook is a scientist of whatever degree nuclear he, scientist he made comments and again i've not even seen the movie enough times to say that i should be remembering this this well but i guess i have uh virulently anti-religious anti-religious yes yeah, so he got booted from his job and he was hired by the apostles and that's it all we need to know he he knows how to do and, nuclear stuff and he's hired mm-hmm. by the apostles and, and I remember the second time uh, viewing the movie, I realized, oh, so when he sees that the Vatican and Mecca and Jerusalem have supposedly been nuked, he's he's happy about it. So it's like they established that very early on in the film, and there's a payoff, and it's not very long after it's mentioned. The information is there, man. 
And, and here's the thing. Um, the reason why I'm saying that you didn't pay attention to the film, I know that sounds harsh, but honestly, the stuff that you get wrong in your video, uh, that you, the fact that yeah, the, the interpretation that you didn't pay attention to it is the most charitable one I can give you because some of the details that you get are so wrong that it's either that or that you like lied by omission. And I don't want to, to go there. Like it, it, it's morally okay. If you just simply like miss something or you weren't like, what, what, maybe, maybe uh, saying that you didn't pay attention to it. Uh, it sounds like I'm framing it as in you were just like on your phone the whole time. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just like you just simply didn't catch something. And it's okay to not catch something or uh, even to like, if, if the film's just not grabbing your attention, that, that's fine. But it's better than saying that you lied by omission, okay? And yeah, so... no, I, I agree with that. The first time through, there were things I didn't catch. But there was a point about halfway through where I was just, you know, not having a good time. Right. Wouldn't you enjoy movie. it more and more the more you watch it because you pick up on more and more details? Yeah. No. Well, no, not everybody. That's how I it suppose. works for me. It does work that way for me, though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, the, if if I see a film multiple times and there's more and more that I get out of it, like each time that I watch it, then I love it. I mean, that's how I, that's how I felt with like Infinity War, Civil War, uh, Fallout. Of course, you know. I mean, Fallout. This Prestige. I wasn't a mission. I wasn't a huge Mission Impossible fan um, before Fallout came out. Like I loved Rogue Nation and I, I liked uh, Ghost Protocol and and MI one and three, but I wasn't like a diehard fan, right? <laughs> Nobody likes <Okay>. two. <laughs> I mean, I, wait, there's a there's a two. There's a second Mission Impossible. Actually, film? scratch that. People still like it, but nobody defends it as a strong movie. I don't think it. it it's a so bad it's good film. Um, but honestly, it, it's the bad one, and it's good that the other films haven't really like acknowledged it. <laughs> but but the, the, the point is, I was so excited for Infinity War um, last year. Like, I had to see that uh, on opening night. I didn't feel that way with, with Fallout. But man, Fallout was the top of my list of films I saw last year. And so, it's, go ahead. It's interesting that you say that, that you didn't like Mission Impossible, but you like Six. Because I'm reverse. No, I, I used say, to love. I didn't, I didn't say that I didn't like fan. Mission Impossible. You weren't a big fan. I wasn't a huge fan. Yes. Right. But you like the sixth one. That's, and I love yeah, Mission Impossible except two, of course. I love one and three, mm -hmm. growing up. And the previous three Mission Impossibles have really just been losing me more and more because they're they're action set pieces rather than uh, they're action set pieces first and everything else later. Do Do you understand? Can you that, argue all of them I... with that? Yeah, here's I, the thing. Here's the thing about writing. Sometimes you have a scene in your head that you really want to do, and yes. you will construct a story around it. And depending on how good of a writer you are, the story will still end up good or it will end up bad. So if you've got Zack Snyder saying, I want Batman and Superman to fight each other, and then he creates the piece of shit known as Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, that's a pretty bad example of that, honestly. Same with Uncharted 3. I think that Uncharted 3 is a contrived mess of a story, but it's a fun game to play. Uh, Wolf, yeah. I think that you mentioned Uncharted 3 at one point, like a, a while back. Grim, probably. Wolf. <laughs> that's, okay, that, that's awkward. What? what? Is... Oh, uh, I, I mentioned Uncharted 3. Uh, it's a contrived mess of a story with uh, neat action sequences that don't really have much connection to each other. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like, I mean, Uncharted 1 is, it's kind of eh. Uncharted 2 is definitely the best. Uncharted 4 is my second favorite. 3, I, I, this is coming from someone who has only played through the four games once. Mm hmm. Um, so I'm probably forgetting a lot of what happened in them. I'm just going off of my first time playing sure. through them. Sure. Um, but I remember three being really disappointing to me, mm -hmm. especially the ending, which seemed really, really rushed. And I didn't like the whole fake Sully death, which, yep. um, I mean, first off, they already did that in the first game and I thought it was kind of lame there, but yeah. third game, it, it was really annoying in the third mm -hmm. game, but I liked Uncharted two and four a lot. Yeah. So my, my point here is, yes, with this, uh, like the whole idea of you've got a scene that you really want in your story and then you like work the, the plot around it, that can result in messes like BVS or Uncharted 3. But that's not a universal case, because if there is stuff in your story that justifies why the action scenes are happening, then it's fine. And I, I don't think that you and, ever really argued why uh, it was contrived for them to do a halo jump, followed by a bathroom fight, followed by a, a lounge fight. And yeah, if I could just inject no, as well that this could totally explain why you're having a negative experience if you're almost expecting this before even watching the movie. So you're not even taking the scenes that connect the action that seriously because you're just like, oh, they're just connecting the action. Dude, I, I'm a writer myself. I've got scenes in my stories that I know I want to do and I'm having to like figure out what I'm going to do in the middle uh, to connect uh, to, to connect everything together in a non-contrived way. And, and that's something that I worry about uh, in a, in a non-contrived way, not just doing anything that I want. I'm not Ryan Johnson. I'm not going to write my entire stupid Holdo subplot to build up to the, uh, the hyperspace kamikaze. You know, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a sensible solution for why this scene is happening after this scene. So then can you, together. Can you give examples of how it could have been done better? Yes, Ren. Yeah, I just think they should have cut some of the action scenes out because some of them weren't that great, um, and it was clear. Okay. Here we go. Like, okay, you had you said so much stuff that then we you went on a tangent about Uncharted and all that. Um, mm -hmm. When you're writing a movie, things change. Like every script starts with an idea. Like that's everybody knows that, but unless as, the ideas are against what you like. But they started filming Mission Impossible without a script. They had a thirty-three page outline. But hold they on, did that hold with on. Iron Man and Casablanca and Busters as said, well. You just said every script starts with an idea, and then yeah. when they start with the ideas of let's look at these action scenes that we could fit into a story, that's apparently bad. They didn't even have a story, really. When well, they yeah, of filming. course they didn't have a story because they were still working on it. That's they, how it starts. They, it started, has story. they started filming with a 33-page outline. All right, they, but then they made a story and put it in a he, film. He had to make mm -hmm. massive, massive changes to... Originally, the story was going to be much darker. Um, Ethan Hunt was... better. Eh, yeah, that's true. But Ethan Hunt was going to go way deeper as John Lark, and he was going to actually commit some crimes and have to deal with a lot of stuff like that. And um, he All couldn't, right. 
find a way so to make that work. So is this just because you were disappointed but, that it wasn't that? No, trend? no, no. I didn't know that till after the fact. I'm just saying. So what? how does that change anything? Yeah, so, just yeah, to clarify here, right? So like, let's say Mission Impossible Fallout was a horrible mess and all the connecting scenes really don't work. They're just really bad. Then it would be a great part of the video to be like, by the way, this happened because this is how they made the script. I'd be like, oh, wow, cool. But if we end up with something that is coherent, does make sense, and does follow, then saying this is how they made it. They they made it with one arm tied behind their back, blind, while spinning around in circles. I'd be like, that's only impressive now. They managed to do that. Instead, because like, it would explain the problem, but now it only acts as a sort of like... Like, it's the same with Ryan Johnson. He didn't do more than a single draft outside of 10% of the script, I think they said. So to me, I'm just like, yeah. well, that explains the story. But I mean, if someone made an incredible script from a first draft that was barely changed, I'd be like, wow, you're a good writer. <laughs> like, you must be a good writer. I mean, to link it back to Uncharted again, there was an original script for Uncharted 4 that um, I think it was Amy Henning. Is that who it was? Who Amy Henning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she had a little bit of a different idea of where to take it. It could have been better, but it also could have been Uncharted 3, which she also worked on and wasn't particularly great from my memory either so it could have been one or the other we don't know for certain if these ideas would have worked better so it's not really pertinent to even bring them up yeah like what because you use you frame it as an explanation for how the movie's not working so i'd rather just address whether or not it's working because bringing up that they did the what they did is irrelevant if, if i don't think great. we're gonna get anywhere really because i you guys feel like it well, worked, i don't know what your point like is here when you say that stuff i don't know what your point is that you're making well it would explain it if it was flawed right but we need to talk about whether or not it's even flawed yeah if anything this just makes me think of how talented the writers are yeah the fact that they had to improvise like this and it ended up as as well constructed as it is like the the uh the origin of how they made this film doesn't matter to me it's the execution and like you're you're pointing out like how they made the plot uh as if that automatically makes it bad that's a bad argument i'm not i'm not trying to be mean wait, wait, wait. it's a bad argument no 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 you're fine i can we circle back to that i've really really got to pee yeah, yeah, sure. Go. yeah sure yeah, absolutely hold on to that thought i'll be right back all right i'm trying to think of like um because there are i'm assuming you, you how far into your your list have you gotten there uh Southpaw? uh we only and <sighs> I'm assuming, uh, did you did you are you opening with the easier lighter stuff is that because i well i had plenty of stuff about the string scenes and i guess that we've moved on past that but that we kind of went through like most of those points um i mean the thing is that string scenes are actually just transition scenes and oh sure um, i'm only calling them that so it's speaking his language sort of things so he knows what i'm talking about yeah, uh, I, I just had to be blunt earlier when I said uh, string scenes is a thing that he made up. Um, <laughs> well, he had, it's, it's yeah. Well, all words are made up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. We know what he's referring to, like scenes that connect to. But scenes. he's using it. And he, he he's making up a whole derogatory term. Yeah, it's derogatory though. Previously established, and it's a non it's a non argument. But um, I mean, like we're we're not very far into my list. I, like I think I'm only on page two of five. I was gonna say. <laughs> Just, I'll be interested to hear his response to like, just yeah. things that he's gotten wrong, like facts about the script, maybe. Just to hear, mm -hmm. it. I'm assuming you've got a couple of them. I don't know. Oh, oh, believe me, his massive plot hole thing. I actually have a whole segment in my video. I, <laughs> I outright play clips from the film that explain away his problem with the scene. Um, you've got 
he's talking about how things would have gone much more smoothly if they sent the strike team in to the Grand Palais. The problem with that is uh, uh, that's a that's a fake John Lark that they would be app- apprehending. The real John Lark would still be at large. Uh, the White Widow doesn't have the plutonium, which he actually says in his video that she does, but the film states that she doesn't. She's just a broker. So she's not poised to capture the Apostles and John Lark and then give the plutonium back to the CIA. Um, but he alleges that, essentially. And then um, he... Uh... Sorry, I, I lost my train well, I was, I was about to say, like, may as well save it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we'll We'll go over it. Keep that in mind. We're not done with it yet. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. And yes, I did make up string scenes. I mean, that that was. Yeah. Is it, it's supposed to I be a, a bad transition scene is the idea, right? Yeah. But, but you would basically say that um, a string scene is indistinguishable from a transition scene. It's just a transition scene that you think is done poorly. Yeah. All right. Good. Good to have that clarified. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, you criticize Fallout for having a complicated plot, and there's a lot of really good films with complicated plots. Uh, I can name some off the top of my head, like okay. Usual Suspects, Departed. Um, do you have a problem with those films too? Or yeah, Prestige, uh, Inception, Memento. I mean, there's, there's a lot of Christopher Nolan, a lot of Nolan films. films. Like I've only seen <laughs> Dark Knight. <laughs> Usual Suspects. I haven't seen it. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, what are the other ones you said? Um, I've seen the, Prestige, Inception, The Departed. Yeah, I saw The Departed. Like okay. these, these are all sure. plots that people have, have cited have some trouble following. Okay, but I just felt like there was so much more story to be delved into with certain things, certain aspects of Fallout. Like, yeah, sometimes, like I imagine sometimes Fallout as a like. 10 episode season or mini series and you could have a whole episode dedicated to how john lark got to the cia recruited these corrupt agents that help him out a tv and show and a movie are two completely different yeah, mediums of storytelling to me this genuinely felt like a season of television crammed into a movie where inception and um the other movies that i saw that you listed didn't feel that way this they're complicated but they're not overly complicated. There's not so many elements. Prestige literally has okay. to be watched twice to be able to understand it. And nobody it watches that once while getting everything. Well, hold on. Can you like give examples of what specific parts of the story you think could have been like a whole episode of a TV show? Yeah, just it. The uh, John Lark coming into prominence. Um, John Lark meeting up with uh, Solomon Lane. I, and I don't necessarily like... disagree with that. I could, you can pad out everything and everything. You can, you know, like the Grand Palais. That could be a whole two episode Arta for all we know. Yeah, but you'd have to and add every, a shit ton of things. Every episode would have its own but big action scene. I'm more interested in the idea. Is like what? Did, so what was? What did you have trouble catching? Or do you think what, what is what is poorly translated to the audience in the film? I ha- I take issue mostly with like how. Um, pretty big plot points are just kind of relegated to one line of dialogue. Like, Such um, as? So uh, Southpaw was saying earlier about how I said in my video that I said White Widow has the plutonium, and that was a genuine mistake I made because when I wrote that, I believed that. And going through the video, I just didn't catch it. And um, I hate that 
stuff like that happens. Uh, you know, but everybody gets stuff wrong. You know, it was a miss. But you had you had a that, that's a major issue with your script, though, because if you're saying that this character has plutonium and could easily just give it away to the CIA if she was working with the CIA the whole time, and then you use that well, to say it's but, a plot hole, but it's not actually a plot hole. Th this is sort of what I'm getting. At. I want to finish Mahler's question before we because uh, I'm going to go get ahead. lost. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, there's one line of dialogue from the White Widow where she says, oh, you must be mistaken. This is a. Um, I'm just a broker. One mm -hmm. line in a two-hour, twenty-minute-long movie, and it's a that very line deliberate comes. Line, though. Yeah, that's sure. Yeah, that's it's specific. almost designed for people who are having trouble with understanding who she is and it, what she does. The, and the line hold on, comes I'm... in a Bef... moment in the movie that is filled with dumps of exposition. We learn that he's going after Solomon Lane. We and um, what else happens? Oh, they explain who Solomon Lane is in that scene. Henry Cavill looks into the camera and says all the sins he's done or whatever. Tom Cruise, they also explain the upcoming plan, and Tom Cruise has the daydream about the plan. So it's one line. In it's it's you know even Wolf said earlier he missed one line in Alita. But he, he, here's the thing I want to I want to know because with Alita and with um, a couple things with other movies I've seen in the past, um, I didn't have the movie with me on my screen. Yeah, and Wolf, I was you going off. He doesn't have the Blu-ray copy of it, man. Yeah, I mean, I made a whole video explaining a mistake I made and explaining that it's still an issue. But anyway, um, the thing is, is that I watch a lot of movies and I make a video on them as they're still in the theater, so I can't really reference them unless I go back to the theater. I'm going based off of memory, but it looked like you actually had the full movie in HD quality on your computer, so... It, yeah, it would be no, one I, thing if you I'm, were just misremembering something and you can't be fucked to go spend $20 to watch the movie again. But if you have the thing on your computer, I, I'm inclined to ask, like, did you make this script before you started editing, like when it was still in theaters? Or No, I, I wrote pieces of it before it came out. But then when I watched it the second time, I wrote some pinpoints and it's like I, it was a mistake. I just... I sure, lost. I, well, I, we're cool. not going to like give you shit for making a mistake. It's just, and I, when you I want to clarify, it, it seems a little less. It, you you got less of an excuse when you have the movie with you. And sure, yeah, computer. I agree. And saying it's I mean, one uh, line, like I want to clarify that because I just pulled up the thing, so I was curious if it is it's like. Well, there must be some kind of misunderstanding. I'm just a broker. I connect a buyer and a seller. My seller isn't interested in cash. So if you want the plutonium, extract Lane and make the trade. That's I bring that up. That's the very clip that I use in my video. That's quite a chunk. This. That's not like it's not like he went, huh? And she goes, I'm just a broker. And then they carry on with the scene. Yeah. Whereas with Alita, it was um, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact line. Um, they're just uh, one of the characters says uh, he's got a chip in his head. And obviously that's not the exact quote. I don't remember the exact quote, but it was only like one sentence out of the whole two hour movie. And I had seen it a month prior, and that's why I forgot that one line. But if you have the thing on your computer and you're watching it as you're making the video, and it's far more significant than what you're putting out, you don't have much of an excuse on this. No, you're right. And I mean, well, it's, I mean, it's just one of those things that you don't necessarily know that you're wrong. You know, it's in your head and you're like, okay, it's, it's on the page and you just kind of 
you know, it was a miss. Yeah, and I'm not gonna... that's fair. Uh, I just think that it's it's uh it's not something that's easily missable compared to what would be one line, as far as I can understand. Well, it. okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's worth anything, which probably not. But as I'm writing all this stuff out, I'm also trying to figure out how to make the video flow well and how mm -hmm. to make it fun. And I think you guys can probably relate to that in some way. So you're not fixating on certain details of the movie maybe as much as I should have. But... I, was, I was just referring to you saying that it's something people will miss. I actually, I actually just want to quickly say something nice. Uh, I mean, the structure of your like of your script and everything, it was solid. Uh, like, I mean, I, I think the arguments were terrible, but it felt like everything flowed pretty well. Uh, okay, I, I'll take I think, that. I think take that, that your, I think that your video editing skills are also pretty good. Not gonna lie, uh, there was there was a, a lot of uh, instances where you use very appropriate clips to uh, like accompany what you were saying. Um, even in yeah, the you can tell it took time cool. for you to make it. Yeah, I, I admire videos the... that are just nightmares. <laughs> yeah. I I admire the effort that you went with with making your video look good. Like the production quality is great, but the uh, the, good. the we can end right here then. No, no, like the no. Right opinion not video done. Was like we not had done no with idea you. where the hell he was or what he was referring to oh, or God, what was yeah. happening. It was just a mess for editing. Oh yeah, on on the, just now on the screen, uh, screen rant. We're we're gonna talk about that screen rant article, man. Um, that was a really okay, really good, bad good. idea. Because I was actually searching on the internet for that because clearly I missed something. Mm -hmm. Um, I was searching on the internet for what the hell, uh, like. What did I miss? And the things that the fans were coming up with and like Reddit posts and stuff was nuts. And that was the uh, one of the more tamer things I was going to say when I, when I first started writing my TLJ stuff, like people were saying, I can't believe how stupid the audience are. They can't tell that Holdo thinks that Poe is a mole. It's like, that's not in the movie. It's never said. And she actually likes him. That's just, you've just invented that from nothing. Can I, can I quickly address the, the screen rant thing? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, I right. would really actually like. Uh, I clearly, clearly missed something here, and I'd like yeah. clarification on the actual movie itself. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to copy and paste the link into chat first. Give it's me a good read. Sec. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, screen rant's garbage. Uh, <laughs> literally, the only uh, the, the the pitch meeting series that uh, what was uh, Ryan George does. Uh, he's but that's like for YouTube. And uh, he's not really uh, making clickbait stuff for them, but um, so I just want to like highlight uh, a certain uh, sentence here in this paragraph. Okay. Um, so uh, Lane's vengeance against Ethan doesn't end here, though. He also wants to set him up to take the fall for John Lark's crimes. In order to make this happen, Walker hands the CIA boss Erica Sloan a phone filled with fake evidence connecting Ethan to John Lark. That's all well and good so far, but then it goes on and says and arranges things so that Ethan will end up posing as Lark for the meeting with the White Widow. We need to stop right there. Wait, wait, wait. So, say you cut out for me. Uh, it, okay, what I'm saying is, uh, Screen Rant said that Walker arranged things so that Ethan will end up posing as Lark for the meeting with the White Widow. Uh, uh, so we're going to stop right there um, because that is a critical detail that the article gets wrong because mm -hmm. there are three instances where Walker is actually obstructing Ethan in the mission in Paris. May I just say, looks like I wasn't the only one that got thrown off by the plot, huh? Pretty cool, right? 
I mean, it's not the. I don't think everybody is going to get the plot. <laughs> I don't think anybody's it's making not, that it, clear. It is. It is. I mean, yeah. Once again, it is not. It is not the film's plot. If you aren't paying attention to it, or you get some details wrong, as long as it's providing the information that's necessary for you. I mean, this is something that's critical because. Because uh, Walker rips the hose connecting Ethan's oxygen tank to his helmet. Oh, yeah. So what, trying... Yeah. Why did he do that? I'm unsure. But was it just to, so that they could get on with the mission? He's like, He's okay, a, shut John up. John Locke go. needs He's... that mission to go forward. Okay. That's what I thought. He's obstructing Ethan from jumping out of the plane in time. And it's actually a pretty neat little thing because we're just told that he's not going to be letting uh, Ethan get in his way. Yeah, uh, he's he's the hammer to Ethan's scalpel. That's so we, a, like got, a recurring. That's yeah. the kind of writing where I'm like, that's great because we got one reason for it to happen that he's a good guy, and one reason to happen for it to, that he's a bad guy. And like, and yeah, it's like uh, Walker uh, is is being told by Ethan, we need to rethink this. There's a storm out there. Walker uh, is more like over eager to get to the Grand Palais in spite of the storm. He's going to jump out and he's going to rip the hose out of Ethan's oxygen uh, tank or or helmet or whatever. And he's going to jump out. And then if uh, if things go well for Walker, optimally, uh, Ethan can't connect the hose back to his helmet in time, and he can't make it to the Grand Palais. And then there's no bathroom fight, and Ethan fails the mission. Do you, you understand? Yeah. Why are okay. we going back to the plane jump again? I'm because uh... because this contradicts what Screen Rant said okay, about okay. him arranging things. Now, secondly, um, what does he use to knock out the Lark decoy in the bathroom? The, the mask thing. He he destroys the little mask making machine. So oh, that's another way that he obstructs Ethan. Yeah. And then, the, and there's a thing too. Um, it's not a big detail, but I had written down every single Mission Impossible movie goes to the effort of showing how the the mask is created. Right. This is the only movie that doesn't show you the device of how the mask is created. It's a little bit different in each movie, but all we're shown is a laptop. So are we expected to believe that this laptop prints the face out? They have a laser pen it's that scans printed. the person's face, and yeah, but it, so, it's a 3D printer, basically. So the rubber is in the laptop. Yes. And that's and you know this. I'm sorry, what, what was your question? Well, like, that, so we're just meant to assume that the rubber comes out of the laptop. It's a print, it it's, a so it's like a printer. thick base with it's actually printing it out. So yeah, the rubber is probably but in there. Assuming it's, it's not, rubber. It's not, it's not actually a laptop. It just looks like one. Yeah, it, 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 it is a face mask making machine. I mean, it looks like a laptop. Sure, but laptop. You can't go. You can't what? Is he you breaking can't... up for anyone else or is it yeah, just a little me? Bit. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's not a laptop. It, it's, a, it's just a face mask making machine that looks like a laptop. It's not like you can just go on YouTube and watch EFAP. Yeah, uh, and obviously, like, you might, I'd probably hand you some form of a point, if not for the fact that it's been established since the first one, right? So, what's been established? The technology. Yeah, but they always show how the face is created. They always show the device that they carry around with them that makes the face, whether it's like a little thing with like metal, uh, steel metal balls in it, or just like a mannequin head with a laser cutter doing it. And this one, it's it's a very it's a nitpick really. It doesn't show how the face is made, and I thought that was interesting because it's kind of like a staple of the okay, franchise. What do you mean? Like they literally do. No, when? What do you? What do you? What is it? What is it you want to see? Because we see the face being constructed inside the base of the laptop. You see, 
this face being scanned as he scans it, but you don't see how the so rubber the, the mask. Top, the screen is the scan. The base of it is the actual face making part. But we're never shown where the. Uh, I mean, mask I can get you a screenshot from. if you want. No, I know what you're talking about, but we're never we never see a mask get created. We just see a face get scanned. We actually see it being created in the bathroom stall when they've got the large. Yeah, like the idea would be that once it's created, you'd probably open some kind of flap on the base and then take the mask out. Did you okay. did you did you notice the part where they're actually like like the the mask is like only partially made? Like the guy doesn't have a nose. Yeah, kind of creepy. It wasn't yeah. a mask yet. It was just a, they were still scanning his face because it was being made. It was being made. But it, it was... wasn't. It was an image on the screen. It wasn't the mask. No, oh. no. Yeah. It was. It was the mask. It was on the screen. Uh, Mauler, was, would you like to queue up the, the bathroom fight on the watch together? <laughs> I, don't know, physical... I don't know about that. I'm just going to screenshot it myself. Yeah, okay. That works. Like, was it a, a piece of, you know, silicon rubber material in physically, you know, in existence? Or was mm -hmm. it a screenshot? Because I, I am pretty sure no, it was a it screenshot. Was, it, was, it was not a screenshot. On the laptop. Uh, there was a screenshot on... Uh, in, in plane scene when Ethan is demonstrating it to yeah. her, but in the bathroom scene itself, you're seeing the mask being made. On a screen. It's, it's only partial. So there's two parts to the laptop, the screen and the base. Um, Let's see. Yeah, like I actually have it open in uh, Premiere. The movie. Yeah. Um, nearly got it. Um, just scrubbing. Okay. So from that, can you see the the mask is actually being created? The bomb. No. Oh. All right. Let's see. I was. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yep. So they are they are <laughs> yeah. showing you. Yeah. I mean, it's a little more than maybe. I was going to say that yeah, what it, I just showed you is like a, a different view. Definite. We get a couple Objective of views. Objective fact. <laughs> Let's, see it. Let's see it in motion. Yeah. Because they do, yeah. um, they do begin the scan. The camera pans to the screen being all damaged. Then it pans down a little, if I remember, to the actual construction part of it. Hang on, I'm still trying to find it in mine. I want to see it in motion. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're scanning. The, the Frenchies are banging on the door. Uh, okay, yeah, no, I'm at the shot you're at here. Um, I guess so. I think that's only shot in the movie. Well, that, what do you need? I mean, they, don't the move movie, the goalposts man. on us. No, no, you no. Said that they didn't I mean, show it. They do show it, sure, but yeah. I, um, that's way, that's like, that's okay. a minor detail. So, uh, again, you're say... confused with the point. Oh, you sorry. weren't. Okay, so hold on. Maybe they show it, but because it's not long enough, that's bad. I mean, no, they no, no. I, it, it's it's literally on screen for a second when there's you know. But it's there, so it's not a flaw. It's there. Hang you on, said though. it's not there. It is Do there. We... You don't get to change wait, wait, the goalpost. Do we even know that that? Isn't just another screen. Do we know that that's a physical face? It's, 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 it. clear, it's clear what they're doing with See it. The we, don't even need to, 
Okay. We, okay, look, we don't need to see the physical creation of the mask to know that they are making a mask when they're scanning his face because they've shown it in the movie already. And yet we get it anyway. Yeah. It's not, you can't just say that it's not there when it literally is and then move post to, well, well it's not long enough, so it's actually, bad. Wolf, actually, Wolf, you can if you're just not paying attention to the film. Oh, I'm sorry that I missed the, you know, two seconds. It's not, well, you, I knew about it. Apparently, Rags well, I mean, and Wolf you know, and Southport do. How, how many times have you watched this again? Three. Okay. Ten for and, me. And, and you had numerous, I mean... How long is the scene up? Can we, um... Well, that's the I, thing. I can Let's see you... if I can actually pull it from YouTube. Uh, what is it? A, um, bathroom fight. All out. Should probably do it. Oh, give me one second. Look, man, Th it's okay to be wrong on this on this point. Oh we no, I mean it's we... clearly there. But... Oh sweet. Please let me play this in watch together. Please, 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 please. It's there please, for please, two please, yeah. seconds as also other things are occurring. Zero. One. <laughs> but two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway, three times, so that's like six seconds. Sure. That's uh, it's a long time. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. Like, uh, six uh, seconds is a long time. That's, is, that's a we, lot of screen time. We need to show it just so that people can actually. But yeah, yeah. This is the moment. We're putting him up, and also I'm just gonna pause a lot just because of that's copyright. still a. So that's the screen, and then he's like, "Man, you idiot! You <laughs> smashed it!" And then give it a sec. Yeah, he's like gesturing to Walker, like, "Look at this shit, dude! Come on, not even fucking working." And they're still doing it. Waiting to get. Don't forget that. We scan it, and then the camera pans down. We got the screen, which is clearly still fucked up. And then all the way down to the bottom, which is clearly printing. Mm -hmm. There's no question. <laughs> yeah. This what? is not just some small thing. <laughs> this is the yeah, camera is. focusing. It's, it's three dimensional. It's, it's the it's, entire they, they, screen. It's the center of the center of the shot. They legitimately are focusing. It's not like this is just a one second thing. What <laughs> you said? You just saw it. Didn't I, you? I, I was looking in Premiere at it. Hang on. So okay, go back. What? Okay. All right. That's the screen what we see now, right? Just a so laptop. So scan in his face. Then you see yeah. the screen with the smash on it. Mm -hmm. And they pan down to the bottom half of this laptop thing, and they're clearly printing. That looks like a concept. It literally looks than... like a... Well, it wouldn't be complete. Okay. That's the point. Well, look how... Wait, look how thin the laptop is on uh, that guy's legs, and how that goes okay. deeper than where it is on his legs. Does that it? doesn't change... Why do you keep moving the goalposts? <laughs> like, how is that moving the goalposts? You said... Yes, where, where is this physical... Okay, th this originally started. began with you and saying that this wasn't here, film. and then we showed that it was here, and you were like, well, it was brief, and then we no, show it's not brief, it and you're like, well, what if this... Me, is what we're at now. It, now so, that's where we're at. We've gone from... The, I mean, hold on. There's just a point where you have to own up to it and admit you're wrong. It's okay if you're wrong. Just admit to it. I'm trying to explain my thought process. Your like, thought process hey, keeps moving the goalpost. No, 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 I'm not time afraid of being wrong, but every hold time on, I, on, I speak, it, it goes. Let's we go another here. level deeper. Okay, let, being wrong. okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let's be quiet and let Ren talk. It's all, okay. it's all good. 
so when I said it's on screen for one second, I was referring to the screenshot that Mahler sent us in the Discord. Mm -hmm. It's on screen for two seconds, sorry. And mm -hmm. this one here that I'm looking at now, I assumed while watching it that that was just a screen. And, <laughs> you know, that's on me. But, yep. you know, I look at the depth of the face. It's deeper and thicker than the um, what thickness of the laptop. Like so you can see like a we're agreed brick wall now. in the background of the screen. Just to clarify, it's... we're agreed that they show it and they show it long enough. Now you'd like to discuss whether or not this is realistic. I don't have... No, it's not... I mean, it's never been realistic. I don't Why have the going? prop and a ruler with me, okay? I was going to say, this is tough to make a call on for how depth... I'm it... just saying it's easy to mistake this as just a screen when the dimensions are just off. So you notice, so no. you notice the dimensions so, on the screen. It's something you, you didn't, didn't notice this thing existed. existed. <laughs> you, 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 okay. You know, so what it is? It, I just want, this is ignoring the fact that you just said it's never been realistic. So at no, that point, this sounds okay. Really so if it's never been realistic, what does it really matter then? Well, I was just saying it's a staple of the franchise. They usually show it and here yeah. they do, but the face also <laughs> looks you know, CG. Come on, dude. Which, oh, they didn't actually get the real thing. Oh, oh my it's, god, they didn't make an actual mask-making laptop? A real mask-making no. laptop. <laughs> well, they fucking cheaped out. Those pieces of shit. God damn. And they also uh, cheaped reckon... out on, on The Rock and the cars and Paris. Well, they couldn't have, they, after they hired Tom Cruise, they didn't have anything left in the budget for a real <laughs> mask-making laptop. So. Yeah, especially after they, oh. he broke his ankle. The next I thing, mean, maybe? Should we move on? <laughs> yeah, this. yeah. All right, all right. But whatever's next, go for it. I mean, I just wanted to recap and say we established that Ren said that they don't, they don't, that they don't show it. They do show it, and I'm just going to chalk this up to you didn't, you didn't pay attention. You missed it. Yeah, I missed it. Oh. But you know, I haven't seen the movie since I made the video. I tried to. After I make a video, I try to wipe it out of my head so I can just move on to the next one and try not to repeat things I've done. And um, okay. you know. Well, just to, to bring you back a little bit, you did say the film is objectively bad, and so these points oh, would actually me, contribute to that. Yep. Let me... And so getting rid of them, as we're wondering how long it'll take before the objectively bad statement will be uh, destroyed. No, if I all mean, the points I've are done thinking about it, and I think uh, that was incorrect to say. I think objectively poorly written might have been more accurate, or you could make a case that the movie is just objectively average i think you know i wrote that down i mean it sounded I good at the time and uh your thesis was it's objectively a bad movie and i would yeah. i would go as far as saying it's one of the better written movies of 2018 yeah i thought it was really well written wholeheartedly agree i i'm glad honestly that i mean if, if anything good has come out of this video it's that uh rags wolf and Mueller uh decided that's like one of their favorite films of we're gonna go and see the other ones we haven't seen what and i'm gonna be watching the new ones in the cinema thanks to fallout oh, rogue yeah. rogue nation was my favorite before fallout that's came the one out i haven't seen i was dude i was so excited that chris mccrory and rebecca Fisson were coming back for fallout and uh mm. and fuck they delivered man anyway anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so uh, would you like to talk about what you called a massive plot hole around eleven minutes what, into your video? What did I call a massive plot hole? Just for clarification. So, <clears throat> in the catacombs, 
Um, Hanley says the meeting is a trap. The White Widow has been working with the CIA this whole time. Do you do you remember that part? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, first of all, is there anything in the film that uh, confirms that the White Widow has been working with the CIA this whole time? Or is it yeah, just that line? Yeah, the fact that the um, what's her name? Sloane? Is that it? She says something to the effect that it's at the end, right? No, I think it's. I don't remember where it is, but there's there was an implication there to me where I picked up that she was, she knew more than we knew she knew. That's too vague. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't have an exact. Well, the fact that Alec Baldwin knew she was that the White Widow was working with the CIA, and that Sloan knew it go before Tom Cruise took off on the plane means that she had some kind of contact with them. She, she, no. Throughout. How, why no? I, I'm pretty sure that she doesn't mention the, uh, the White Widow in any such way like that. White Widow is mentioned by, by Hunley during his briefing to Ethan and there's nothing wait, coming wait, from Sloan about White Widow there. Hunley is Alec Baldwin. Baldwin? Okay. Alec Baldwin, yeah. Sorry, I, I like to use the characters' names. I don't. I don't say Tom Cruise, Alec Baldwin, Black Lady. I I, I refer to them by their names. It's easier for me to go by their names. <laughs> okay. Huh? Keep going. Keep going. Like the uh, is is your issue that something should have happened uh with, between the CIA and the White Widow instead of what we got in the film? I don't know. I actually don't know what where Southpaw's going yet. I don't know what. Well, we're... so so here's the thing. There's nothing in the film that's con that actually verifies that the White Widow was working with the CIA the whole time. Uh, all we have is Hunley's. Wait, 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 wait! Isn't the exact line from Alec Baldwin? She's been working with the CIA the whole time. It's a okay. What's the context for that for that line? What what scene is that line spoken in? It's in the catacombs, in the right? Catacombs, yeah. What's happening there? You remember uh, exposition. You, you, okay, what's happening there is Here's Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, and uh, and Luther and Benji and Ethan are all putting on a show to convince for, Walker, Huck, Walker, yeah, that his plan to frame Hunt is successful. Okay, so every line of dialogue that's coming out of those characters' mouths is a lie because but they're tricking Alec Baldwin him. Still knows that she's working with the CIA. Are you telling me it was that's... a convenient guess? What? That he knew that she was working with the CIA? No, no. What I'm saying is that it's a lie. Part of the lie. So he didn't know himself that White Widow was working for the CIA. I'm saying he fabricated it. So, I'm, saying, I'm saying that that, but, that line is, 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 is there to segue into this conversation about how the CIA got this, this dossier on Ethan Hunt that proves he's John Lark. But what did Sloan mean then when she said before... Tom Cruise took off in the plane that she already had people on it. Was she not assuming to the Black a Widow? Strike team, uh, an extraction team. She, she says, yeah. I have an extraction team with a G27 prepared to take him to Gitmo where there's a waterboard waiting for him. Okay. And then Hunley, then Hunley says, you want to waste 24 hours that we don't have to get information that we that won't be reliable because it'd be obtained through torture and then uh out of a suspect that we haven't identified yet yeah. because no one knows what john lark tom cruise like, references right? them as well he says the you can take the knocked out john lark to your people and he's like you're not getting rid of me that easily yep so then uh you have humley say comes the 
CIA this whole time. And that's literally the only line that that would supposedly uh, verify that. But well, the, problem the is fact that everything Sloan that they're and... saying in that everything that they're saying in the catacombs there is a trick on Walker. Okay, but then at the end of the movie, a White Widow, Sloan, and Tom Cruise are all putting Solomon Lane in the trunk, transferring him to MI6. Which that doesn't that doesn't verify that she was working with him from the beginning. Well, why would Sloan be there? It's fine that they can use her as a broker. I'm just saying that that's that the fact that she was working with not the fact, sorry, the idea that she was working with the CIA from the beginning is verified still. If there was okay, so there's a scene in Paris where Walker hands Sloan the the phone, uh, yeah. and that kind of like reveals he's a bad guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there was a scene like that where Sloan is meeting with the White Widow in private, then that would be something. But there isn't anything like that. There is a scene at the very end after the fact. Not before or during. Okay. So so you so he made it up and it's she was never working with the CIA then? It is never no, it's never confirmed that she was working with the CIA and it, it would make no sense. Okay. So um, when, when that is a pivotal part of your point to prove that it's a massive plot hole, because you also mentioned that the White Widow had the plutonium in that video, and, and I'm glad that you acknowledged that you were wrong on that, but it's in your video, um, and that would leave uh, the viewer with the impression, like if, if someone is watching just your video, right, but haven't watched Mission Impossible Fallout themselves, then their impression is, okay, so this White Widow person has the plutonium and she's also working with the CIA. Why doesn't she just give the plutonium to the CIA? The problem is, that's not what the film says. That is not, that, that contradicts what the film says. Okay, so so she was never working with the CIA. Correct. But she was at the end of the movie when they are transferring Solomon Lane from uh, to MA6. Yes, after the fact. But not not after the fact. Okay, but it's easy to. I'm sure I'm wrong, right? Like I'll admit Mm -hmm. that. It's Mm -hmm. but it's easy to assume that that you know Alec Baldwin says she's working with the CIA. It's a trap. You go okay. And And at the end of the movie, you see the the head of the CIA with her working with her. It's easy to make the connection that they were in cahoots. The context. If you ignore the context of those scenes, yes. But there's always, you know, a kernel of a, the truth and a lie in a good, in a good oh, gotcha. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, okay. You're, um, you're a real Jack Reacher rests. there, Ren. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, um, just, I'm, I'm just trying to defend my line of thinking. Like, I'm not wait, trying wait, to say wait. I was right. Because clearly I, oh, that's yeah. a goof. That's a yeah. big old goof. But It is. But I'm just telling you my line of thinking. And um, I'm just, that's all I'm doing. Yeah, I think we're supposed to assume that White Widow uh, deals with all agencies and all criminals. She's a wildly connected. Don't they say something like that at the beginning? She's got connections. Yep. Yeah, she has. She has spies at every level of government in Paris. That's why they have to Halo jump in. Didn't um, I don't remember what his was it Alec Baldwin? Um, he said so, or no? I think he might have been talking about um, Superman's character. Never mind. What, what was the line? Remember. Uh, I was thinking of that part where they were talking about how she was um, with them the whole time, but I think that might have actually been about Superman. I can't remember the quote exactly. It was when they were like underground. That's what they've been talking about. Oh. It's just that's part of the lie. Yeah. He, uh, um, he's an assassin. He's Erica Sloan's number. 
Plymouth, he's yeah. here because yeah, if you if you defect or like go rogue or whatever, he is here to hunt you down and kill you. Extensive political of? connections. It's something they say about White Widow as well. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, uh, yeah. Random thought, and this is probably something you're going to cover, but I, I'm just so darn curious. You bring it back a couple of times, and you make a certain set of points to start with it, and then later on through it. But um, you you keep saying Tom Cruise should have chased the guys who stole the plutonium at the beginning. Absolutely, yeah. Where was he supposed to go? Anywhere. Just <laughs> anywhere. Just try. So you just sprint in a direction and hope. Yeah, hope didn't I mean, get shot. Yeah, forty second head start is not a small head start, man. That is a huge. Yeah, but they're on foot, and he you has don't a know car. that. You don't know if they're on foot, dude. Okay, well, listen. If I was, if they if had I was, if I was at a, if I was at a track race, and then this guy had to go, uh, like he starts running before me, and I have to wait forty seconds to catch up to him, I'm so fucked. How long? Tell tell me exactly. How long does it take from? Tom Cruise getting booted off of his motorcycle into an escape vehicle. It's like 10 seconds in the film, mm -hmm. if you remember. And these are the apostles. Their entire thing is staying secret. They're like ex-spies. They planned them. this. I think they're probably going to have an escape vehicle of some kind. But even, even if, right, let's just assume Tom Cruise sees a car driving off in the distance. Like, oh shit. Gets in his car. He's got his own car. Yeah, and yeah. He, he can go after them. It's like, that's one thing. It's like, or he sees a guy running. It's like, yep, that's something. He's, like, he's got nothing. Nothing to work Actually, with. I actually have a question. Um, you you com um, you commented that the London foot chase was all for nothing because he failed to catch up to uh, to Walker at the end. You still feel that way, right? I just mm, sure making him doubt it now. So then, so no, then, I, I just then uh, I'm moving that. So moving the foot chase or the car chase or whatever to the scene where they lose the plutonium, but there's nothing new achieved. They still lose the plutonium. You just are. 10 minutes further into the movie and nothing new has been done. Do you think that's, that's better? You think it's better for them to fail a foot chase at the beginning as opposed to later well, in the film? The movie lost me kind of in that moment when they didn't even attempt to get the nukes back because we're not talking small time uh, danger. It's, it's one third of the world's population at stake and he doesn't even bother 40 second head 40 seconds head start and they they have it, no idea where they are they can't see just them try i mean better you could recreate. literally you but what about the idea the that they, tweak it a little what about the idea that they could easily just get shot if they start running in a random direction hoping to find them if they split up then they're fucked yeah like i don't but if i was a part of their team i'd be like well now we got to regroup because we got nothing no leads everyone yep. gets in the car go Somewhere, try to. Well, try well, to get somewhere. Just, they might where are they that. supposed to go? Go to the local Starbucks well, and hope that just, the nuke is there. Just tweak the scene so that tweak it. We, how? Give us get a example. sound effect. Oh no, we hear footsteps or tires. Oh, so speaking. now we're talking about a them. different movie. Look, yep. well, it's just a tweak. The yeah, don't want to make any sounds. Why would they do that? If they're only on foot and Tom Cruise has car, you don't know that. then there's a chance he could. You understand that they go through one tires way and they're gone. They could have a bicycle. Yeah, if, if in the actual movie the tires screeched and they still like stood around doing nothing, your criticism would, would be have valid. been valid. Yeah, but that's not that's not what happened. That's not they the had film no leads. That's the point. You were having to change. You were literally having to change the setup of the scene in order for your criticism to sound more valid. Because as it is now, they did nothing. As they opposed to doing try. nothing, yeah, no doing clue. Nothing There's no clue. Yeah. 
I mean, what are they they had a choice do? of running down down the place they were just getting shot by, the opposite direction, out onto the road. There was, I think there was like a river yeah, near where they were. Yeah, they just barely survived There the was a river. So, it would have been a much more organic place to put any other action scene in the movie. They Carl were also outnumbered. They were also outnumbered by the apostles. Okay. But, they don't I mean, know how many there are, they don't know where they are. Well, that's what happened in Mission and Impossible to... 3. When no, he, he wasn't outnumbered. I'd like to clarify that. Yes, he was. No, he was Why do you keep comparing this to a different movie? It doesn't matter. Because it's in the same franchise of the movie. That's not... Okay. You're comparing it to Lord that, of the that's Rings. That's not an argument. Okay, Wait, then... Lord of the Rings? You're you comparing you this Lord to Lord of the Rings. To clarify as well, that some people bring up the fact that the Apostles don't shoot uh, Tom Cruise in that scene when they could easily have done it, and I'd like to be like, the writing's even better than some people realize that the Apostles are they, specifically tasked to not kill Tom Cruise. It's, it's the exact same reason why... Uh, they don't um, kill him when the they're tie, chasing him in the thing. Or the, or why the TIE Fighters uh, don't blow up the Millennium Falcon. There, there's a reason. Or why the Stormtroopers miss. Right, well, you, you're talking about A New Hope, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't being <laughs> like you don't talk about Force Awakens, you? <laughs> and definitely not the last fucking Jedi. Right. Yeah. So the scene is. This is the problem. It's like everything's running really functionally. And then you're like, they should have ran in a random direction. Then the scene would be good. Like, I'm not saying random direction. I'm saying it would be random. Direction. It would be a random direction. They've got no. It would leads. be a random direction. It would be in no the way idea. it is now, but with a tweak. In they, a different okay. movie, it would be different. Correct. So you, if the film. If the film showed a shot where they've got a guy that's clearly holding the briefcase and he's sprinting off, sure, go ahead and, and start running after him. But that they no, they disappeared. They vanished into thin air after they grabbed it while they were distracted. Okay. So why would? So it's all good. <laughs> yeah, we're all good no, then. it's not. Yes, it is. An argument. What a, what a fascinating criticism that holds no water at all. <sighs> This it's, is so it's, it's a 4v1. It's really tough, I gotta say. No, the argument stands on its own weight, of which it has no... Yeah, like, if you four were arguing that it makes no sense that he doesn't run in a random direction, I would be stalwart in defending it. Me too. And if it's if 4v1 is too much, you can leave whenever you'd like. It was clearly written or made so that the bad guys get away, and now Tom Cruise has to get the nukes. Which makes sense, it, because that's the yeah, whole that job. Makes sense. That right, but it couldn't be more transparent. Tom, this is Ethan Hunt, super <laughs> spy. Just... Give us, show he's, us he's him super chasing he's not the omnipotent. guy. Okay. I mean, he gets what? beat up by an Asian dude in a bathroom. Yeah, yes. he fails Kung three Fu times. Master. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, hold on. You said that he's practically perfect in the film. Screws up with the plutonium in in the beginning. He gets defeated by the uh, by the Asian guy in the bathroom, and then he also fails to catch up to to Walker. If this character were Ray, he would win at every single one of those tasks. Not practically perfect. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, the whole okay, movie's based but, on him failing, so... But at the end of the day, he wins. It's almost as if it's a theme. At the end of the day, he wins? Come on, dude. Come sure. On. No, I mean, I'll give you that. <laughs> okay. Just, I mean, come on. Alright, next thing. <laughs> well, it's like, we're not gonna get anywhere with the... Well, we are. The, these We made loads of progress, because this is all... Yeah, there's at least three points where we've gotten you to admit that that you were wrong and that's 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 getting somewhere because you're making objective statements about the film you're trying to objectively assess its quality and not only are you mixing in uh bizarre subjective complaints like this transition scene is going on for too long uh when that's a totally subjective thing and then you've got more objective statements that are actually factually inaccurate 
And so that's that's a lot of the stuff that we're that we're trying to deal with here. But I mean, the, the weird thing is that when you're complaining about uh, moving a failed chase to uh, um, earlier in the film, um, like you mentioned that it would have been all for nothing in London and it still would have been all for nothing in uh, in Berlin. Um, so that feels like a contradiction there. Well, the point being that he would have at least just tried in the beginning of the movie. He would have gone and, and tried to save the world. Mm -hmm. so, and he has there. to fail because it's the beginning of the movie. Oh, come on. But it, it's a great place to put the foot chase, car chase, or motorcycle chase. No, because here's the thing. So the, the, the London foot chase that we got, um, when Ethan catches up to Walker, sure, he can't do anything to Walker and Walker still can't kill him. But that's how Walker informs him, hey, I'm I'm Julia's guardian angel, Hunt. Don't come near me. Know when you're beat, okay? So that's a way for Ethan to find out that the apostles uh, might kill his wife. So there's something achieved there, even though he can't uh, capture Walker at that point. But there is nothing new that the uh, that a Berlin chase would, would achieve. The plutonium is still lost at the end of the day. Okay. I, I just don't I mean, think that you other should, ways that you should to present information. To you just shouldn't that. devote too much extra time to it if the if the results the same. It's padding. Yeah. It's okay. a string sequence. Yeah. Well said. Well put. Which are bad. Also, like, um, do you think that Ethan should have just let Walker go? In, no, in I mean, in the in that scenario, it's like, well, he kind of has to. But you, um, your video said that he should have because they had a tracker in Walker and that's what they. Oh, you mean not chase him? Yes. Yeah. You they have they a tracker. Just... They could uh -huh. have gotten to him without him knowing they're coming. Like, OK, so in spite of the fact that Hunley's last words to Ethan was Wait, go. Got to pause you. Got to pause you. You just made an argument for how uh, lives are on the line and Tom Cruise didn't do anything in the opening scene. Now you're saying he should have chosen yeah, not to true. chase. They could yeah. have regrouped right after they killed oh, the second. Uh, oh, no, 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 you can't regroup. <laughs> lives are on the line. Regrouping, planning, getting intel. There's no... Uh -oh. Yeah, lives are on the line in both scenes, man. If he catches yeah. Walker... And we're still consistent to... because we're arguing that there was no lead and now there is a lead. There, yeah, there's a lead. Strong um, lead. Yeah. He has a tracker. He knows exactly where to go, where he's going, ben, how fast Benji he's is going. Benji shouting in his earpiece, telling him, you're, you're almost there. You're gaining on him. You need to go this way. Like, that to me is a huge flag for you looking for issues rather than having issues. Yep. I'm never looking for issues. I mean, well, you've you made up a whole them. lot of shit, oh, so... Well, I, I'm talking about the fact that you've pulled two it's not consistent. Cons conflicting criticisms of the two same moments. What I'm saying is that if we flipped both scenes, you would now be complaining well, about both of them in both scenes as well. Yeah, I mean... I mentioned, wasn't the tracker a backup plan? In the tracker in Solomon? A in Solomon, plan? yes. I think you're talking about the one in Walker, right? Yes. Yeah, to because... Me, the the reason... Sorry, go ahead. And that wasn't even planned, really, so much as a... Well, they're uh, supposed to hand him off to the Apostle, so of course they're going to put a tracker in him because they don't want to lose him. Well, yeah. this is, uh... And they did it without, hopefully, Solomon picking up that they did it. Yeah, they, they, they've actually got him distracted as uh, as they're doing it because he's talking. He's giving his little spiel to, to, to eat. Yeah, and they put it underneath the idea of taking a tracker out. It was pretty smart. 
to me that seemed like a quick rewrite like they're looking at the script and they're like okay this doesn't quite add up let's go I thought back they were and supposed just... to be super competent spies that sounds mm, like something i'm talking about the <sighs> this seems very in line with the characters and their ability to be clever sure yeah i mean 45 also, minutes later we learn after the fact that oh hey by the way audience we put a we put a tracker on the old boy wait so, you think yeah. that's bad so how is yeah how is that an um, argument against anything it just felt like an afterthought more so than a all right, so you don't have an argument. But the the point well, of it that... is that we get it from Solomon Lane's perspective in the scene, and then we get the reveal just like Lane would have gotten. Yeah, if we saw the whole thing play out from Simon Pegg's perspective, well, like I'm just picturing, been... uh, you know, Tom Cruise looks at uh, Luther and Luther winks at him after he's put the thing in, so we could be like, That'd oh, be something's great. going on there. You don't think that would be overt? It would be overt, yeah. But I'm just saying the whole, it felt like a rewrite, like an addendum. Like, oh, we but got it, some. That might be we the gotta case. Figure out that a way might to make be the case. Work. Maybe, but it, but it works either way. It, yeah. It's it like the idea of throwaway so lines. That's not, you can't keep saying that. <laughs> it doesn't it matter if it's like transparent or not. Script, if it works. You know? I mean, if yeah. it's apparent, then can you give us actual unfalsifiable evidence that it was a rewrite? No. So then it's not apparent. So if it feels like a rewrite is it's, the argument, this, I mean, seriously, the argument has faith, in the, it, in the it's such a bad faith assumption, as well as your assumption that the cast and crew never set out to make a good movie with this. Yeah, that was, that's a pretty, that big was a rough line. Yeah, face. they just yeah, set yeah. out to make action scenes. That no, was their goal. I didn't say that. Oh my God. That's okay. Hold on. Brent. He does follow up yeah. with that, but he does state straight up. Literally, they didn't if it was, to make a good movie. If, literally, if it was their intent, then they wouldn't have taken care that they did with the actual story which you were having a very tough time grasping at straws to poke holes or to even discover any plot holes at all it's it like the the story is so tightly constructed it's insane and i would it's, encourage it, it, rewrites it's insane to by the way it's insane it is insane to believe that they started without a finished script and they ended up with a story as good as this do we have a script no well we're going to paris <laughs> and yeah just the idea that on set, they're like, fuck, this doesn't make sense because of this, this, this. And the director goes, eh, no one will notice. I hate that shit. So if they rewrite, and they go, no, let's make it make sense by adding this. And it's like, does that work? Does that make sense? Does Would it follow that they would do this? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Great. I would encourage hey, that would, process. Hey, say what you want about Star Wars The Last Jedi, but at least they had a finished script when they started filming Yeah, it. at least they stuck with their first draft. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yep. Isn't it? Maybe starting with a script isn't a guarantee of anything. I mean, I well, here's the thing. I wouldn't recommend starting no, course, filming without a finished script because there's so many risks involved. But man, Iron Man 1 didn't have a finished script. Ghostbusters didn't have a, a finished script when they started filming. Casablanca is the same thing. Are those films bad now too because they started filming without a finished script? Well, their script was Blanca. When you can't... Are <laughs> <laughs> we doing this, baby? <laughs> nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Um, Ren, uh, showed up. so you keep saying that they wanted to film action scenes and not tell a story. Do you not know how stories get started? Like I thought all? we went through this already. Do we, do we not? I, I kind of I mean, did. It, well, yeah. I don't know, because it seems like you haven't really fucking grasped it yet. I said every story starts with an idea. And okay, so then why is it that, that idea? So why is it then when they started with ideas for action scenes, that's bad? That's an idea, is it not? Yes, but they were implemented messily. 
No, they weren't. You have not proved that at Argue all. Argue that. Yeah. I, Argue that Because right when now. we were watching your video as you were explaining the plot as it progresses, it made us like the movie even more. Look, man, so how everything well, was I'm connected. not trying to take anybody's enjoyment of the movie away. That's you're not, not going to. Well, you, you failed to do that, um, even if that was your And we're case. not saying that's what you're doing. Yeah. Look, man. Okay. This, this isn't a 45-minute long video. This is a however many hours long stream. You have the time to elaborate on your points. We need you to do more than it's just implemented messily. We need you to elaborate on that, please. Well, I, I said earlier, like, I knew going into this movie that the way they do them is okay, we want to do these action scenes and then we'll kind of cobble a story around those scenes. So it just felt like I, I keep saying transparent, but Mahler doesn't like that. It, well, it hang was just on. so obvious I like to it. Me. I like it fine. But if you keep arguing that it is transparent rather than you felt like you could see right through it, I'd be like, good for you, man. And change anything because I felt like I didn't see right through it, which means now it's a null and void criticism. Mm -hmm. Well, Okay, how is Other it null and void if I saw well, it, but you we're, didn't? We're filtering it through just... objective, right? Like, if you want to tell me you didn't like the movie, that's fine. But if you want to tell me the movie is bad because it's uh, transparent, I'd be like, prove it. Because I can just say the reverse. But what I can't say, if you say something like, John Locke shouldn't have done X because of Y, and it's true, I can't go, well, maybe uh, I'll, I'll be stuck. Because we, we want to deal with, like, provable, tangible, factual things, not, like, it's too transparent. Like, how do you even prove this? And we've asked you, like, you know, have you got a clip of someone saying it? Have you got something to work with? It's like, no, you just feel that way. It's like, okay. The, the director said himself that they knew they were going to have set scenes going in. Like, what Tom does Cruise... that change? Did, 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 did uh, Christopher McQuarrie admit that there was a part in the process where they realized that something didn't make sense and they're like, eh, fuck it, no one. Yeah, and the, yeah. they were like, it's going to be overly like, transparent and it's a shame. We'll, we'll leave it in. It's but, okay. But, no, he didn't say, ah, oh, whatever. They, he, okay. It's like I said in the video, he didn't know, like Tom Cruise breaking his ankle was like it actually a good thing for the movie because it gave him two weeks time to but write that, that catacomb rewrite. scene. Like yeah, but that to to try and bad? sort of maybe help you understand, like just if you give me one of your favorite movies, just something that you've watched, I can just okay. Well, every time I start like trying to get going too, I also get interrupted. We, I mean, come on, man, we're okay. all interrupting when we think that anyone's would start with a false premise. That's how conversations go. Okay, like if yeah, I said, true. okay, so just... you hate all movies, right? Well, and then you go, no, 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 no. Like, stop me if I start with a false premise, and I'll do the same. Okay, so, so in the long run. my favorite movies? Is that what you asked? Yeah, me? yeah, go for it. Just give me a random favorite movie of yours. Uh, let's go Cabin in the Woods. I like so that. that film is way too transparent because the, the characters are all so stereotypical that even though they're trying to go for a parody, the entire idea is kind of ruined by the fact you can tell that from the get-go. It's not a surprise when anything happens that's trying to insult the genre itself. It's not very clever because it's so transparent that all of these characters are made for this. I'd say you are so smart and perceptive for picking up on that through your first time. I applaud oh. you. Oh, and, oh, wait, you didn't know that Cabin in the Woods was a parody? What? Why? Where did that come from? I thought that's what you just said. No, he's saying he knew it was a parody, but still saw yeah. it was going to happen because of the transparency of it. You get and my I'm point, applauding... right? There's no film yeah, I wouldn't I be able to point. argue this for. So we, we would prefer if we stick to like things that are actually there that we can, you know, prove or disprove. And you can you can end your sentence you can like if we're having a ones and zeros talk and then you end with saying, Okay, fine, I just don't like the way they did it, I'd be like, That's fine. Yeah, that's I think how most of this is going. That's fine. But and like I said earlier, it's not objectively well, that though. 
No, I'm, that's what I said earlier. I think well, I was off. Earlier, that. you said that it's not objectively bad movie; it's objectively badly written. It, uh, and or objectively, objectively okay. And I'm also yeah. open to having my mind changed. I'm not, you know. Yeah, sure. Completely rigid. I, I mean. don't know if I believe that though. The only the only thing that prevents the conversation moving forward is if you just go, okay, fine, fine. That that logically is sound. Let's move on to another point because I still don't. And then you can at the end tell us like if we've made you feel differently on a subjective level. Because we're trying okay. to keep our feelings out as well. Like, if you say to us, uh, the White Widow was clearly working with the CIA the whole time, and I respond, yeah, well, I like that. Like, I would be doing a disservice to you. Mm -hmm. you know I see. I mean? Yeah. But, you know, and you're welcome to call me out if I do something like that at some point. Okay. Um, well, this is a little pause point. My dog really has to go outside. Is it okay if I let her out? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. I'll be right back. Mm -hmm. French I'm... vanilla situation. <laughs> I'm not good reference. I'm not talking too much, am I? I think you're supposed to be, so it's okay. You have all the references, me, Rags and Wolf, Ernie. I mean what's hold on, what's your channel? Uh it's it's just uh well it says Blessed Southpaw. Blessed <laughs> <laughs> I changed it I changed it as a result of uh, twenty seven. Of, of, of course. Okay, I'm subscribing because I I like your argumentation here. I want to see what other. Oh, you've only made three videos. I'll have to watch them. I made more, but I like I privated them because they're like really old. And Tom uh, Hanks uh, laughs at you for thirty seconds. Yeah, actually, just a reaction video. I actually watched like, that. It's funny. That one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great laugh. Um. Yeah, you would be Southpaw who was on EFAP now, along with Theo. Southpaw who was along with Theo, yeah. <laughs> Mola has a master of bladders. Yeah, I mean, we, we, it was a seven hour one. Did any of that you guys uncanny. go to toilet during that? I did, no. yeah. I didn't either. No, I'm, I, uh, I drink I've a been lot drinking, of water. I, I I've been drinking it. two bottles of water. <laughs> Water's good for you. I drink lots of water. Yeah, you know what's also good for you is uh, rhino milk. Spider yes. milk, you know, I, I hear that Tom Cruise had to drink spider milk to tell the future and <laughs> know that he wasn't going to catch up to Walker in London. It's all high in nutrients. That's the... Yeah. And, uh... I have pizza and I'm happy about it. Hmm. Can't go wrong with pizza. As long as you're not putting pineapple on it. All right. No, mm -hmm. fuck no. That's why I've been quiet for so much of this because I've been eating my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like you can tell, there are certain points where something is said that me, Rags, and Wolf all want to go. Wait, 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 wait! Complaining. Oh, believe me, we're we're gonna get to the straight. Uh, Lane should have been fucking kicking Ethan in the face point because I mean, in my video, I inserted Spider-Man Two scene where JJ, uh, Jonah, JJ Jonah Jameson like screech laughs at that because it's yeah. just that's probably the meanest point in my video because that is just such a patently stupid argument to make. It's not as bad as, as like, um, uh, um, peddling misinformation about the film. That's, that's what gets me is, uh, like that's to, to make up a plot hole from whole cloth is, uh, pretty fucking bad. But, um, I think that the, the worst suggestion that he made was, uh, Lane who was in a straight jacket should just, Kick Ethan in the face and make him crash oh, his yeah, car. I remember that. And then yeah, lecture him about saving what he loves or some shit. Well, out of curiosity, are you going to bring up some of the the jokes from the video? Uh, not uh, not in my video, uh, no. But in what uh, here? Do you want to talk about it in the chat? We can talk about it. In, in, oh, well, in, 
I mean, probably wait for him to come back, right? Because the thing yeah, is, I'm I not mean, sure how far we'll get with that, other than it's the the harsh. I, I, I mean, there's, him, there's a couple. I, I kind of want to ask him what he thinks the problem is with a 56 year old man and a 35 year old woman. I think it was just set up for a joke. You know yeah, what? Yeah, that was set up for a joke. I, I, I so I, I know. Yeah, and you know what that joke was? It was dumps Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. Turn 40. But here's the thing. They broke up in Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol came out in 2011. How old was Michelle Monaghan when that came out? 35. Well, you say his <laughs> joke isn't consistent. <laughs> it's not accurate, is what I'm saying. It's consistent, but I mean, that, that's the thing is his jokes are consistently not accurate. He jokes about Anton Yelchin getting like run over when he actually got pinned and crushed and asphyxiated. Which makes it all so much better. Yeah, no, no, it, you know what? It's a great joke. It, it's, you know, it's also a great joke. Uh, this this person died in a plane crash, just like John Lennon. See, you can just, you know, make references to celebrity deaths that are totally factually inaccurate. There, there are funny. times where people can do it and it can be funny. I'm not going to say it can't be funny. Like, uh, besides, well, that's subjective anyway. Like, whether or not you fucking laugh is just your deal. But the idea of uh, uh, just referencing a tragic death... I mean, 9-11 gets made into a joke it was, regularly. It but was shoehorned in, though. It no, was it, like, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what he has to say, I guess. Uh, I'm back, by the way. I got mm -hmm. some of that. Yeah, um, so your Anton Yelchin reference. Um, so Anton Yelchin, I'm not sure if you know how he died. You know yeah. that it involves a car, but he uh, he got pinned between his uh, Jeep Cherokee and, uh, and a brick pillar, and he was crushed and asphyxiated, and it, it yeah. wasn't instant, okay? Very so you sad. mentioned... Yeah, it is. And so you mentioned uh, um, that Ilsa gets run over like uh, like Anton Yelchin when uh, she like rolls over the roof of Ethan's car. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, well, that's here's the deal with reference, that. man. It's it's just an undercooked joke. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, do you? I because okay. this is totally like I could I could counter this argument myself, but I'll still ask it. You think it's a bit harsh? Sure, but the you know tragedy the the bigger the tragedy the the bigger the laugh, right? The greater the suffering, the greater. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a strong reference. I'm surprised you just pulled that out, Rags. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm, I'm sure you keep me around for a reason. I mean, wait, did you? Just trying you to pull to my weight around here. Remember Mission Impossible Four? No, that it was too complicated. Mm. Well, anyway, yeah, this the, you made the Philip Seymour Hoffman joke as well, and um, I got, my take on it are. is literally just that they're really easy uh, jokes, and it's just kind of like, all right, yep. that was more so like it just sounded disrespectful. I just don't think it was funny. Sure, that's fine, but fine. I mean, you could probably go around um, rags and wolf, and you know, you've all my jokes are hilarious. <laughs> Well, See, this is the thing. We totally know, made harsh jokes. Uh, absolutely. And I, the, the, the Anton Yelchin was, one was undercooked. I even Googled celebrities that got ran over, and I was like, wow. wow. Really? <laughs> you, 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 so then you could have... I've got, I've got an alternative idea. came up idea. with Paul Walker. He didn't get ran over. You know, the closest was Anton. Was like, Whatever. I'll just put it in. I mean, the alternative would have been just she gets run over. Like you didn't sure. have to shoehorn. You didn't have to put in an inaccurate reference there. That's it could amazing. it could have just been he runs her over. So you sure. Run over. Yeah, yeah, you you just really wanted to have a someone got run over joke, right? That was probably. It. I mean, dude, my my sister when the, so she's eight years older than me, but when she was four, uh, she got 
she actually got run over by a car. Now, I'm not doing this to guilt trip you, but like well, maybe I could say something like, and then this person, like my sister did when she was four or something. And it'd be a little fucked up, yes, but there'd actually be some sort of accuracy there, and it'd be like an inside joke, I guess. But, but ah, the, the anti Yelton reference was just weird. My girlfriend got hit by a car. Oh, is she okay? Everyone's, <laughs> nobody heard that. Everybody's surprised to have a girlfriend. But yeah, she's fine. Her knee's a little messed up. How recent was it? Oh boy, like 2011? Okay. Oh, fucking cow. Gotcha. That's, that's, base, that's old news. Nearly, yeah. nearly a hit and run. The guy would have drove away if there weren't a cop there. Hmm. Okay. So anyway. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, you know what? I just saw it on screen, so I have to bring this up. You compared Mission Impossible Fallout to Jack and Jill. <laughs> no, no, I just put up a clip. Did it, wait? Did I? Yeah, Jack I and Jill was in there, yeah. dude. I have to. I have to say, like, oh, that's a low blow. Jack and Jill is just garbage. Jack and Jill is for... like one of the worst movies ever <laughs> made. I'm sure it is. I haven't seen it, and I never will. Hopefully, you've never seen it. <laughs> God no. I, I feel like you like should now. Yeah, like a punishment, I guess. Like for the no. crime of making this video, you have to watch <laughs> Jack and Jill. No. Yeah. This is your penance, man. I think I've already gotten enough penance, to be fair. No, not enough. I not think so. enough. No. Well, anyway, no. do you want to move on to uh, the, the car one you mentioned? The, the car one? You know, the, what, what, with, what with Lane doing the old kickaroo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, to spice up the, the car chase, when, um, when Ilsa is chasing after Ethan... Uh, on a motorcycle in um, lanes in the in the car with uh, with Ethan. So um, you mentioned that despite of that scene, Lane, who I should mention is shackled up and in a straight jacket, yeah. should have tried kicking Ethan in the face uh, and would have likely made him crash his car. And then Ilsa would have uh, easily caught up to them and then gone over and killed uh, Lane. Do you yeah. understand? Yeah, I mean, it was just a suggestion. It wasn't. It was. It was more of a, an example of like, let's just you know maybe think of something to shake up the scene, not do exactly as before, I say. Have have wait, a character wait, 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 act wait, wait. like before, a before like you a continue. Mom? Do you want to? Do you have anything to say? Like, do you think that that was just that all pans out? Like, not necessarily. I'm just trying to because I was comparing. Well, in the context of the video, I'm comparing that action scene to the car chase from Rogue Nation, which. I think is a much better chase scene. So, I mean, because it, it had a little bit more going on with it. And I'm just saying, maybe we throw in another element to spice it up a bit. Like Solomon have... Lane kicking, though, yeah. that's all good. No, it doesn't have to be what I said. That's just an offhand example. Well, I don't know uh, why bother making a suggestion if you agree that it's bad. Well, well what if, you know, Solomon goes into a, a rage seeing it's Tom Cruise and he's like, oh, Tom, he's going to. He's been making this plan. His character is very... He bides his time. He definitely plays the long game. He's cunning. He keeps his emotion. We've got to rewind. Rewind, rewind. Remember, he wants him to be John Locke. He's trying to frame him. So if anything, he should be relieved that Tom Cruise is driving that car. And this is all setting aside the fact that he just got shot, and Tom Cruise is the one trying to keep that from happening again. So he has a vested interest in not pissing off Tom Cruise. Yep. Okay, sure, but 
It's a terrible, terrible suggestion, man. It would be an awful thing for him. It, 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 like, I'm looking at semantics from my video. Where no, it's my not semantics. Was, it's not semantics. You literally suggested it. You my literally point suggested was it. that the action scene from Rogue Nation was better. Okay, can it's I, not an argument, though. you got to stop taking up other uh, other pieces from a well, previous movie. evolve okay, into more than just what they initially start out as. Give me a minute to explain why that chase scene is so great, okay? So... Rogue Nation, sure, it's got flashier choreography. You've got the, the car like driving through these tight alleyways and uh, very precise driving. And, and there's that cool spinning trick that Ethan six does there. Move. The spin move. Yeah, the six spinning move. And then they're driving on these. Okay, that's all well and good. However, because the geography of the scene in Fallout is different, they can't have that. So uh, what, they, what they have instead is interesting, uh, like, like an interesting conflict that the scene represents. Are you following? Um, because what's happening here is Ethan needs Lane alive so he can give him over to the Apostles and get the Plutonium back. The entire point is to get the Plutonium back, okay? Now, Ilsa is allies with Ethan. She's not just like an assassin that he would be like having no qualms of killing he he knows her personally and that's why he hesitates when you know he's like thinking should i run her over and then he decides to do it but basically you've got an ally of ethan's who is uh who now has a different goal that's mutually exclusive to his um and she needs to kill lane so that she can return that uh, return home because the idea was she was working undercover for two years with lane she she outright states this in that courtyard scene where they meet afterwards so she has a great reason to try to kill Lane, and Ethan has a great reason to keep Lane alive. And the the whole point of the scene is that they are on opposite sides here, and they have mutually exclusive goals. You don't think that that's like that's a good conflict? You don't think that that, that the scene's intense? I when I was in the theater, I wasn't feeling anything, and you know that's me. That's uh, that not objective you. or anything. That's me. But your the thesis of your video was that Mission Impossible Fallout. You, you sincerely believe that Mission Impossible Fallout is an objectively bad movie. Well, you said that that's that... changed now. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've given it a good thought, and I don't think it was correct. But do you would you still hold that it's poorly written objectively? I think the dialogue is bad, and I uh, yes. Okay. You Let's... think the dialogue is bad? He's the hammer. I'm the. Or, what is it? He's the hammer. No, no, Ethan's no, no, a scalpel. no, 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 no. It, it's go. It goes something to the effect of you use a scalpel. I prefer a hammer. Right. Uh, Wolf, you're actually 100% accurate. I saw yeah, that nice. today. I've got the script oh, as well. Old line. Okay. <laughs> they use that line in like a Medal of Honor trailer for in like 2011. It's just something you hear a lot, and it's. Yeah, pretty generic line of dialogue. Is that an inaccurate line to describe the two characters? Ethan's just precise. It's accurate in... doesn't mean it's good. Ethan, just because it's well, accurate doesn't mean it's bad. bad it? Ethan, sure. Ethan's very precise. Walker is very blunt. He's a blunt instrument, and and he, the histories uh, as well represent yeah. that. I really like the line where he says, "Like you're known for killing all of the people you sent after." When we know that you know, that's really... up as a way to protect his own identity. Before we move on from that, uh, Mueller, you know, I caught a couple uh, viewings ago was, you know, how there's that um, uh, mission briefing in, in Belfast at the beginning. Right. They show a picture of these uh, CIA guys standing over the dead bodies of some apostles. 
Um, all of their faces have like black bars over them, but you can clearly make out that one is Walker with the mustache and the haircut and the build and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little detail. It's mostly the mustache, though. Yo, mustache. Yeah. yeah. The mustache that destroyed a movie. He's bringing mustaches <laughs> back. The too. most expensive mustache in the world. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You use a scalpel. I prefer a hammer. I always like that line. I don't see any problem with it. I mean, I'm going to use that generic. in my... I'm going to use that in my story. Uh, it's it's about you know police officers, and, and one says you know the law is a scalpel. It's just it's a simple line that you know just. Is there anything uh, else that made you feel yeah. the dialogue was bad? I mean, I can't remember offhand. I haven't looked at the movie since I made the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I initially had a thing planned where I was going to have a montage of the dumb lines, and then I was even going to cut to the line from the. Uh, Medal of Honor trailer, and... If it's uh, in another like thing, does that make it bad? It makes it generic. Not necessarily bad, but a little... So, hold on. Know, How do you know that they even knew what Medal of Honor was, much less seen it? It's it's a common term used. It's not like, you know, an out-of-the-ordinary genius line. It's it's just... I don't think anybody said it was such a genius I don't think that ever came up in conversation. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that was a genius line. I don't even. I can't even. Think I like of it. Particular one-liners. I'm just trying to figure out why you think it's bad. Yeah, I like it, it because it's reincorporated. Because, because here's I the never, thing: generic like, oh, does so not profound. mean mad or bad. Sorry. Just because something is unoriginal doesn't be, doesn't therefore make it a negative. I I never said wow so profound. It's like the the last Jedi saying failure is the best teacher. I I I never said that. No one ever said that. It's just it's a it's a neat little line that sums up the dynamic between those two characters. And it's, That's it. It's reincorporated several times. That's why it's uh, what I would call strong. Yeah, it establishes very early on what these two characters are like, how different they are from each other, and, and also. Like, you mentioned that you felt like Rogue Nations is better. So, like, is it really a valid criticism to uh, compare a, an action scene that's good to a uh, scene from a different movie that you think is better? Yeah, because these movies are about one-upping themselves and having a better action scene than the previous. What happens, what happens if uh, someone hasn't seen action sequences? I think that there's... Because it, was, that, bad, that didn't because it see was better it? in one movie doesn't make bigger doesn't worse. mean better just because exactly, I mean yeah. even if they try to one up themselves it doesn't mean that one upping it will necessarily make it a better film. You, you, need, like, you need context. You need like a, a an in universe justification for the scene to be well, taking place. Maybe sort of uh, help them get there. Like you know you 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 make the statement that the uh, the drop the airplane drop is is the best action scene in the whole movie. Would you stand by that? Me or Sapa? Yeah, you. Yeah, I like that one quite a lot. Yeah, so do I. But uh, my favorite is the bathroom one. That's a great one too. Yeah, I like that one. Point being that if the logic is that wherever the best scene is, as well as the, I'm talking specifically in the movie. Remember, you say something like uh, you don't open with the best one because then it makes the the other ones like they'll suffer for being worse as action scenes. Like first of all, establishing which is better is pretty hard if they're all extremely well choreographed and filmed. But, uh, yeah, I'm a motorcycle man. The, the, the least favorite in terms of stunt and craziness for me is probably just, if you can count it as a full-on action scene, just the car with, with, with Lane, because I'm thinking more about the characters than I am about the action compared to the other scenes. 
that scene isn't ruined okay. by the fact that I've seen better action scenes before it. If if you understand. Yeah, I'm not going to say that 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 action scene has like it, it's it's just this amazing car chase, but like what's going on uh like uh substance-wise is so much better than most car chases that I see. Yeah, and it's something that the airplane drop and the bathroom thing don't have. We don't have character conflicts going on. It's just the, these characters are just trying to, you know, make the best of the situation that they're currently in compared to the lane car chase where there's, there's lots going on because it's Ilsa's the one who's orchestrating this and he's having to defend the villain from the previous film that hates him. It's like there's lots of like, oh shit. The, 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 the final fist fight between uh, Ethan and Walker at the end isn't like as impressive as uh, the bathroom fight. But it's still good. It, you know, these guys are are tired. They just uh, survived a helicopter crash. Yeah, they hand there's, to hand bits. Great. There's yeah. It's like they're fighting like real people would fight in those circumstances, and it's on the side of a cliff. Oh, and it's, it's fucking awesome. You know what? You're you're still in good company, Rand, because YMS <laughs> thinks this movie's bad anyway. Oh my savior! <laughs> you got you got that. So. Yeah. Now look, argue... I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, I'll admit I misused objective. It's fine. Um, I, I'm not afraid to be wrong. Everybody's wrong. It just sucks to be wrong on a, on this scale. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the movie. That's not going to change. And I, I mean, it's been three hours. I only have so much. I'm, I, I don't even care. I just don't care. I'll, I'll admit to whatever. I, I, it's, it's too much. It's a lot. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you say you'd like to sort of stop, is it? Well, we can keep going if the chat wants to, you know, hear more. If that's what the people want, then we'll keep going. But I am, you know, I made this video a long time ago. I'm I'm just, I'm over it. I don't like the movie. Everybody else loves the movie. I'm wrong. Fine. It's fine. Well, you're not wrong for not liking it. It's fine. Well, you know, well, I got some things wrong. And things to that effect it's clearly upset a lot of people that was never the intent that's never my intent um yeah i think it says it disseminated misinformation it was inaccurate and it, yeah, it was in but the not intentionally that, so i messed up yeah that's, and and that's, and that's why that's why i said that. yeah i said that there was there was uh two explanations you either didn't pay attention to the film or i missed uh, it it, it, there were two explanations that you either uh yeah yeah that you either missed it or you just uh um um uh, were lying by omission and i'm well, saying I, I think that you just weren't paying attention to the film i've never lied in a video you know anything i get wrong is intentional but uh, i was gonna say something but i forgot damn it mm -hmm. that's fine all right then i got daddy <laughs> ymes on my side like we can no, keep he had going. to invent a scene that didn't exist to, to justify what he thought, so... Yeah, well, yeah using a, a Screen Rant article. Screen Rant's garbage, by the oh, way. Yeah, that was a yeah, yeah actually, I, I do kind of want to ask, why would you even bring that in? Like, it's... I doubled I over when I saw that, man. I, I don't like, know. Holy shit, no way. Anything about Screen Rant, so I... No, I, I don't mean... I mean just the process. You're like, I'm going to counter an argument from an article well, that's not even accurate to the film. Like, it's weird. I just wanted to get to the bottom of what was happening in the movie. Was a plot hole that didn't exist. Did what exist? The plot hole. You 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 said this is a massive plot hole, but I like we literally just went over.
why it wasn't a plot hole and you conceded. No, apparently it didn't, but it's like, I think I said in my video, this movie and my brain simply just don't commingle. I've watched complicated movies. I keep up with complicated TV shows and I don't have a problem, but for whatever reason, this movie and myself just don't synergize at all. So you probably that's, shouldn't have made a video on it then. That's unfortunate. Well, I mean, I, my brain doesn't synchronize with a lot of stuff, you know, but I'm not going to make videos about it. If I like something and I, and I know that there's a reason why, I will. If I don't like something and there are great reasons why, I will. But man, if, if I just, uh, if I have a difficult time with coming up with reasons as to why, uh, and because my brain just doesn't commingle with with it, I don't care about it. And so I'm not going to waste the time and effort on elaborating why. Yeah, it's, uh, it's the same situation I have with Nier Automata. Like, I recognize the game is pretty good from for what it does, but I don't personally like it. I can't get into it. But I wouldn't make a video on it because it would have no real objective truth to any of my opinions on it. Yeah, like, you know, you're allowed to not like good movies, but it's still a good movie. Okay, I mean, you sure? Yeah. I, I really just want to put it behind me. I'm, you know. I mean, yeah, it's all good. I, I think we've, we've, we've pretty much gone across what we were trying to go for. Um, if if yeah, he really good. wants to go through more stuff, you know, I'll, I'll sit here, I'll do it. Well, is there any um, big things you'd like to get covered? I, it doesn't even matter, because, you know. Uh, I, I have I have a question uh, just regarding like the escalation factor. Um, so uh, you suggested that like you sh that the the Halo jump should have been moved to later in the film. Uh, where? Well, within the you know, it's like you say you have to change the whole movie within the current structure. Putting it, you could potentially put it before the helicopter chase going from wherever they were. I think it was London to Kashmir. Would you would can... uh would Walker still be the bad guy? Yeah, they, so, you know, you make up some dumb reason that well, why they have to do it. Why why would uh okay well the thing is that in that scene and then he can't help Walker in that scenario, right? Yeah, and Ilsa isn't going to jump out into a thunderstorm. Benji won't do it. Luther won't do it. Why why wouldn't Ilsa do it? I think Ilsa actually might. No, she is smart. She is not going to jump out into a thunderstorm. I honestly thought that. Having Henry Cavill get knocked out by lightning didn't even need to be there. Like I thought, just the jump on its own was good enough. No, no, it was no. good. Like, it, it, yeah, it's cool and all, but the uh, the fact that Ethan has to prevent this guy from dying before the mission even begins, uh, because otherwise Sloane is going to ream his ass. Yeah, that's that that adds extra tension. Like sure. it, it, if you if oh my god wait 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 so you don't even think that there should have been like a danger in the scene that it should have just been a string scene from the plane to the ground? No, there's a good point actually. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, so dear. we need yeah we need more than just a really impressively shot halo jump. Like it's great. It's well shot. It's very well shot, man. But like we need a danger. We need like some stakes there and. Uh, you you lose that if you move it from uh, from that to like to Kashmir, because Walker is no longer on their team. 
if if they try to do it in London, well, there's still like no good reason for them to do it. But also, you've got Walker and it's, sorry, uh, you've got Lane and uh, and Benji and Luther together um, traveling by van because like why would they have Lane skydive into uh, into London? And be- again, Benji and Luther just wouldn't do it. I like. Do you guys honestly think that Benji or Lane would want to Halo jump anywhere? I I don't think that they could do it. Um, yeah, but I, I don't see him in that role. Yeah. Um, it so, would seem, yeah. so then if they, if they do it in London, because they're not going to have Lane, you would have uh, Lane traveling by car with, uh, with Benji and Luther, and then you'd have Ethan and Walker up in a plane. You, you see what I'm saying here? It makes no sense. There's no justification in-universe for it to happen later on in the movie, but there is one early in the movie. And addi- additionally... It serves as a hook. It's a it's a hook for for the audience. Like Freeney mentioned, you know, like it really sucked him into the movie because of how awesome it was. Oh yeah, sure, I can see that. Did that for me too. Uh, Rags, Wolf, Mauler, you want to chime in? <laughs> I mean, I love the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I really liked it all. Just that shot when his face comes into frame, three feet away from the camera. It's great. It get, the first time I saw that, I thought that was so good. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I I thought that action scene was so good that it overshadowed the other scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm just I don't mean to like to beat a dead horse or feed a fed horse or whatever uh, <laughs> yeah. phrasing we're using nowadays. It it's just I I did have to to point that out. There's like there's an in universe justification and context behind every action scene that takes place here. Um. Yeah, just, just I guess like the the only thing is just because we all have to do this, just to you know, be a bit more careful with the actual uh, source. Because again, uh, as Wolf said at the beginning, like he or near the beginning, that there was uh, something people were calling out him out for about um, submarine related thing in Aquaman. Like loads of the comments, so he made up a follow up mm-hmm. video acknowledging he made a small mistake that then led into several more flaws, and it's just like an amendment that. Um, we, we we all do. I my TFA part one. I mentioned three criticisms that are legit, just bad moves on my part. I've made mistakes. Um, it, it always happens. We're not looking to like burn you at the stake. We're just curious how you're gonna, you know, react to it. That's all. And if you acknowledge it or not, because what we usually get, or at least what we can get, is people saying like, "Well, that's just your opinion." Mm. It's like it's not though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it sucks. Everybody gets some gets things wrong. And mm-hmm. I'll use all this as a lesson to improve, of course, but it's impossible to not mess up. But yeah. all you can do is try to improve. I, I, I respect the hell out of you for coming on here in a uh, 1v4 scenario and uh, being willing to admit that you're wrong. Well, I, oh, thank you. It's, yeah, it's um, a lot more than, than I what uh, that. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not afraid to be wrong. It just, like I said, it sucks to be wrong on a scale like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, I, I, that's I would the agree. hard part. You know, uh, I mean, in my video, uh, I mentioned that it's morally okay to to be wrong because you have like incorrect information. Uh, I was one of the people that was uh, fooled by the Covington Catholic crap. Um, What's and that? Then What's that? The, you don't want to know. Uh, yeah. 
basically people found this video uh that seemed to show some kids wearing maga hats uh uh, mocking a Native American man. Oh, that whole yeah, thing. That okay. that thing. Yeah. So I was I was fooled by that initially, and then I saw the whole video, and I was like, God damn, I fucked up there. I was so wrong. You know, but yeah. and it's okay. But the thing is that you know I I made uh, several Facebook posts about it before learning that, and then I had to make a Facebook post saying I got this wrong, and I, I owned up to it, and it's okay to do that. It's not it, like it's just you know. A lot of the guys that EFAP covers will not admit that or will refuse to come on here because they would feel outnumbered. And I think that it's, it's great that you you did, you know, yeah, come it's, on. It's tough. Um, and this yeah. is not, you could say, like, this is just because you have big egos. But, like, I, I'm not sure about Wolf, but I know me and Rags would happily Rags jump into I. a... Um, Rags and is wet. Uh, it would both, we go, did we jump into fucking... Rags is wet. Yeah, that's the fucking oh, yeah. meme. You might want to rephrase that. Rags are wet? Rags is a weird grape. The point is that we would probably... <laughs> if you said there are four YouTubers who've uh, gone into your video that, that that have many people thinking that it's now bad and, they, and they're and they offering you to have a chat about it, I'd be like, sure, I'll jump in. It's annoying if the four of them weren't letting me speak and constantly coming over me, which which I'm not going to say has never happened in this conversation. It can happen. But um, mm -hmm. I'd, like I said, I don't... I wouldn't have a problem with it being for personally, but I can totally understand why someone would ha find it troubling, which is why I'd be like, yeah, I respect you for doing it. It's a bit daunting, I'll, I'll admit. I mean, I... And, uh, you know, you're a completely different audience than what I... Or, I guess, content creator, because you go for the length of it, and you're like, you have faith that people are going to sit through your video and and watch it. And well, me, also, I go. I gotta keep it fast and snappy to keep them, keep them engaged. I don't think Mahler goes for length specifically, though. Thoroughness. It just, it just goes in. It just becomes long because he has to talk about so many things. Yeah, length is an unavoidable consequence of doing a different thing. I I um only covered twenty minutes of your video. Like I, I only showed and then responded to it because if I if I had to show the whole thing, it would have been a good four hours long minimum. Um, but I, I just try to stick to the most important stuff and, uh, and just have 20 minutes and then there's 40 minutes of me talking. I, that's, that's all. Like if I, if I made a, a terrible video, if I made a video wrong at several points, uh, then, you know, I, I would have to admit that was wrong. It, however, if I was, uh, making a, a video about why fallout is good and I went into detail, if I did like a reverse Mauler and did like a five hour long video on uh, like just praising um, Fallout on an objective level uh, and someone took issue with that and they had an EFAP like podcast and they wanted to have me on to debate me, I'd go on because, you know, I, I truly believe it's it's a good film and you can uh, very easily defend it. And, um, you know, I, I, I do believe that your uh, belief was sincere. But, uh, yeah. Which okay. would pretty much conclude the Mission Impossible saga, I think, if there's anything yeah. else anyone wants to say. What a doozy, huh? Beautiful. Quite. I mean, seriously, like, uh, and this is not this is not some kind of jibe, uh, uh, snipe at your video. Like, I, I actually am considering it being my pick for the best movie of 2018. I'm not sure. Uh, but having had to go into the script in depth and find all these things that connect everything up, I was like, shit, man. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else in 2018 would beat it. It's like, 
There's a couple of the Yosko Spider-Verse. Yeah, that would be that would be one suggestion. Um I thought the favorite was good. I don't know who's who seen that here. Uh, I want to see it. And there's because like day. as much as I like Infinity War, uh I don't think it it can hold up the writing criticisms like all the other films are able to. Um yeah, no, uh, I I, th- I think this has been productive and and entertaining. I've uh, I'm gonna be oh, d- as long as people were entertained. I mean, that's that's the number one goal, right? Yeah, as much of a shit show as it was for me, if they're entertained, yeah. that's there's a plus. Um, so my my plan is pretty much just read out the super chats we've gotten and then let you guys talk about um your channels for a bit if you'd like to and uh, okay. I was going to check out a video, but I mean, we've reached nearly three hours, and uh, this was um, what you could call an emergency EFAP. We weren't planning on it, it was just so that we could, it was a time we could get everyone together. I was so looking forward to returning. EFAP under five hours. Mahler, you're getting lazy. I didn't expect us to take that long a Mission Impossible. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I did ask you. You asked me what? <laughs> yeah. You, you I, I asked you if there was. I asked you if there was going to be a time limit on the Mission Impossible discussion. And no, yeah, no. Sure enough, it's... Uh, we never like time limits on things if time they're running, limits. but we do get to choose whether or not to start another thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, sometimes it of can course. Be. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, is, unless there's anything anyone else wants to say about Mission Impossible, I'll probably jump into this. Great movie. Aces. Excellent. The first, uh, the first right thing that he said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Red. I just... <laughs> no offense. So, uh, hey, Mola, loved your Aquaman video and didn't even get bored the third time. Almost as good as your Fallout 76 one. Thank you very much. Worked hard on both of them. Rags and Wolf they had cameos great. in each one. Uh, great new video, Rags. Really liked it. I guess Thanks. that's a genuine one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I did release a video today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I disappeared for an hour last stream, and that's when you cover H Bomber Guy. I feel silly for my super chat. I think someone did have a super chat late into the previous stream where they're asking us to cover the thing, and we were like, oh yeah, check six hours ago, I think was the joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fuck me, I can't keep doing this. Akiba with 49.99, thank you very much. If it, if it's like causing you harm, I, you don't have to, sir. Uh, where's the gay frogman? I'm afraid Fringy is not. Uh... Oh god, people were calling him Froggled Croak in the chat earlier. <laughs> Froggled <laughs> Croak. <laughs> Have you seen he's doing a redesign for his art? Uh, there's no there's no frog in there. That was so sad. I hope he has a frog badge on his character. That's all you need. Come on, Fringy. You got five oh, of you, Fringy. that's... Do it. <laughs> so, there's gonna be a couple of super chats that are they're gonna be playing around with some of the stuff said today. Don't take it too seriously, but uh, one of those says, five of you, that's more than several names to remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's half the characters in Fallout. Ban him. Right. Moller, I just finished your Riley video. Yeah, worked really hard on that one. <laughs> Enjoying it. Nice to see you here, Ren. Always got some respect. How did someone... that one even get started? I don't remember. I think it was an accident the first time around. Someone... <sighs> Someone's gonna have to. We need an EFAP lore expert. Oh, we need a lore that. master. We need an archivist, a librarian, a keeper of the lore. Uh, someone was respecting me. Let's let's hear it. Hey, nice to uh, see you here, Ren. Always got some respect for someone who's willing to take the on their critics. Uh, Rhino milk for all. Rhino milk, my boy. <laughs> Every time we have a new guest, we're like, how are they gonna react to Rhino milk? <laughs> uh. 
Well, I want you to know that I would drag my balls through a kilometer of glass just to hear you do booty claps into a walkie-talkie. Mm. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Have you guys heard of slash watched B, B. Dobbins for the win? Is he one of the... I have, he, he's uh, one I've, of the guys that went kind of insane over the past couple of years. Well, sucks. It, well stuff is great. Well, he, he started getting way more into politics and shoving it into his videos where it really uh, didn't belong. Because he used to make really good content, and then... Oh my god, I don't even think I would really disagree with him politically that much, but I don't like it when people force their politics into their shit. So I ended up on So, here's the thing. I fucking hate Trump. Yeah, he definitely got It was on that level. Thing for a while. It was on that level, but it was like every video for like a year. I think he's stopped doing it. Um, but I don't know. I haven't watched him in I, quite a long time. He he hasn't done it anymore, I can attest. I've actually edited his most recent video and I'm editing his next one as well. Oh. Hmm. Oh. Oh, so, he hasn't edited his own videos. Well, I mean, <laughs> he need he needs the master to step in and take care of it. That's all there is to it. How do you become a master if you don't That's that Go on. It makes if sense. You don't do it yourself. No, no, no. He needs. He needs. He's saying he, he hire. He's hiring the man. Yeah. To do the work for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's not learning from. That's paying someone to do it for you. Uh, in an example of Star Wars, long men bad. I watched a two-hour deconstruction of Korea from Kotor Two, and then a fifteen-minute video of Kotor Two versus TLJ that said nothing. It can happen. I mean, it's pretty. If you have a movie review, for example, and it's five minutes long, and we're like, ooh. They're gonna have to talk fast, and they're gonna have to condense a lot of shit quickly to be able to say a lot of significant things, unless they're doing the whole... I like the action. The actors did pretty well. Um, the did I think the story was okay, the way that they did it. And yep. you get a lot of, like, uh, this movie is well-received. You, you uh, freed out for, for me. <laughs> you freed out? <laughs> Either, my, my point is just that yeah like a, there's, a, there's a straw man that goes around that Muller is like oh Muller won't watch a video unless it's X amount of time long I'm just like no I'll give him a chance it's just Jesus Christ if you release a four and a half minute take on Hill House as a series I don't know why I, I should watch that <laughs> I'm just like what could you possibly say other it's than such, I liked it's so it are you saying short man bad short man very bad Short man, very bad. Absolutely. Was, was that the Netflix miniseries, Hill House? Yes. Okay. I missed that. If, one. if a 10 hour series is a miniseries. I was actually, yeah. Does it count as a miniseries? It's one season. They're planning a second one. Oh, Band of Brothers was, I believe, 10 episodes, and that's classified as but, a miniseries. Isn't it? Band of Brothers one season, though, right? Yeah. I didn't know they were doing a season two, though, for Hill House. Yeah, they're uh, in production now, as far as I know. Gonna be cool. Okay. Is it connected or is it gonna be like American Horror Story? I think it's gonna be disconnected actually, from what I've heard. Okay. But Which is good. The same wait, will they have the same name then? They can't. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's gonna work actually. The haunting of oh, the Hell House Chronicles. It'll know. be it'll be the haunting of something something. That's probably what they'll do. Um Anyway, uh, if you could hand someone a noose and tell them to do their best impression of Robin Williams, who would it be? Wow. Oh. Mm, probably me, huh, guys? Yeah. No. Yeah. I actually like it when people keep making videos, but uh, prefer that they're not, you know, down with thrusty. You know down with thrust? You must do if you know B. Dobbins. I don't speaking, know. Speaking of hanging, 
Have you heard of downward thrust? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, is he doing okay? Like his channel? Um, his name Probably is Tonal Bloke. Excuse you? Have some respect. <laughs> have some respect. Um, respect Tonal. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, just, just, he's just, he's like the EFAP punching bag. His videos are hilarious. Yeah, I think I've seen one of his videos and I had to tap out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as long as you don't listen to him, you'd be fine. So I don't see what the problem is. Like he's, I just he's... wasn't interested. <laughs> There's plenty of reasons for that, I think. But yeah, fair enough, because like he's, uh, he's just amazing. Is is the word for it? Does he he's know of your weird. existence? Does he know you watch him? I don't and... know. I, don't I know, know he re back when I still had a Twitter account. He replied to a tweet I made. I don't remember what the tweet was or what he replied with, but he might know at least about a couple of us. I don't know if he knows about our coverage though. I'd like to think he does, but if he doesn't, it's just it's it's like worlds apart. Like in his world, he's oh making these great breakdowns that people take very seriously. In our world, he is like a joker, like a, a jester sort of thing. Like he's hilarious. This is him. That's that's tonal look right there. This is a very freakishly and, accurate drawing to what he looks like. And you might be like, "Wow, you're being really harsh to the guys," and you're just making videos. And it's like, "Oh, he's sold so much misinformation." Uh, is his, his name is Donald? Is that his real name? Well, his name is he. He says his name is Tone, but that's not a real name, so we called <laughs> him Tonal. And that that quote, the most relevant games that stand up today are the ones that gel with our current gameplay trends. That's a literal quote from him. <laughs> he has and, so many good ones. And that founder of the intellectual gaming community, in one of his videos, he literally put in tonal or tonal. He literally put in <laughs> downward thrust intellectual gaming community beneath that. Like these are literal things that he's done. I don't he's even think I would call myself. Guy just makes up incomprehensible word salad videos. I was though. about to say, did it take us three hours to get through five minutes of one of his videos? Wasn't that? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like every sentence, the hits just keep coming, man. Like, like I'm he, looking he forward also... to us covering him again. He's so much he, fun. I do too. To put this into perspective, he mispronounces words all the time, <laughs> and he once he once mispronounced. Arguably and pronounced it Ar arguably. Ar Ar arguably. <laughs> and so we are we all started making a bunch of pirate voices, and that led to me and Mauler binge watching the entire Pirates of the Caribbean series. <laughs> Tonald is intrinsic. These are arguably sad. getting worse and worse. <laughs> These are arguably getting worse. Arguably quality. one could say this series is a sinking ship. Like, arguably we should have just stayed with the first movie. His Ar recent blunder is that he said DMC is repetitive, the new one, and uh uh, it's a, uh, a button masher. Yeah, and then they found out through his gameplay that he was playing it on automatic. On I believe it was on easier difficulties as well. So it's just like oh, human mode. Hell. Is that what it's called? Sorry. Yeah, I think it's called human mode, right? I just oh, I don't know. opened it up yesterday, and it was I played thirty minutes of it. And I really, really enjoyed it. That's not what we're talking about. Good old Tonal. He's, yeah, he's just he's just a mainstay here. He's wonderful, and if we ever he do, it do you understand him guesting on EFAB would be incredible. the greatest thing ever. Can you, you imagine? Can after. Can you imagine watching a video with Tonal's commentary with us, like talking <laughs> about its flaws. Do, do you do you think he has those random pregnant pauses, even like when his general day to day talk? Like we just have to wait a really long time for him to finish a sentence. I hope so. <laughs> um, <laughs>
Uh, where is Lord Doomcock? Please have him guest again. Also, uh, have fun on the stream. Can't stay. We, uh, we, we're probably going to get him back at some point. And um, I still want to have like a, an episode maybe where we have geeks and gamers and world-class Buddhists at the same time. Because <laughs> uh, me and Wolf went on his show and we always said we'd try and have him on EFAP at some point. And it would be fun to have them both because they're both pretty... There's some lore behind my interactions with geeks and gamers. Yeah, there you go. And we can talk about Captain Marvel with them because they... Well, I don't think they've seen. I'm That's not, I'm all not sure that he talks it. about, though, like literally <laughs> well, five you know. videos per day. It's I mean, honestly, it's... man, uh, like if you just made one. In in I, fairness, be... in fairness, I didn't know it beforehand, uh, but it's not just the same guy who makes videos on geeks and gamers. It's like three or four different people. I know. Yeah, like, I know. But I still, say, it's way, like Will Class Bullshit has gave my Captain Marvel a five, and I was like, ugh. Out of five. That's general. No, out of ten. Five out of, oh, five out of. Which you might be yeah. like, isn't that fair? I'd be like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> it I haven't it seen it. Average. Tomorrow well, at noon, just... I get please the pleasure of seeing Miss Marvel. Oh well. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. Make, I'm. I'm planning a video that's gonna rip into it, down to the core. It's awful. So anyway. it's no longer unbridled. Nah, right? No, it still is. Uh, oh. Okay. But the film is still awful. It's it's weird to try and explain it, but like you can even tell in my delivery, I'm like, it's just it's, the way I try to explain it is it's really boring about really being bad. Like you should. The, the film is like trick yeah. people into thinking it's mediocre by being so placid. You but, should uh, yeah. title it an unbridled meh, but deliver it like a rage, and it'll subvert our expectations. Yeah, there you go. It'll work. Yeah. Um, the expectations just... always good. I just finished the last EFAP and yay, another one. Beautiful. Fried chicken milk. I'm not sure how that works. Yum. Um, Greasy. Will ER ever join EFAP more? Um, I mean, I'll, I'll keep pestering every once in a while, see if he breaks eventually. He'll be cool. Hilarious video on Riley Muller. Here's some rhino milk. Thank you very much. <laughs> good job on Vimintide 2 review, Wolf. Love that game. Keep up the good book reviews. I love it too. I love it so much, I literally know nothing about it. <laughs> um... Genuinely confused why you all hate on Rogue One so much. It's got its flaws, but it's on an objective level. What are its problems? Not needing to me made its objective. It sorry, not needing to me made it isn't objective. Not sure what that means. Mola, you should do BVS too. Um, I've always said Rogue One's my favorite out of the Disney movies, but it's still a mess. It's um, like to begin the with? first two thirds of the film are so boring, but the the final third is just so great. It's like it's like the opposite of glass, you know? Yeah. Like like glass <laughs> glass has this amazing first like thirty minutes and then the the middle is like okay, whatever, and then the final act I'm like, oh god. I, no. I actually thought the, the beginning third was really great and then well, really good, and then the middle was pretty um excellent throughout. It's just the instant that they started killing David Dunn was when I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, know what, you know what bothers me is that uh, his son, Joseph, um, he, he, like, he does that thing that they do in, in Fallen Kingdom where, where they, they go like, uh, you're, you're going to try to take care of her? She's a clone. And, and what, what Joseph does is he like, goes in between uh, uh, the Beast guy and then I think uh, his dad and then explains... Uh, his his father was on the train that, that Mr. Glass derailed, and 
I'm just thinking, wait a minute, how the fuck did Kevin not figure that out himself? The information's available on the internet. That's how Joseph found out. How have like 19 years passed and he hasn't like looked it up himself? Because well, I guess that depends on what personality is controlled because there's like 20 different personalities, right? And they all want to. At no point in the in those 19 years, like he you know, he ain't hit beast. With the Google. I mean, I don't really have a problem with him not figuring it out. I don't even have a problem with that twist. I but I really love Unbreakable. You're never gonna hear me the best movie ever by any stretch. But mm -hmm. I really, really love that movie. Me and too. what they did at the end of Glass kind of felt insulting as a fan of Unbreakable. Mm -hmm. You know what Glass did to me was uh it was sorry, it did to uh split what The Last Jedi did to The Force Awakens. Like I don't want to see that film anymore because of what comes after it. I don't like, know I'm, if it was that bad. Uh, I, like I, well, the thing is, Split has this cliffhanger ending. You want to see what happens next, but what happens next is fucking garbage unless you turn the film off like thirty minutes in. Yeah, I mean, I'd still watch all three of them together, but glad that ending to Glass is what really kills it for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it sucks because like, I was loving it all the way through until the final fight where they just fucked everything up. There was the secret Clover Society that knew about David Dunn, but did nothing about it for 19 years. And, you know, I would have been oh. okay with the secret society shit if they alluded to it, but they didn't. They clearly just added that in at the very end. Because That's because they're yeah. so secret, Wolf. There was, there was no string scenes to establish it. Uh, I thought it was really fucking funny when they have that scene where everyone's in a restaurant, they wait for the one person who's apparently not in their team to leave. And they're all like, now it's time for a secret meeting. I was like, guys, there are better ways to have meetings. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. It's weird. Uh, that, that movie feels like it really should have ended as they escaped. And then we got another movie after that where they yeah. actually were trying to fight each other throughout the whole film. Why not just an entire film of David just trying to find the beast? I would have been cool with that. Uh, why not a trilogy? Cool First that. movie is that and it ends with them all getting caught. Second movie is all in hospital. Them breaking out at the end. Third one is the climax of the trilogy. I don't know. Because I I love the idea of Mister Glass and um the Beast teaming up. That's a really cool idea. But they just really didn't follow through with most of the shit they were trying to do. Good old Shamalamanamanam. Yeah. Oh Shyamalan, you you build up my hopes. You 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 like make me think. Oh hey, Shyamalan can still make good movies, and then he makes another one. Oh no no! There he goes again. There he goes again. Can we get that um, sweet two streak? Yeah, I, I, uh, I can't really do Shyamalan anymore. Like, I, I, I wouldn't call it like a fucking one like YMS did because that's just that's there's good near. stuff in the film. It, 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 yeah, I, it, I'd, I'd say it's like a five. Yeah, yeah. I probably, that, I'd probably like, go with a four until rewatching it and then giving like a solid thing. It would have been like like a solid. Uh, eight had it uh, remained consistent in its quality throughout all three acts, but I mean, man, that final if, act. If the final act was better, then I would have given it like a seven and would have been like, okay, this is a good <laughs> trilogy. But otherwise, it's like a really good duology with a really, really mediocre it's duology. Sir. I, I um. No, it's biology. No, no it's I've, chemistry. I've, I've actually cast Split and Glass out of my head canon. I'm just gonna watch Unbreakable. Standalone. No splits are good. Why, why do you want to get rid of split? It, 
again, cliffhanger ending. It'll make you want to see what happens next. What happens next sucks. Oh, like I just... do you mean in the same way that me and Wolf kind of knock off Pirates 2? Because without oh, Pirates yeah, 3, Pirates 2 yeah. is broken. But it yeah. doesn't exactly have like a ton of threads left. With Pirates 2 isn't even a, that good of a movie. It's just like, it's okay, you know? But then Pirates 3 came along and... Like what the fuck did I just watch? That was a, that was an adventure. Came and it was even involved. worse, and then five was like, what? What on earth happened? <laughs> yeah. I'm... Oh, speaking of pirates, um, what's her fucking name? Um, Kira Knightley. Amber Heard. Amber fuck Heard. Amber Heard. Oh. Fuck her. Oh yeah, she uh, she she like, uh, totally she is a scum, She's a scum fuck human being. That's just another reason to hate Aquaman. Okay, well, it's been proven, like, with video evidence from Johnny Depp's surveillance cameras and with a ton of eyewitness accounts. Have you seen it? The Amber Amber Heard total... No, I haven't seen it, Um, but I've read articles on it. Mm -hmm. The Amber Heard completely and utterly lied about abusing Johnny Depp, or about Johnny Depp abusing her. She was the one abusing him. So she ruined his career, essentially, um, over a fucking lie. So... Amber Heard, go fuck yourself. No, I genuinely to... hope you have nothing happy happen in your entire life from no, this No, we point. have to believe women. Oh, hi, Geeks and Gamers. I've, I've, uh, oh, he's I've in chat. There. Hey. Hi, Jeremy. Gamers, we have to believe hey, women. Hey, Jeremy, how's it going? Well, um, honestly, the I'll probably be reaching out to you for the next EFAP now. We'll see if we can get you and uh, maybe World Class Bullshitters on. Because we've got the perfect fucking video to cover. I'm not going to spoil it. But it'll be one that you guys will totally want to have a response to. But I was going to say, uh, I'll try and kick on with the um, the super. Has ever? So oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm I'm going to carry on with super chat. So what do you want to say? Uh, uh, has everyone here seen the new Endgame trailer yet? No. Nope. Yes. I did. No. Do we want to do it? Like, well, we can, we can finish or, the podcast okay. with that if you want. Um. Then I'm I'd I'm I'd rather go into Endgame cold. Oh. Okay. okay. You know yeah, what? Never mind. That's that's fair. I'm um, on the same page. Yeah, okay. okay. Uh, so, this is from um, Staff Mitchell, and I'm guessing he would have had a super chat in the previous one. He said, Wolf misunderstood my question. I wasn't asking why he dislikes New Vegas. I was asking him to qualify how it's of objectively poor quality. Provide evidence. Love the rest you of you. He ends up with saying, love the rest response? of you guys, though. Did you miss my response to that? Because I responded to that during that EFAP. Oh, like, I, lit- I literally said... I don't even know if I said objectively it's a horrible game. I don't remember what quote you're going off of. I think he said it was in my E3 2017 video or something, but I genuinely don't remember. All I said was that I uh, didn't really like it, but I haven't played it in forever, so I don't really remember a lot of it. Aside from that, I hated the gameplay. I don't know what else to tell you. I said that in the last episode. I just want to highlight, he ends it with saying, love the rest of you guys, though. <laughs> it's just such like the... it, it's okay enough people hate me it's fine it's i hate funny. myself too um, and yeah hopefully that's the answer he's looking for uh oh no unless he's in chat uh wolf i got your book and read up to chapter four besides having to look up the rivulets or rivulets uh, i like it so far i'll continue it after work today rags i enjoyed your video today during my lunch break that was from james Moore. hooray cool 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 glad you cool. liked it this stream is disturbing my peace. It's got to be shut down. The mm. film doesn't care to explain the motivation of its characters. Why should you care about the characters? I think that was a reference to uh, the first half an hour. Oh, Alita? That might have been it. I'm, I'm not sure. That sounds like it. Yeah. 
Uh, I was gonna make a super chat about Wolf not liking Alita, but it sounds like he's already sufficiently besieged. Lol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's. I heard that he hates that. I heard that movie. One hundred. He says there's no redeeming qualities it. to it whatsoever. I heard oh he God. wrong thinks on it. But I just okay. It doesn't matter what I say, does it? I'm sorry. What did you say? It doesn't matter what I say. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you I say? say? I I say. Oh, hey, I'm disappointed in this movie. I don't think sucks but i think i'm disappointed in it and i don't think it's very good and everyone takes it as you hate this movie you think it's a piece of shit i hope you're hung i'm sorry what did you say not loud enough <laughs> the poor man uh here's my obligatory efap donation this is definitely my favorite podcast i'm always happy to donate thank you very much uh hi Mola. when can we expect the next unbridled rage looking forward to hear you talk terminator for an hour the next one, I'm expecting it halfway through next week, I'll be done with Captain Marvel. I got delayed because I came up with like 2,000 words worth of mistakes that I found in extra in the movie, so now I'm like throwing all of it into one big video that's difficult to put together as well because I'm trying to get as much footage from trailers and stuff that I can and matching it to scenes and stuff, but it should be next week is, is hopefully when it'll be out. I'm curious, man, because like when I saw the movie, I was just kind of like, meh on it as well like i i, I thought i kind of liked it perhaps i, I wasn't sure and so I'm, i i want to hear your observations to give you an idea like i came out thinking it was pretty bad but meh i think i put like a, a tweet about that fringy thought it was um okay and me and him have been talking a lot about the movie we both concluded that it's possibly the worst in the mcu outside of iron man 3 and that's almost not even I'm not even sure that's provable, like, uh, objective-wise, because I fucking personally despise Iron Man 3 quite a bit. But in terms of structure, the, the writing for world-building characters and just the plot, it's all a fucking hideous mess. Um, Last time you mentioned it, you said that Black Panther was worse. Yeah, I'm not sure about that anymore. Have you changed your mind since? Yeah, I, was, I noticed you didn't name that, so... Yeah, uh, uh, Fringy thinks that it's, it's a close one, and I'm like, yeah, it definitely is, but it's hard to pick because they both do all the same stupid shit. I had an extended discussion with my brother, I think, yesterday uh, about Black Panther. That's his, like his second favorite MCU movie, and uh, I, I like he he wouldn't relent on the um, the ritual combat aspect. He uh, he thinks that like his his argument was basically that the uh, it, like it's a tradition, I guess, and they adhere to the tradition. Uh, and I just didn't really have much of an argument for it. like. I, Oh god! The, People it, pointed out that it's the same thing with Aquaman. I didn't even re really realize it when I was watching Aquaman. Like I, oh shit, um, yes. And when people started pointing it out to me, and they were like, "I can't believe you didn't talk about how they have pretty much the same society as Black Panther," and I was like, "Oh shit, they kind of do." Because Black Panther's <laughs> super fucking forgettable. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, by I the way, I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we had like a. It could have been Simpsons video originally on on mine but bringing up that it's tradition does not counter our point it never has like under as point has never been you know what this is dumb uh because it's tradition like like the idea that we're, we're talking about the fact that they're doing it is stupid it's like yeah but it's tradition it's like their tradition is stupid yeah but it's yeah. tradition like, oh, you're just racist <laughs> against fish people i'm circumcised because of tradition really if i uh well yeah i just i just i couldn't really move past it uh i i just i mean he in general thinks that your video on black panther was 
bad Mauler. Like he, he likes a lot of your content, but he uh, just thought that you're you were being up. No, a lot of people are wrong about Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, the Black Panther one is probably my most criticized uh, video, and the majority of the criticisms never. Well, I say majority and never. Okay, the criticisms never talk about uh, Killmonger. Because it's indefensible how shit he is as a villain for his origin, and everyone's like, "Nah, it's fine. I like him." It's like it's the, the my biggest criticism of the movie is probably Killmonger. The society stuff, uh, I think, is pretty stupid. A lot of it's pretty stupid. There's a lot of stuff in there that's pretty hard to um, address without a little bit of headcanon. But um, yeah, and how T'Challa sucks, and his his quote unquote arc, if you could even call it that, is discovering his dad lied for no reason. It's just, the film's a mess, and then it fucks with the MCU quite a bit, too. Um, and they wasted uh, Andy Serkis as well, which is... Why? Why do this? Why He was, like, the most interesting thing about the film. For someone God. whose last name is Serkis, he'd better be in some fun roles. Exactly. The poor guy just can't ever get a break. Most of the time, whenever he's not in a fucking green screen suit, the movie he's in sucks. Like, I've got a friend who really likes Black Panther, and even he was like, yeah, I think there's probably a deleted scene where they actually explain why they kept it a secret, because it does seem that they've just missed it. Uh, Maybe we gotta wait for that 80-hour version of Black well, Panther. The best thing that I've heard uh, is that they didn't want to bring him back because he's, like, half Wakandan, half uh, outside Wakandan blood, and they don't want and they want to keep it completely isolationist. And I was like, yeah, that'd be a cool reason. It's not in the film, though. It's just like the floor is taken away. They're like, mm. <laughs> it's like there's no scene you can point to where that actually is said, and that's a shame because I think that that one line would fix a lot about Killmonger, but uh, they didn't. And then there's the whole, you know, like he takes half the movie to play around with Andy Serkis for no reason, and then kills him. It's like why, why aren't you just killing him and taking him straight there? What is, what is the point of all this other shit? Remember he has him on his team, then he lets him get involved with all this trade stuff, and he gets captured, and then he has to save him in order to kill him? I know it's tough because Black Panther sucks, but you do remember what I'm talking about, right? Like, I'm I've been trying to erase it from my memory. I just, whenever someone reminds me, it's like, well, I like your videos, but the Black Panther was bad. I'm just like, think more about Black Panther and come back to me, because like, that video wasn't casually made. You're just racist. Yeah, absolutely. The original fall of the of Reach messes up the entire Halo Reach canon. It wasn't that good. You realize the original fall of Reach book was released before Halo One, right? Like literally, it was released before the first <laughs> yeah. game. Maybe how the fuck can how the fuck can you say that the book, the original book, messes with the Reach canon? Reach messed with the original book slash game canon. You they, literally don't know what you're talking was about. Was there canon before that thing that they're referencing of any kind? No. Well, then, Halo yeah, Reach, the, the Fall of Reach book was released, like, I think it was a month or two before the first game came out. Like, that's literally wrong. Unless he's talking about the Fall of Reach mini-movie, in which case 343 kind of did fuck that up, but that's, like, 343's mantra. They just can't do anything without fucking it up. Alright, The Fall of Reach came out uh, October 30th, 2001. Yeah. It, how could you say the book messes with the canon of the game when the game came out almost 10 years after the book? Yeah, and then... You're literally the wrong. came out in November of that year. So about half a month 
later. About well, he two said weeks he said it messes up the entire Halo canon, so I'm not sure. How can it mess up the whole game? You either did not read the book, did not play the games, or you are only going off of Reach and don't know anything else. You're literally wrong. Well, when the book was being written, he was working alongside the boys at Bungie as he wrote it. Uh, is that correct? Yeah, he's the reason why the book exists, because the Bun uh, Bungie wanted like an origin story for the Chief. But you don't need to read the books to understand the first three games. We're not talking about the 343 games where you do. Yes, you, yeah. That's a big problem with 343 games. People actually defend that shit. I like, know, they, I'm well they, aware. Like, I, people, I mean, tell, people tell me... Me, the one who's like literally, like there is a literal library sitting behind me. I have almost 400 books on my shelf. I read every day, all the time. They tell me that I'm just too lazy to read. And it's like, that's, no, that's not how this works. You're just racist. <laughs> we can just add to every one of these I, since you're just racist. <laughs> um, yeah, do you want me to, uh, there's a super chat that's essentially plugging your book. Do you want me to uh, go through with it? Or do you, like, what do you prefer, Wolf? Yeah, you can go through. That doesn't matter. So, uh, Wolf's book is released on Amazon for $15. It's called Iridescent by Bailey Joseph Grable. So if you want to find that, uh, I don't know if you want me to link it, I can. Oh, fuck. You're actually the only person I know. Maybe not the only. You're one of, like, three people I've ever met who's actually pronounced my last name right. Oh, do people say Grable? Yeah. <laughs> or in some cases, it's, it's Gabriel, in which case, it's Gabriel. like, you're... you're you're adding a letter and rearranging three others. How the, how the fuck? My my last name is Brom, and uh, it, it's spelled like Johannes Brahms. And people constantly say Bram. <laughs> drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah, I'll um, I'll make sure there's a link in the description uh, for when this is up on Moolah. Uh, but yeah, you can find it's probably easy to find, right? If you just look up iridescent on um, Amazon. And you go to the book tab, and it's the one with the white cover. And there you go. Yeah, all right. Actually, yeah, I've got the link now. So, if you want to go and purchase his, is would you call it a masterpiece, Wolf? No. I, no. <laughs> th thinking about it now, I actually like have my own objective criticisms of it. I'm still proud of it, but mm -hmm. I would. There, there's things I would, um, I would change about it. Okay. Okay then. Um, Halo Reach was the best Halo game. Hashtag change my mind. From a storytelling False. perspective, Bungie did better than any of the other games they've made. Wrong. Oh no, I think the first. Uh, I think the first Halo had the best story. Uh, I would also agree, disagree with that. I, I would say <laughs> I would say the best story is Halo Two. Um, if we're talking about best characters, that's hands down ODT. There's literally nothing else you can use to refute that. Um, but. Reach definitely no, because its characterization was shit, and its story really contradicted a lot of things from the original Halo canon. So, you want to know the the length of my addition to that that I can give? I don't know. No. Uh, ODST no, is uh, uh, is it Colonel something Fury or something? His his ability in Halo Wars that's really like annoying because it's like span. That's what? that's what I have to contribute. What are you talking about? Oh, Colonel Sanders. He would, trans <laughs> he would transform into a bucket. You know, it's like fire or flames. What's his name? He's like the old man who's has the ODST in Halo Cutter? Wars. 
That's the one. It's not fire or flames at all. Captain Cutter is who you were talking about. That just about. highlights my Halo knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a serious question for Ren and Southpaw. If the rest of the EFAB cast had rhino milk powers and you two had them to milk them to save America, how would you do it? Explain your process. Say the question one more time so I know the, so I know the rules. Yeah. Well, it's a, a, a serious question for Ren and Southpaw. If the rest of the EFAB cast had rhino milking powers and you two had to milk them to save America, how would you do it? Explain your process. So, uh, um, is that a Last Jedi joke? Rhino milk? No, About actually. <laughs> There's no. a lot of lore there. Okay. Go on. I think it's a confusingly worded question because they said if we had rhino milking powers, how would you milk? I, I, yeah. I, I, think, I think he means like rhino milk powers, as in you guys have milk in you that's the same milk as rhinos. I don't know. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, is, it, is the goal to milk the most milk? I didn't or say just... Captain Cutter was in Reach. I said he was in Halo Wars. God. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Um, how how I would do it is I would uh I, I would go up to you guys, and then I would uh take take a bottle, an empty bottle, and then I would look Where's at the one of the one of the four <laughs> one of the four tits in your pubic area. Hashtag me too, please. And then squeeze Wait. it, and then oh, oh. drink it straight straight from the bottle. Oh. Yeah. Oh Jesus! We're talking about the thing from the last chat. <laughs> yes, I, I, was, I was so confused I, for a second. I, I was like, I, the I, in our pubic area, and I was like, what? Yeah, I called it the 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 four pube tittied milk monster. That's okay. <laughs> um, so anyway, <laughs> Reach had God better storytelling, as in there was less of a need to reference outside materials to understand what was going on. That's wrong again. <laughs> what are you talking like literally prior to 343's involvement you did not have to read the books to understand the games in fact reach actually has uh the character dr halsey who is only in the books you wouldn't know who she is um beyond the books reach is the first one that included something from the books that you had to read the books to understand it wasn't a big thing like, it, it wasn't, like, a huge issue with the game. It was like, okay, it's a doctor, she knows who Spartans are, whatever. But that's literally wrong. I, I've seen, like, uh, zero punctuation. Um, he apparently thinks the first three Halo games are hard to understand. I think he's an idiot, if that's the case. Mm. They're really, really, really fucking easy to understand. Like, you'd have to be a retard not to understand them. That's a, that's a bad word, you're not allowed to say that one anymore. Retard, 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 retard. Yeah, it's fine if you do it that way because it like combines it all into one big long word that doesn't make sense. So that's okay. Do that from now on, okay? Okay. Jesus. Uh, hey guys, love your content. Would love to come on sometime. Keep up the objectively good work. Oh, say that. I had a hard time following the plot the first time watching Mission Impossible Fallout, but I was rather drunk on mead. Had no problem second time. Nord mead's hard shit. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, what would make your videos better would be to add timestamps. Maybe do that in all your future videos. I'm, I'm not sure who that's directed it at. It begins and... at zero, 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 and it ends Do at they mean, like, timestamp for the movie in for what you're referencing at the time? Well, that might... I'm not sure if that was directed at me. Probably not, but, like, in, in my video, I actually had timestamps for every clip that I used from Ren. 
just so people could like go back and see if I was taking him out of context. That's fair. Um, just you know, just a way of like I'm showing my work. You know, I'm not doing what uh what TRO or Quinton <laughs> Reviews do. Or see, the thing Jackson. is. We're fine with it if you do it chronologically, or at least have some structure, but when you literally just chop it up into pieces and throw them all over the place, just like, what the fuck? Do you remember well, how long it took us to find the clip they were talking about with Rags? That's that's the thing that I was doing with, with Ren, was uh, I, I didn't like address this video in chronological order. I had like a structure to it that required kind of like cutting it up all over the place, but I, that's why I, I wanted those, those timestamps there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Objectivity is proud of you guys. Glad to see a part two with Southpaw on it. Get in. Beautiful. Go, 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 go crazy. Wah, 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 wah. Go stupid. Uh, go crazy. Yeah, go stupid. Wah, 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 wah. Is that a reference? Um, no. I don't I, know. I, I, not that I know of. Uh, I missed some crucial details the first time I saw Fallout and thus was a bit lost. However, there is a fine line between the film doing its job and my attention span. I don't blame the film if it does explain it, but I miss it. Which, by the way, there is something in Captain Marvel that I thought was a flaw, and then uh, I got to rewatch it, and I realized it wasn't because there was a throwaway line. Weird how much throwaway lines uh, can rescue a script, because the interesting part is you're like, well, it may have been a throwaway line, but I missed it, so it's still like something they should have worked harder on. But then the next guy is like, what do you mean? I heard him. So it's... Sometimes, sometimes the throwaway line can fuck up your script even harder. For instance, <laughs> there is no way out of this cave and crate. Yeah, no, or, or no the one that bringing references all the time, which is uh, before the Sahara was a desert. Oh it man, fucks Aquaman quite a bit. Yeah, good, good job on that, uh, Wolf. I hadn't even like considered looking that up. It's just yeah, I was you... like, well, well, how long is the? Because I was, I genuinely didn't even know that the Sahara was not a desert at some point. So I was like, huh, like I didn't even think it was a criticism when I looked it up. I was just oh. like, I was genuinely just curious. And then I looked it up and it was like, the Sahara Desert has been around for 7 million years. And I was like, <laughs> okay, this is, um, this is, uh, you this know, is maybe a You know they thought it was a cool line. They were like, that's a cool line. Before the Sahara was a desert, that is cool. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, like I, I genuinely didn't go into it thinking it was a problem. I just was curious because, you know, um, uh, you know the, how there's like fossils in the Antarctic where uh, I'm guessing before like Pangaea broke up or whatever, um, there's like fossils of leaves and shit. So it was once pretty lush, and I thought it was like the same thing, and it kind of is in a way. Different circumstances. I was just genuinely interested in it, and then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, so before the dawn of man, that that hurts things a little bit. <laughs> Vito just said when... Captain Marvel made me a feminist. <laughs> when when, uh, when I, in my video when I'm talking ring scenes i i bring up that not having a uh such a scene a transition scene can really hurt a film like dark knight rises um with with bruce obviously and then i uh, also said aquaman in the kingdom of the deserters as well um mm -hmm. like how the fuck did they get out of out of that thing they got in through like a this slide that led into a bottomless pit i'm still trying to figure out how they Got another plane and got all the way to Italy from the middle of nowhere in the Shut era. up, Aquaman's amazing. You know oh, that no, was no, I don't I don't want another scene like that because then they would just have another fucking pitbull song playing. Fringy, oh, Fringy was actually having trouble deciding if Aquaman or Captain Marvel are worse. I felt bad for him. I said I thought Captain Marvel you... was worse, but I'm actually not sure because 
because I, I even as much as I don't like Aquaman, the way you make Captain Marvel sound, I mean, at least Aquaman has Jason Momoa, and he's Captain mostly... Marvel's got this problem where it'll tell Aquaman. you a thing is the way it is, and then you go, okay, well that doesn't make sense because of this reason, and then you think about it again, you go, it also doesn't make sense because of this and this and the oh Jesus Christ no, and then like several pieces here and there can erupt into like this whole web of of new issues it creates by existing. Aquaman has the uh, the Sicily chase in spite of Black Manta's retarded uh, character design. Um, it has fuck. It's got that beautiful shot where uh, he and Mara like dive into the trench and they've got this flare and they're like surrounded by like. Well, yeah, that was a really cool shot. Like every dude, time I saw it, I was like, "That is really fun." Like I saw that film in IMAX, dude, and that was one of the most incredible shots I think I've seen in any movie from last year. Fucking crazy well done. Yeah, there is a lot of I mean, some of the CGI looked really, really video gaming. But yep. there was there was some parts where I was like, okay, James Wan did really cool with some of the visual. Really good, rather with he some did of the really visual. cool. <laughs> it it really no, it like it really is like at mo like for mo like yeah, there's some ugly moments, but for the most part, it's a very beautiful film. Uh that I I just I admired like the visuals aspect of it and I think that uh, had I not been uh, as attached to Star Wars as I was, I probably could have uh, praised The Last Jedi more on that front. But I don't have an attachment to the DC movies. They suck. I don't have an attachment to Aquaman as a character. He sucks. And uh, I saw the film he, and I, I loved the visuals, but it was just, it, yeah. You looking movie, forward to but... the new generation where Captain Marvel leads the Avengers and Aquaman leads the Justice League because... <laughs> I can't wait, man. I can't wait. She's you know, such a leader. You know, I wonder. I hope this. to God. Like, I, I probably not even get to bother watching the next Aquaman movie, but they better get Amber Heard out of there. Just replace her with anyone. How about replace her with Johnny Depp, but he's playing the same role? <laughs> that could work, actually. <laughs> he can disappear into any role, after all. That would be really funny, replacing Amber Heard's character with Johnny Depp. Oh, uh, a mod of mine just let me know as well. Sahara, the actual name, is derived from... Yeah, like, it, it comes from Arabic and it means desert. That's just kind of funny. Before the desert <laughs> was, was a desert. desert. <laughs> they wanted to be so cool with it, didn't they? They wanted to be Before so cool. Before the Sahara was desert. Uh... Oh. Rags, congrats on the Aquaman review. It was great, except my shackles. Also, Action Man, bad. Um, yeah, I always thought the Rags' take on Aquaman was better, except for the submarine criticism. Uh, it was good that he made a follow-up for that, though, because he did. Well, I see something long and hard, and I just lose all rational thought. I can't help it. <laughs> and it was full of semen, so that doesn't help things. Uh, can't wait for Broom Boy's fate in Return of Jar Jar. Oh, totally. Thank you for discussing Fallout. I originally had no interest in seeing it ever, but after the last EFAP, I gave it a try and I absolutely love it. I have now discovered a new favorite series. I think it's actually, like, I, I you know, Ren, your take on this can be whatever you want, obviously. I just, I think that it's actually reinvigorated Mission Impossible fans, and the irony is, like, what, this is number six? Yeah, that seems Hon to be the consensus on it. How honestly, many series get crappier and crappier? <laughs> honestly, five kind of reinvigorated it for me because of inclusion i think she's just such a great character that adds a really fascinating dynamic to the story um so i i just i felt like uh 
with with her coming back to Fallout, it was you know, oh cool, she's she's coming back and she played a good role, and um, I felt like you know overall Chris McQuarrie has done a great job with with the movies he's done so far. I'm glad that he's making uh, another two. Mm. Um, I I have high hopes for for uh, for the mission series. I I'm not expecting the next movies to be as good as Fallout because uh, McQuarrie himself has stated he doesn't think he can he can top it. Um, and if they smaller want... games can uh, pre be just as smaller games, smaller stories can be just as effective as a big one like Fallout. Oh, I'm so, not necessarily talking about about smaller. I mean, like like uh, just well, if, he, if he just goes with like a smaller story rather than trying to top the um, grandiose aspect of Fallout, then that could still work. Yeah, I mean, as long as the story is good and the action is like well shot and well edited, then I, I'm not going to care. Like. Uh, there, there could be like fights, several fight scenes in MI7 that aren't as good as the bathroom fight scene. But as long as they aren't shot like Taken Three, then I'm good. As long as they're shot, I think we can all know. agree on that. Yeah, uh, I don't think you're gonna find too many movies shot worse than Taken Three, dude. Taken Two, I didn't mind as much, but Taken Three, I, I, I got a headache from watching it. My God, that's like, I think it's the one film I actually like physically hurt it's like one of the only films liam neeson has been in that he couldn't save the other one being a million (laughs) ways to die in the west oh god i was so sad to see him in that movie i was like no liam neeson no once once i saw um was that um fuck what's her name um the blonde chick i god damn it she was in mad max fury road Charlie's theorem. Yeah, once I saw her put a flower in Liam Neeson's. Oh house, yeah. I was like, what? What does the world come to? I, oh. Although honestly, it's not the worst thing to ever happen from for Liam Neeson. I would say that the character assassination recently was. Yeah, that's a whole other topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, but it uh, sucks. Yeah. I was gonna say, like Liam I, Neeson thought a bad thing forever ago. Let's cruise and felt him. bad about it. If he yeah. just said they won't make Captain Marvel the leader, it doesn't work thematically. Uh, that's precisely why everyone's upset by the idea. Because uh, the point is going to be that Iron Man and Cap are getting ousted because their stories are ending. Which is fine, I just hope they end well. And uh, the new frontrunner for Marvel is going to be Captain Marvel. Because she's, she's super powerful, super awesome, and uh, they're all excited about it. I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige has made statements in relation to this, but yeah. The idea is going to be that they're going to coalesce around her. And I don't know, like controversial take, maybe Endgame opens with her dying. I don't know. Maybe that works. Maybe that's better. I don't know. Suggestion? No, nothing. Kill the MCU. No, not all of it. We can keep some of it. I mean, fuck. I I, I, I like the idea of Doctor Strange like getting into a leader position to try and get over himself that. a little bit. Yeah, but uh, just having Captain Marvel jump in there, I'm just like, we'll see, we'll see what they do. Uh, What about the elevator scene in Michael Bay's TMNT? I am not sure that is a response to. I haven't seen that movie, so string scene possibly. Like I haven't seen that movie ever, but I saw the clip. Oh, that's when they start beatboxing, right? They're beatboxing. They're banging their their weapons together. It's actually kind of a it's you know devoid of context it's it's kind of cool like if the idea is they're headed to some battle which it looks like as they're all geared up um and this is just something they're doing to shoot the shit as they wait like that's that's pretty fun it's a nice little moment oh and, and to clarify uh 
Captain Marvel probably could lead a team of people. That's not the problem. It's the fact that she just doesn't know any of our characters. And it bothers me that she's going to be like... Deus Ex Machina. We need... Because yeah. what you need is like a whole movie where she gets to know them. You know, like Avengers, the original, a lot of people say it's like kind of outdated now. I still think it's a good movie, but um, everyone is clashing and getting to know each other. And then by the later movies, they all have an understanding and respect. Let's put it that way. But the idea that yeah. Captain Marvel is literally copied and pasted into Endgame... And then she's just like, all right, then let's do this. It's like, nah, 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 go away. No, stop. What you doing in my movie? Um, Did any of you guys see uh, Cold Pursuit, by the way? What's that? Uh, oh, the, the Liam Neeson movie? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I want to. Dude, I saw it in theaters twice. It's it's good. Um, it's it's a <laughs> Mother, lot. It's the one where Liam Neeson's son gets taken from him by <laughs> drugs. By drugs? If if you break every Liam Neeson movie down, something always gets taken from him. Like the ability for his airplane to fly in the gray. That gets taken <laughs> from him. <laughs> no, it's actually a completely good functional well, his... aircraft away from this man. Well, his <laughs> wife was taken from him in that movie, so you know. That's true. It's not even it's not even like a standard Liam Neeson movie. It's it's honestly uh like sure he becomes like a vigilante a lot less of a badass and it's uh it's it's more like a, a a film like Fargo. You guys ever watch Fargo? Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically a spiritual successor to Fargo. I like the idea that every single Liam Neeson movie is part of the same timeline. Because even when you go back and look at Batman Begins, he's like, "My wife was taken from me," and it's like, "I know what you mean." <laughs> Which wife now? <laughs> Which wife? <laughs> he's had a few at this point. Yeah, are you including the Chronicles of Narnia? Um, he's he's reincarnated into oh, a lion. Oh god, he was in that movie, wasn't he? He was Jeez. the Jesus lion. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I don't get. I don't get of these arguments. Everything done in a film is for the benefit of the audience. If something happens just because, it's needless fluff. I, unfortunately, I'm not 100 percent sure who that's a response to specifically. Uh, it's called Mission Impossible, but Tom Cruise always completes his missions. Zero out of ten. I refuse to watch or support these films or lies. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty much impossible missions. That's usually the, the running theme, is the mission is ridiculous. Uh, my implied spiders foretold me milking butterfly ghost rhinos with women in the clipazine, clapping three times without getting objectively bored, in my opinion. But anyways, guys, you know, that shouldn't make a lot of sense to anybody who hasn't seen EFAP. That's just how it goes. But it makes complete sense to us. We know exactly what that man was trying to say. Well, thanks for telling me where you got your Blu-ray footage for videos. What programs do you use personally? It seems complicated, is it not? Sony Vegas, I believe I have 16 or 15. I can't remember. I use 15. Uh, I use 14. And Sony Vegas, like, it may seem intimidating if you've never used it before, but just throw a video file in there, hit play on it, and realize you've got, like, the little preview thing, and you're like, oh, and then try cutting, try moving things around. You'll learn all the basic yes. stuff, then look into YouTube videos to just give you tips and tricks on yeah. other things. Yeah, whenever um, whenever you need to be like, oh, how do you do thing? And then just go to YouTube. How do I do thing? And then you learn yeah. the thing. And then There's a ton of really good videos to tell you how to do Sony Vegas stuff. Oh, yeah. you, just, you learn a little bit at a time, and it just builds up and builds up, and then you learn how to do a lot. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wow, I, didn't, I, I, I know all these things. Um, hello, all my N-words. Also, hey, Southpaw, <laughs> loved your wolf. Warhammer Vimentide 2 review. Gonna... Oh, thank you. I, I worked I worked extremely hard on that. Yeah, it was great. Very long time. Seriously, you lads bring a smile to this Dragon's Day, and I'm glad me silly sketches can do the same for you. That's uh, from Beowin, by the way. 
<laughs> Good Wolf. old Beowulf. Wolf, watch Alita OVA before reading the manga in your review. The movie isn't just based off uh, that for your information. Yep, I talked to the person in the chat. I got the OVA pulled up on another tab. I'll probably watch that once we're done here. Sweet. I won't be able to stay long because of work, but I want to say thank you, Mola Rags, Wolf, for giving great content. May the rhino milk be with you. Very much. May the rhino milk be with you, and also with you. <laughs> Wolf, I want to say, even though I disagree with you sometimes on a couple of movies, my respect for you is immense. Because of you, I got back into reading and feel my life has become all the better for it. Oh, cool. Thank you. Uh, are we sure he's seen the Fallout three times? I I I can believe it. It's okay, Ren. I, I bet that he was bored though. The third time I was. bored him. Yeah. It's tough when I in general I just don't like movies. The so, movies suck. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I mean your 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 content seems to focus more on gaming than movies itself. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I think that that was your third total video on on movies at all. Yeah. Yeah. You made a Ghostbusters video. Oh, I could, it's my fourth. Fourth? I forgot about the Ghostbusters one, yeah. Yeah, fourth. well, wait, I was counting that in the Kingsman. What was the other one? Kingsman, I did one on uh, long takes and how they fake the cuts. And oh, okay. that's it. And Mission Impossible. I gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I'd love to hear about how the three of you met. I remember someone saying that Muller insulted Wolf. I wish I could have seen that discussion. It's not it's not hugely interesting. I mean we got on quickly, so Yeah, so I made a Thor Ragnarok video because I didn't like the movie, and then people started uh tweeting at me saying, Mauler's talking shit, and I was like, Who the fuck is Mauler? And then they <laughs> sent me the link to the video, and uh it's the third TF TLJ, sorry, critique at one hour and eight minutes. Um he starts talking about Thor Ragnarok, and I was like, oh, this is where it's going to be. And then he says, my video's terrible. And then I commented, not even thinking you would notice it. Um, Thems are fighting words. <laughs> and Boy. Th then we just had a conversation. And then I was like, all right, we're probably never going to talk with that again. But that's that was fun. And then we <laughs> kept talking. And now we watch like multiple movies a week and do this. So that's how it happened. It was Beautiful definitely country. like a, a much more good-natured jab than Misanthropony's jab at Mahler in his TLJ that one, video. That one's oh, confusing, God. yeah. I like how Misanthropony's like, you don't need to have a five-hour series on this, and he makes like Amen. a four-hour series. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up, Misanthropony, you worthless content creator. Oof. Congratulations, well, you, you, said, you said all the same critiques Mahler did like six months prior. And yeah. insulted Mahler for having a series almost as long as yours was. Get out of here. Absolute loser. Uh, and I was going to say, as for Rags, it's, it's really easy. Like, he just sent me a message saying, like, want to hang out sometime. And I was like, okay. That was it. <laughs> like, we're friends. We are friends now. You will accept this curse? Yeah, Rags uh, didn't even consent. Like, ask for consent. He just friends me, you know? Say we are friends now. Yep, he put his hand over my head and just went. <laughs> <laughs> the interesting part, though, I think, is that Wolf and Rags met separately to me and Rags meeting separately. Yeah. And then, so we were all friends with each other, but not as like a trio. And then we created uh, these uh, these disgusting podcasts. I, mean, I was just so dis 
I was just so distraught after seeing The Last Jedi, or rather, I, I like to say being subjected to it. And uh, I was like, just trying to assure myself that I wasn't going crazy in this movie that had insanely positive reviews uh, was actually terrible. And then a few days later, Mahler makes this video called An Unbridled Rage. And uh, that, that was that. That was since. that. This, my whole YouTube career is because of that choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have like, how many subscribers? Like 5,000 for that video? No, oh, it was uh, just over 2,000. 2,000? Yeah. So, and then you just skyrocketed to popularity after that. The and Last Jedi reason. brings people together. <laughs> unintentionally. Yeah. That's, that's honestly like one of the only good things to come from that movie is I wouldn't have... Uh, seen seen Mahler, Wolf, Rags, I wouldn't have seen any of the people connected to EFAP in any capacity like, if it weren't for that fucking movie. Yep. I want to give thanks to Jesus. And Ryan Johnson. What a, what a legend. Ryan Jesus. What, you're saying that Ryan Johnson and Jesus aren't the same thing? Well, we can prove Ryan Johnson existed. Oh. And thus you can prove Jesus. There you go. <laughs> um... Yeah, and you have to watch at work tomorrow. Rags, I asked V yesterday, but when will you two kiss and make up in Sargon's D&D? Please stream soon. V has a problem with me for some reason. I don't even Wait, v know. V does? V. Kick V. I, yeah, he, like, Kick he, v. He, just in D&D. His, his, he is convinced that I'm, like, his enemy in D&D. So I'm like, I just shrug my shoulders like, I don't, I don't even know. I don't understand. Sargon. Sargon, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> they met at the KGB office in the Stalin Hall. Yes, exactly how it went. The I felt argument is a nothing argument. It's not. A, it's not entirely a nothing. It's just nothing in the in the same context. So if 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 Wolf came home and was like, "Man, I fucking hate Elisa Battle Angel. It's good, but man, it's just like hit me all in the wrong way." And I was like, "What do you mean?" You go, "Oh, well, it references all these things." But I really think they could have covered better because I, I have a big investment in it personally. I just felt that they did it badly. That would be completely valid. Because he's not saying that it's, you know... I hate to use the word because it's like a fucking buzzword at this point, but it's like he's not being objective deliberately. And that's the thing. We've only ever wanted the line drawn. We've never said that you can't have feels arguments. Because if you feel, your feels arguments will explain your feels. That's the point. Um, the one I reference is stuff like... Uh, I've got a friend who really likes Doctor Strange because uh, he associates with what he goes through with the disability thing. And I was like, mm. yeah, that's something that I can't really, like, I wouldn't get personally. So, But uh, I can see how someone would feel that way. And that's why he, he really enjoys the film because he really connects with Doctor Strange on that level. While I think the Doctor Strange is pretty flawed in terms of structure, but it's just like, you know, it makes for interesting conversation when you just separate the two out, that's all. Um, life gold now, be a guest on EFAP. But you never know with these things, you know? It's not like we intended for this Southpaw creature to get onto here, but he just, you know, slithered on. I, I just uh, bombarded Wolf with uh, tagged <laughs> messages in the chat last time. Oh god, and don't say that. good points. People are gonna start adding Wolf with that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> Hey Wolf, part two and three of your Alpha and Omega videos aren't available where I live. Could you please give me a five words rundown of what happens? Why wouldn't they be? Oh, copyright. Um, they're terrible movies. There you go. <laughs> they're really, really, really awful movies. 
That's the rundown. Uh, Wolf, I showed my friend Lord of the Rings since he had never seen or read them before. And after Return of the King ended, he said, how could they do my boy Frodo like that? By the way, Muller, you watched that high top vid yet? Kisses. I don't think so. And what's wrong with what they did but, to Frodo? But Frodo went to the Undying Lands. Is that it's what he's referring now. to? Or is he talking about know. the fact that Frodo I, well, wants the ring by the end? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the criticism is exactly, so... Alright, then. <laughs> so a seal walks into a club. Oh. Get it? I, I thought... I didn't... I thought that uh, seals were like... Uh, they're like Baptists and they didn't drink. <laughs> yeah, that was always my understanding. But that's that's a inaccurate joke. Disgusting. Uh, had to donate five more bucks for that joke. Raggers, that's one hell of a wit you got there. Such a savage. I, what was that one? It was the, uh... I can't remember what the joke was, but it was really good. Um, oh, what? Can... Didn't he just, like, do, uh... He just referenced the movie? I believe so. Mola, people are criticizing your robot. They say it's a broken hypothetical. You can't use something about the one who programs it as a bias. Well, I'm oh, sorry yeah, that people are so fucking today. retarded that they can't... This, I get this all the time. It was so simple. The idea is a robot has no personality at all, so what you put into the robot is all that it has, and so you say, look at logical consistency only. And so now, the robot is going to conclude everything based on that. No feels arguments can possibly even come out of it, theoretically. And then, people are like, the person who programmed it would, would be a person, so therefore... It's like, that's no, not this, the tip of the theoretical. I've just given you all of the standards. So... The idea is just to prove what an objective take would be, because Just Right was like, you can't be objective if you're human. And I was like, okay, then take a theoretical robot, and its only concern is logical consistency. It will be an objective take, yes? And they're like, well, the robot would be programmed by a human. It's like, you want to bang your head against the desk. It's like, oh, Jesus, okay, fine, I'm out. But yeah. What if it's like Skynet and it was created by other robots, though? Robot milk. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people think Fallout is bad. Re, I I know. Thanks for the EFAP for my birthday. No problem. Someone sewer chatted. He liked Rags's Fallout seventy six video, so he got mad. He gave money to Mauler for his video, and then the meme was born from that point. Oh, I get it. What? Why would I get mad that somebody? Oh, you you were probably joking. I don't think you were actually. That was mad. the assa uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Aliens oh, Colonial Marines. Oh, stream. I joke. Oh, I remember somebody sent a super chat. And you, you're, you got the super chat, and it was because they liked my video so much. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, it's a good thing our videos making you all this bunny mauler. And then everyone started thinking mauler. Yeah, I think, I think that's how that's All right, I just want to highlight. Just Right is a more mature critic than Mauler who appreciates that art is more important than craft. I've never said this. <laughs> it's like it's like you know remember quinton said why why is objective better than subjective you remember that rags when did we ever say these things that like i don't know people make people make shit up about us and a lot of the times the things that people accuse us of saying that they hate are things that people they like say unironically all and the then time. they fucking say it, it too it baffles <laughs> me it baffles me yeah, I, uh, we, uh, the craft is super important. What people get out of it for themselves is also super fucking important, depending on what the conversation is. But we'll just have to keep saying it until people stop saying that we're not saying it, because that's all we can really do. Um, last time I saw a 4-on-1 this brutal, I had to take sexual counseling. Oh, oh. Oh. 
Mola feels like a mediator okay. in this EFAP. I mean, I think I think it was all relatively civil. You know, it was okay. Uh, Merry Christmas, Froggers. I forgot to write a message on my last one, lol. Respect the hell out of you for doing this Ren instant sub. Oh, there you go. God, is, yeah, that's, that's good. Uh, the meme may have started on the first EFAP gaming when I donated 100, saying how I liked Rags' Fallout <laughs> video, and then Rags got mad at them all and got the money for his wick. <laughs> Again, I, I don't think Rags is actually bad. I, w I wasn't really mad. I'm happy that one of my buddies is getting richer and richer. So Off the back of you. The money three ways for this? You just no. Keep... no. It's uh, it, I don't, I don't I got, know that. Money's not an issue for me. It's fine. Well, it's, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I literally never, I never think about it. I don't even. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily mind. It's just that the whole point I thought that was that we, we would be having streams all together, but for now, Rags right, and Wolf we'll sort do. of dialed theirs down. We'll do a we'll do a forty forty ten split. I'll get forty, Mahler gets forty, and the wolf gets ten. What the fuck? Why do I only get ten? Yeah, yeah should be getting come, five. How, wait, how come? No, how come none of you guys said that only adds up to ninety? <laughs> That's a good point. Where's the, the chat show. going, huh? The chat. See, you guys were so focused. You see, here's the thing. I set this shit up. Hey, you guys I made were a so joke, focused though. on your greed that you didn't even know that there was 10% left over for some mystery person. I'm still getting significantly <laughs> less. <laughs> I was going to say, both the wolf's point would still be valid. <laughs> what about the other 10%? There you go. Stab has said it. I think I just think that um, Wolf needs to contribute more if he's going to get the bling like we do. What the fuck? I don't even monetize my videos. Yeah, well, yeah, Wolf. It shows. Because who would pay for that shit? Yeah, well, I if mean, you don't even monetize geez. your videos, you, you Wolf's don't right. Pay f you don't have to pay for that. Y yeah, who would? That's your opinion, Wolf. No one would. No because one, because it's a YouTube they video. Don't, they have no option to. They wouldn't well, then they it wouldn't could, be then. YouTube. Wouldn't be YouTube. Apparently, but oh, my video today, it got demonetized, like, before I could even publish it. Yeah, but it. you have queer <laughs> in the title. That was probably the reason. Yeah, well, maybe they... Fucking shouldn't be so queer then. <laughs> did you have it get? You didn't have it get uh, reviewed manually. Yeah, I, th I think they actually did get ads up on it fairly quickly, which shocked me. The thing that sucks about YouTube, the thing, um, but about nine out of ten of my appeals get approved. So their bot is wrong at least ninety percent of the time, but they still just keep that bot going. Wait, it's is your video down? No, it's up. It just okay. it got demonetized the second I wow. even suggested it to YouTube. But apparently someone messaged me already and said, oh, I got an ad on your video. I'm like, oh, that's nifty. Hmm. Hooray. But you can still get ads on it if it's demonetized. Just uh, yeah, it either doesn't get ads or there's severely limited, limited yeah. ads. Yeah. So um, a lot of the times it'll just be... But you can just set it for a scheduled upload and have YouTube look at it and manually review it before it goes live. They've done yeah. that for me a couple times, and my channel is much smaller. Like I said, yeah. you, probably, you probably wouldn't even have the problem if the word queer wasn't in the title, because that's how stupid they are with this. Like, they'll just yeah. be like, ah, oh, evil weird. And you're like, is it though? Okay. I mean, I thought that they were trying to reclaim that word. What, demonetize? No, queer. No, no. <laughs> reclaim yeah, the word Why would anyone... Um... Uh, no joke, after you the original what? Fallout 76 chat, I might have been the first one to make the meme of it. That's from Creamy Sheev, so... He's, he's claiming been. ownership of the meme. The meme master Creamy Sheev. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's see if this summoning Sheev. works. And they've got a bunch of candles around ER. One day, one day. 
was a huge fan of Fallout New Vegas, I can understand how Wolf wouldn't like it, and I can accept that. What I can't accept is when Snacks said the Evil Dead series was terrible. That's just wrong. Yeah, no, he's evil. He's, what? Oh, really? He's Satan. I, I think I mentioned it on the previous EFAP. It was in my, like, summary notes and stuff. He said that um, Army of Darkness was bad. And uh, as a part of the Evil Dead series, I was like, are the other ones bad? And he was like, yes. I've literally never seen an Evil Dead movie. It's oh, okay. no. They're just, they're movies you you're not allowed to say are bad. Have you seen Ash vs. Evil Dead? There's laws against it. I haven't seen it. No. Now. Oh my god. That, I love Evil Dead. That's, that's, my, that's pretty much my Star Wars. That's the thing I grew up with. Yeah, the show is, is so good. Uh, it's, it's rare to see... You know, we're in an age of reboots and sequels and stuff like that. And I think Evil Dead, Ash vs. Evil Dead is one of the few things that actually lives up to the older material mm -hmm. except um, season two is a little hitchy it's got a couple missteps in season two but one and three they they do it right rags wolf mola fifth element good or bad i haven't oh, seen I it in a really it. long I, time so i, I don't even really fifth element of it. yeah one of my say, favorite movies ever i saw it ages ago and i really liked it i'd have to watch it again to be sure but oh, um... it's so good it just it understands itself <laughs> you fucking with me right now? <laughs> no, I no, I mean it. Like it understands that it is, it gets what it is, and it plays itself off as like a silly movie mm -hmm. when it needs to. It doesn't try to be super serial or anything like that. Uh, thoughts on John Wick? Love it. Love it. First one's pretty good. <laughs> I love the first one. Oh yeah, whoa, 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 I skipped ahead. Uh, yeah, and for clarification, I actually do intend to make videos on John Wick because I think it's kind of a sad little uh, story of how a creator can uh, be convinced by like Wick being loved that they need to just remake it again. And it's something that you can easily avoid by doing the whole... I know this is a strange example, I was just thinking about it, like how Lord of the Rings was the one, two, three, all in a row, done and done. There's no like... They make the first one, and everyone's like, oh man, I fucking loved it with Balrog. I hope they do a Balrog again in the second one. And then Peter Jackson's like, okay, can we fit a Balrog in here? How about a Balrog is just in Mordor? He's just chilling out. Even in the background. Gandalf fights him again. Pretty cool, right? Isn't that kind of what... Isn't that kind of what he did in the Hobbit movies with uh, yeah, you could, and Legolas? You could say that the Hobbit movies are what I'm just... I was talking about there, kind of. <laughs> Which yeah, they really did just shoehorn a bunch of shit from the Lord of the Rings and when it really shouldn't have been. Hobbit, but it's sad too because, like, I mean, I I do love Legolas. I actually, I had a corgi uh, who passed away a few years ago, but I named him after Legolas. You named your corgi Legolas? <laughs> yes. What a strange name <laughs> for a corgi. Well, okay, so uh, I, I actually got him as a... Uh, Christmas gift, technically, uh, and he was named Legolas for me because I, I loved the, the character. Oh. Um, and I was like, I think, fuck, uh, nine at the time when I got him. I think that would be a, a that, Gimli. That's excusable to name it that at nine. Jeremy Johns <laughs> named his dogs Jaegers uh, from Pacific this, Rim. There's an argument oh, in chat actually, right now. I a, Sorry. I had a friend that, uh, I had a friend that named uh, his, his Chihuahua after Gimli. 
<laughs> Spindly um, little dwarf. There's an argument in chat right now that's going on that's arguing that it makes sense that Ray could vanish a blade with the force. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I mean, well, if we accept that she can make objects disappear, <laughs> let's think is... about how useful this could be in literally any scenario imaginable. Well, they Who can lift stuff. That? What's their so... name? What's what's this person's name? I don't want to. I don't want to like Fuck fucking dump on him. I'm just saying. No, I just I just want to to do a my my best possible Ralph retort uh, impression, reacting to Monday Matt. You know what? What you know the why. <laughs> I mean, you've already- you, the joke has been done, technically, now. No, wait a minute, man, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh yeah, Wolf, you can't get rid of your Xbox just yet. What if they make Halo Infinite an Xbox exclusive on release? I don't care at all. It, I mean, 1, I mean, 2, and 3 and ODST are really the only one. Yeah. Halo 4's story I like, but nothing else about it is good. I, I mean, honestly, if it was just Halo 1, 2, 3, fine. Infinite, I'm not holding out hopes for it being good. It's 343. Three. They don't make good games. Uh, Halo 1 had the best story because the Flood was actually a surprise then. The Arbiter is legit, though. Still waiting on a standalone game with him. I think that the only refutation I would have to that is that the characters in Halo 1 were kind of nothing. I mean, it had a good plot, and it had good world building, but it didn't have really any story to it. Cortana was the closest to having any kind of characterization. I still love that game to death, but Halo 2, that one's where it's at. Halo 3 is a real close second. Uh, Wolf, what are your thoughts on the didact? Oh, he could have been such a good villain uh, until they decided to kill him in a fucking... <laughs> fucking kill him with a grenade in a quick time event and then... We're like, okay, let's bring him back and kill him again in a comic. And it was like, what are you doing? So stupid. Such a cool villain that was wasted. He was Snoke before Snoke was a thing. Uh, Oof Oof said the robot could make up a defense for the disappearance. You can't deny that. What are you talking about? Was it the, the disappearing knife? Yeah, wouldn't... The robot wouldn't be able to come up with anything. The robot doesn't come up with anything. Like, it doesn't invent... It would just notice it, actually. Yeah, it would just be like, knife disappeared, floor, report, next thing. Be like, okay. Uh, or and maybe we wouldn't even quantify the floor. trying to justify the disappearing knife. Yeah. Uh... Like, that, that, that's a major continuity error. Like, that, that's, uh, it's a different level than the four uh, rowdy French guys in the, the bathroom and fall out. Yeah, no. Well, I this mean, is the it, thing. It's it, very... We went over this with Major Lee. Like, we're I mean, trying to convince him point... it was serious. If you're at the point where you're defending a knife literally disappearing, then you're too far gone. Okay, someone said Outlast is better than Soma in chat. You wolf. I'm out, I'm out. Chat, chat said Outlast <laughs> is better than Soma. We're done. <laughs> uh, Rags, can we just ignore Justin and can we stop using gender? It has no basis in science. Look at ER's video on Steven Universe. He brings up John Money. Gender does have a basis in science. All right, well, there's, a there's a link to gender that does uh, relate to biology. There are men, there are women, and there, there are, are rocks. And there are rocks. <laughs> the three genders. I actually just remembered, uh, I, I mentioned uh, Cold Pursuit earlier. Wolf, there's actually a scene where the, uh, the, the main villain of that movie is uh, sitting down with this hitman, because this guy's like, a, like an organized crime boss. And uh, 
he um the the hitman um at one point uh says axe but he's it's supposed to be ask and oh, uh, no. the bad guy the, no the bad guy oh, actually no. cursed him ask it's wolf in the not so great debate guy oh my god now i really want to watch this movie <laughs> you need to see it oh, oh my god that sounds funny uh oh <laughs> Reach the this is a super chat. Reach the game explains who Holsey is. You don't need the book. I think your bias is showing. If you want to call me an idiot, then let's debate. What's his name? Mr. E. Mr. E, you're an idiot. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because first off, um, you didn't listen to what I actually said, clearly. I know it's a little bit of a difficulty with Reach fans because they don't really listen to anything. So here's the thing. I said very specifically in this stream, if you go back and watch it, I said she's the first thing brought from the books that the other games do not explain. It's the first case of the games using book knowledge that you would need to know. However, I also said that the game gives you enough information without telling you more of the interesting and shit with her um it's it's basically she's a scientist she knows the spartans it's like it's fine it wasn't even one of my big criticisms of the game because it doesn't tell you the context or nuance behind the character but she is explained fine which i said in the stream no it's hard to listen you could try it sometime and i don't know what bias you think i have since i'm biased toward the bungee games but, you know, Reach fans aren't exactly intelligent. I like Reach. I thought it was fun. I also I like Reach. I had fun on Forge. I made a map called Zombie Stairs that I all my friends like playing. Forge was the best part of Reach, objectively. You're an objectively. I am. <laughs> what did you guys think of Endgame trailer that dropped last night? We're not going to talk about it. Talk about it because it's people here who don't want to see it. So I'm going to skip over that. Uh, would love to have a discussion with you guys about Halo. Halo 2 has the best story. Love Halo 4 and has the Love most me. fun with it. Halo 3 is the easiest of the franchise to beat on Legendary. Wrong. I Halo? I, Maybe. I, like, like, uh, objectively, Halo 5 is the easiest. Because yeah, that game, wait, I... wait. One clarification I just want to make, because this, this is something that I know. Halo 3 is really... You can manipulate the crap out of it in co-op to on Legendary. Just have someone guy stay back and then some guy go forward and get killed over and over and over and well, over that, and over and over again. That's literally every Halo game. Oh, okay. I, that's that two, though. Two has Iron on pretty much the whole time. Oh, I've never played Day 2 on co-op, but... Yeah, it's it, a mistake. I, it's a mistake. I'm, ta I'm, I'm talking just um, single player. Halo 5 is piss easy. A lot of people are like, outraged the accounting Halo 5 at all. <laughs> like, how dare you? <laughs> Halo Wars I mean, is the only good Halo. Then, Hashtag fight me. Dory Vito. Even then, I would the say, if we're talking about the Halos, if we're talking about the Halos that matter, then ODST is easier than 3. Because ODST doesn't have the Flood. There do you, you think that Halo ODST is... Do you think it can hold a candle to Spartan Assault? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Halo Wars is easily the hardest of Legendary out of all of them. I, I would actually say it's one of the hardest. Yeah, Halo I, Two is Halo Two is the hardest because it's broken. Mm. Like Legendary on Halo Two, legit is not well, fair. When it, at listen, all. listen, Wolf. When it come, when Halo Two comes out to PC, we can do 
a 24 hour high charity on legendary marathon and oh, we're going to have a great time. We we are not. Okay, first <laughs> off, you mean grave mind. It is on high charity, so it's fine. There's but... a map. There, wait, there's a there's a isn't that one of the levels is high charity? Well, the the le- the location is high charity, but the level is called grave mind. So I know what level you mean because it's uh, infamous because legendary literally made me hate that level. So um mission 12 high charity pretty sure it's called grave mine the mission oh, is called grave mine hold on which one are you talking about are you talking about the one that's all about the flood or the one before that i'm talking about the one called high charity <laughs> okay hold on i need to look this up now wolf's Levels whole world has just been shaken now, because i'm says, pretty i am almost positive this one says that grave mine, but grave. this one says high charity it's called grave mine why does why do all of these say great high charity on them? Because high charity is the location in the yeah, game. But, but why would everyone think? Because no one no one calls like all their missions like like the the location like. I don't know what you're looking at. It's called high charity. Or I see you did it. You did it. Hold on, Halo <laughs> Two mission select. See, I want to see. It, it's called Gravemind. I know. It has got to be called Gravemind. God, not a forum. There's like a there's a little thing pop up. That... Levels names. Yeah, okay. there's there's a mission called High Charity. Two missions after. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a different one. The one that's infamous is Gravemind. High Charity is the one that's significantly easier. It's still at the location High Charity, but the one that's, so that's infamous is so Gravemind. High Charity is mission fourteen. Yeah, we're talking about mission twelve. Mission twelve is the one that's like infamous for being horrible all right then also uh creamy sheev said he's just made a video of of why is the reticle me and so rags meeting so it'll be like i'll probably try that on the next uh uh one so don't worry memes aren't gone or anything um wolf thoughts on berserk and favorite character um i've only read the first volume i'm waiting um the big volumes that have like the big books that have like multiple volumes in them to read the rest. Uh, but of volume one, I really, really liked it. And Puck is objectively the best. Um, hey, Wolf, I loved your new video on Riley J. J. Dennis. I worked very hard on it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, it was because Frodo died. He was just sad about it. And the high top video was why Homecoming isn't a good Spider-Man story. Donated like four Frodo... times asking you about it over three months. Oh, well, what? I'll put um... it in a tab. Hang on. Hold on. Frodo didn't die. No, he didn't. Yeah. What are you talking about? I mean, if you want to talk like theoretically, well, no, he didn't even really theoretically die. Or theoretically, um, I don't know what word I'm trying to think of. He's got PTSD. He's not dead. Spider-Man Homecoming is a bad Spider-Man movie. I mean, I'll check that out. We could possibly cover that on EFAB, actually. Depending on if his arguments are entirely from the Metaphor, fucking comics, I then uh, I'm not gonna have anything to say. I just, but uh, I've heard that people think Spider-Man: Homecoming is bad because it's not close enough to what Spider-Man would do, whatever Spider-Man is. But yeah, uh, I'll try and have a look at that. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Godzilla movies? Given how a lot of the films are not objectively good, but it's the longest-running movie series to date. Is it really? Can you count that when they're all like disjointed and unconnected? That's not really fair, is it? That's true. Uh, it's probably well, one of the I... longest running 
IPs that are in movies, I guess. True, that could be it. Um, I didn't like the 2014 one. I thought it was uh, the first like third of it I liked, and then it, I got Oh, bored. yeah, the, the first third was great until they killed off... Um, the only character in the film. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the only character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll be interested to see the new one, I guess. It uh, looks better, but then again, the trailer for the first one looked pretty good, too, so... Thoughts on Kong Skull Island? I thought it was I love terrible. It. I thought I really liked it. I, I it liked great. it too. I liked it. I liked it a whole lot. It was awful. Yeah, I'm with Mahler on this one. I, I hated really, it. I really liked it. Um, it, it sucks it wow. didn't come out in 2018, right? Because then that could have been another 2018 movie. Oh, wait, did it? Did it come out then? No, that was, I think that was 2017. 2017, yep. 2017. The, the King Kong and TLJ of movies. <laughs> What we got? Uh, I sent Wolf multiple super chats. It's okay, Wolf. I'll support you whenever you stream. I care. There you go. That's from James. Oh, thank you. It's fine. I I was literally just joking. I don't care about if I make money from YouTube. It doesn't matter to me. Hey, Wolf. I have All a right, question. everybody. The... With that in mind, if anybody out in the chat was ever going to give any money to Wolf, fuck <laughs> that noise. Instead, <laughs> go ahead and send it to me because I definitely care. I would love every down to the. Down to the half penny. Down to the farthing. They haven't. So the south farthing? Of course. Whichever one's smaller. <laughs> Wolf, I, I, I Wait, who cares? Said, so Wolf and Mauler agree once again. Are they actually the same mind of different bodies? We don't always agree. We don't always agree. Maybe we should just Wolf. have a debate where we stand on two sides of a thing. We need to find a thing we disagree on. I'll, I'll we need admit, to find something that's not, like, controversial. Something like, like abortion. Yeah. There you go. Something that's not controversial. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, me and Wolf watched uh, a lot of films recently. We do have similar reactions to most stuff at this point. Like, it is curious to see if we can find some stuff that we just deliver, uh, definitely stand the thing is that what's going to have to happen is we both see a movie separately and then instead of being able to talk through a movie and like go over pros and cons and stuff, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we watched Civil War together and I still wasn't a big fan of it. Well, that's the thing though, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be arguing it's bad, would you? No, not really. I think that's what they're looking for. Like, you know, the fact that me and Rags are clearly opposed well, on King Kong. My yeah. my brother, who likes Black Panther so much that's his second favorite Marvel film, doesn't like Civil War because he thinks that they don't argue strongly enough in uh, favor of like opposing the uh, Sokovia Accords. He's wrong and a bad man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the one that I mean, I introduced. Uh, oh, to, uh, don't let him yeah, watch yeah. this episode, okay? No, he's going to. He knows I'm coming. <laughs> Sorry, Tim. Uh, Reclaimer, I am 343 guy explodes. Fuck you, 343 wolf with a shotgun. <laughs> oh, um, um, Southpaw, you were gonna say something to me? Yeah, the subtitle of your Justice video is. That was. Well, hold on, uh, you're cracking up. You gotta, you gotta start oh, over. I'm sorry, I, I freeing you out? Okay, uh. Yeah. The subtitle to your Justice League video was the worst film of 2017, uh, but that was made a month before The Last Jedi. Is that yeah. still your stance? No. The Last <laughs> Jedi was worse. <laughs> okay. I'm glad to clarify that. That, that. That's honestly been on my mind for, for a very long time. <laughs> well, I, didn't, I couldn't think. At that point, I was like, 
there's nothing that could be worse than this. And then Ryan Johnson came along and he was like, oh, I can make something that was so much worse. Hold my green milk. Oh. No, I, like, honestly, wasn't Justice League the video that started where you were like, I didn't think that anything could possibly be worse than uh, Touch Inside. I didn't think anything could be possibly worse than The Dark Tower. And then this movie came along. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, my God. Man, that movie was, that year was so bad because I was like, there's so many bad movies, but then Justice League came out and I was like, okay, nothing's ever topping this. <laughs> and, and then Star Wars happened and it was like, I I hate my life. <laughs> um, Halsey, yeah. Halsey is not explained well at all. If you mean a single line from that George or Jorge. Oh, um, it, it, the, the name is Jorge, but for some reason in the game they pronounce it George. I don't have a problem with it, but whatever. Okay. Uh, if you mean a single line from George when he calls him mum or whatever else she says, then she oh, then knows oh, she's not. Oh, that's, that's, that's his accent. I thought it was mom for a long time too, but I put on subtitles once, and he just, it it sounds like mom when he's saying ma'am. It's just, uh... he's, got a, he's got an unbelievably thick accent. So yeah. that, that got me at first too, but it's not a flaw because it's just, it's literally just Oh, well, he, he's talking about how the character's just not really explained at all anyway. Halsey, I guess. I mean, she she's not all the context behind her character is not explained, but it it wasn't a huge problem with Reach. Hmm. I love Reach mostly because it was my first Halo. I cannot wait for it to come to PC. That's what I see a lot. It's a lot of people like Reach was their first Halo game, and that, that's what it comes down to. I mean, Halo Three was mine, but I still like Reach. But I mean, I, I, like I still like parts. I, I still like parts of Reach, and I think you would probably like Reach more than me. And you're not as invested in Halo as mm-hmm. I am. So the things that it did to the <laughs> gameplay and to the story, that's unforgivable for me. Jay just said Reach was my first Halo game. It's like, Jay, it was your first video game. Be honest. Yeah, come on, Jay. You don't the cutscenes were your first movie. I ain't movie. never seen a Halo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's actually it. I, I, it took us a very long time, I think. We've actually, that was like an hour, I think. But uh that's it. Oh, uh, are you interested in making an MCU rankings video? Possibly. And it'll probably be an EFAP oh, as well, just for the fun of it. God, I, I knew we should have streamed that. Um, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. Maybe, and especially yeah. with Endgame and Captain Marvel being out, it'll be even more complete at that point. Was Rags even a part of that? That You, me, and Fringy were there. Who else was there? It was Glib, I think, was the fourth guy. Oh. It was, yeah, that was interesting. We, we, we can always stream something like that at some point. It's, it was fun. Um, Wolf just explained his bias against Reach. My bias being that I give a shit about gameplay and story. You're right, and, Mr. E. And not only retarded. that, but Wolf just explained everyone else's bias towards Reach. The fact that it was their first game. That was the point he was making. So my bias is that I care. Got it. Thanks. Um, yeah, I was going to say, before we close out, uh, thank you both guests for coming on. And do you want to give yourselves like a, a moment of trying to... I don't know, s- sell the audience on why they should subscribe to your channel. Ren, if you want to go first. Oh, I'll go first? Okay. Um, sell the audience? It's uh, an elevator pitch, huh? Go for it. Okay, well, every video I make is a labor of love. That Mission Impossible one was clearly a bit of a misstep, but I primarily focus on video games, so I try to make every video as much fun as I can with uh, infusing good points in there to the best of my ability, and uh, I'm pretty proud of where my editing is at, and I'm planning on getting 
After Effects to up my game in that department as well. And uh, I just try to have fun with it. So, yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. There you go. Check it out if you'd like to, guys. And uh, the second guest hey, I like was... I you spelled my name uh, very correctly. Is it... What did I, what did I do? <laughs> it's Ren with two N's. Oh, I see. I thought that might have been some kind of part with the... The 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 screen name or something, but yeah, I'll uh, I'll make sure that's right in the description. Um, okay. But yeah, Southpaw, if you wanna you wanna say something about your channel, if you're planning on maybe making some more analysis videos. Absolutely. Um. So, uh, I I had actually done YouTube videos uh, seven years ago, and I stopped making them because I just kind of like lost passion for them, but. Uh, Watching um, Mahler and, and company's uh, content over the last year has gotten me really like inspired to uh, try to start making some similar content. You and I guess Wolf, that notice how he says Mahler and company. He doesn't say Wolf and company. <laughs> notice how he doesn't say Rags and company either. Oh yeah, he did. He definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just you know, um, Ren's video on hey, uh, Fallout was you know. Uh, it was like a, a jumping off point for me, I guess, because I, I just love that film so much. And I, uh, I think I think it's just so good. And so I was I actually had started working on it. And then I think that got mentioned on the on EFAP 26 at one point, like in passing. So, um, but yeah, like I, I plan on making more content in the future, um, probably just focusing on whatever. It could be a, a video game. It could be whatever movie I see in the theater um, or, a, or a book or a TV show, um, just sort of analyzing stuff like that. Um, I'm new to editing. I used a, a terrible video editor for my video. So the audio uh, was out of sync um, after the rendering process was finished. I'm, I'm rather pissed about that, but I'm, I'm currently working on improving the uh, production quality. So uh, I'll say um, even though we're mortal, you carry yourself really well for somebody that doesn't probably doesn't talk into a microphone very often. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I am. Um, I, I mean, we don't have to be moral <laughs> enemies. It's just, Oh, we're mortal <laughs> enemies. There's no doubt. Oh, more, okay. Okay. By the way, mortal engines was shit. Yeah, but <laughs> you're the only one that saw it. I am the only, I think I might be the only person who saw <laughs> slash remembers that existed. <laughs> I literally forget its existence until you bring it up. Did you see that movie? No. You should. It's terrible. I, 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 I like literally well, how about, only ever hear of it from you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's probably out relatively soon, right? We could probably check it out at some well, point. Let me see where it is on Amazon. We'll see. Because if it's out on Amazon, it's out on Pirate Bay. <laughs> yes, that would probably be true. But fuck, it comes yep, out it's Pirate out. Bay before that. But yeah, we'll 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 see we'll see about maybe watching. Um, I was just gonna say there's there's a there's a comment from Tabula Four that says, "Remember, every EFAP is that much time. Mola isn't editing part three. Just pointing that out. Like, uh, this is not quite but how it works. Week, once a week, he hangs out with his friends. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what, a, what a terrible. We, we took a three week gap as well. Like, what the hell? I, I guess that I've I've been nicknamed uh, Chris Stuckman by by the chat. Yeah, it's not so bad, Blessed yeah. Stuckman. Blessed Blessed Stuckman. Stuckman. It's not yeah. <laughs> Blessed Stuckman. Um. Yeah, and by the way, there are some people who are actually more of a fan of EFAP than like me. Rags and most main content. <laughs> some people mm -hmm. are like I'd rather that than the just like 
So they could make the same comment in reverse. For every moment they spend editing and writing their videos, they're not doing effect. Ooh, yeah. Blessed Stockman indeed. But yeah, that's that's about Blessed it. L everybody, I don't know if there's anything any of you uh, want to say before we close out. Um, working on Metro Exodus review and my Alita video won't come out until I've read the manga, which is taking fucking forever to ship here, so I'm working on those. Anybody else? Um, um let me see. I would say um I have a new video video out, by the way. Uh I'll put it out today. Go check that out. Don't. Um you should, you really should. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, the best video. Hi, first off, hey, if you haven't. Um, I don't think anything else really come to mind. I don't know when the next EFAP's going to be. Oh, I think I'm going to do a stream, uh, or a stream response to the Jim Sterling video on Steam on oh. Saturday. Okay. Which Jim so Sterling have you, have you video? got guests for that already? I, I jump into that. <laughs> oh my god, I, I just have, called him Stim Sterling. But I would definitely. I need more guests because it's just me and Fringy. Are I'll, confirmed. I'll totally. I'm confirmed. For that I'm going to be there. When oh, are you oh you're going to be there. Sweet. Yeah, I'm going to be there. It's going to be great. When are you doing it? Uh, Saturday. Oh, I can't do it. Oh. Uh, well, let I'll watch it later. I, I didn't know you hated rags so much, dude. Sunday. What about Sunday? I can do Sunday. Um, Saturday. Oh, Fringy said Saturday. Sunday for me should work. Um, how long? Hmm. I, I can do it all Sunday, but I work on Saturday, so I can't do it then. Uh, it doesn't matter if I'm not there. It's fine. Well, if ever anyone needs a spot filled in, I'd, I'd be happy to join. Uh, I, I just want to say I, I'm very grateful to have been uh, to to have been here. Um, it's it's really cool. I've I've been following everyone here for like over a year now, and uh, if if I had been told uh, last week that I was going to be on an episode of EFAP. Uh, I I would never believe them. I mean, um, yeah, you know, we don't because we like to keep it. You know, like Theo was never planned. It was just like, why not? Theo could jump on. We like to keep yeah. it. Uh, I'm trying to figure the right word. Just like loose, not not like we don't want to make it so that it's like. There's no way any of you could ever speak. So, uh, yeah, I'm the blessed Stuckman. Yeah, you've been I you've am, been I... you've been good, shit, man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I am li now living proof that EFAP is willing to bring on um, someone from the chat. If, if they're, you know. We've already done that. Yeah, we with did it with Theo. Theo. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Th I'm sorry. You're stuck in I, I am stuck in That's right. <laughs> tell that to Zod's snap neck. That's just good writing, and you can't tell because it's better than you. I'm not even sure yeah, if they all get that can't... reference. I know I do. Hey man, you you can't just go around killing people. I want to release the Stuckman cut. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I mean that that again that wraps it up. Unless there's anything else. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to also say thank you for having me on. Let me you know hash it out, and for giving me some sweet sick watch time on the video. That's... No problemo. Yeah. I hope it wasn't as bad as it may have felt as though it could possibly have maybe been. I definitely <laughs> built it up in my head. I thought it would it wasn't great. I'll say that, mm -hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't as bad as uh, I in, or initially envisioned. Oh, right. There's uh, a couple more. Uh, did you watch Creed 2? I remember you like Creed. I still haven't seen Creed 2 yet. 
but I did not I haven't seen it. either. Uh, yeah, that's sex. John Money's one experiment to prove gender exists failed, but everyone pretends that it did. I, I mean, that's still... The other thing, gender, whatever. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it there, folks. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you all for the the insight and the discussion. I hope everyone had fun. Thank you for the very kind donations and 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 just hanging out and watching. Um, we don't know when the next EFAP will be. You know, that's how it goes. Um, but we will see you when it's around. Good. Goodbye. 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 Good luck. Good luck. Good night. Thank <laughs> you.